Um, I believe it. Um, I, I, you know, and we always talk about that. Usually back in the day when um, it used to be getting dressed and you have that rip in your stocking or something crazy happens. So, yeah, we are very familiar with the whole idea that uh, something's always going to happen. Um, when you get started and everything um, with the idea, like I'm going to church, I'm yep. going to do anything for the kingdom of God, anything that requires me to do anything for the kingdom of God is going to, I mean, and he gets closer and closer as, as that accomplishment comes. So it's not like I, I'm a constantly in a headlock, but yep. and I am, I understand the whole chasing after you got and why am I running? Because something's chasing me. <laughs> right. And it's, and it's great because I find myself like, wanting, and last night, the reason why I decided to go, because I found myself wanting to be ugly. Right? Nice. And I, I was about to like, just, and go left with it. I was about to like, pick on somebody for nothing. And I felt it. And I'm like, why? Why, Shereen? Why are you doing that? You know what I'm saying? And it just like, let me go ahead. Well, it's late. I'm going to go to my homegirl house. Nope. Let's go to church. So it's like, I'm catching myself. You know, we're not, we not perfect by far. I catch myself doing crazy stuff and I'm like, oh, you got to reel it in. You know? Yeah, so. I love it. Did you, well, to move on into the books, uh-huh. that's the whole purpose of the fellowship talk. Right. Um, I did not, I mean, we're not scholar. I, I'm not a scholar. I'm not, you know, a historian uh, or anything, but I do understand and know the power of God. Mm-hmm. And I know not fully, maybe my purpose. Um, I have a couple visions and I do have a couple ideas of what he wants me to do, what he needs me to do. So I am f- trying to fulfill those, but the trials, the obstacles. I look at so many other people who get up here and make it look so easy. And I'm like, are they going through? <laughs> you know, because we, for me, my parents, my grandparents, you know, the, the generational information came down that you don't look the way you feel. Right, right. But people don't know. Like, I look at you, I'm like, oh, she looks good. You're not going through anything. You know, your skin is glowing. You're looking there. And it's not even just with people. It's on the job. And like, yes. It's, and it's, it's constantly reminding myself, like, and it's so easy to just, like, slip off. And, like, I was just saying, you yep. know what? I was just reading my Bible twice a day. I haven't picked up my Bible in, like, three days, three, four days. Like, what's up? You know? And it's constantly you reminding know. yourself and, like, feeling that yearn, like, okay, God, I, I'm going to do better. I want to be closer. And it, it's just so easy to fall off. You know what I'm saying? And especially when you're going through warfare and all these different distractions. My distraction is God gives me a glimpse of not God, but I get what I want temporarily, like what I've wanted. And then it distracts me from the mission because, oh my God, this is, this feels good. This feels so good. This is my comfort place. Right. I'm familiar with this. Exactly. We, for me, I don't, I know I do not like. Um, unfamiliar territory. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. So it has come to a point where putting me in the wilderness, um, I'm kind of familiar with that. 
<laughs> kind of familiar with that. Uh, but when it comes down to doing other territory, there was some times where I'm like, I don't have a clue what's going on. I know I'm not in the wilderness, and I know I ain't in the land of milk and honey yet. But where am I? Where what what's going on? There's a struggle, but I see the victory. So it's it's weird or strange or I don't know, but talking to other people, yeah. I'm starting to feel like they understand. They know exactly what we're talking I about. I do, because I'm, I'm like in a place, I'm still in the wilderness, but I've gotten a, a peace of mind to be in Nice, nice. So that's what it, that's what it is. You know? And that's exactly what we want to talk about. That's exactly part of what I want us to dive into and get an understanding of this week. Because I remember, but try not to tell my age, but still knowing my age. <laughs> I remember decades ago now, like where if the same situation lined up, like what I'm going through today, and what if this was going on 20 years ago, I would have quit. I would have failed. I would have fell out crying, had a tantrum. Like, I just can't do it. God must don't want me to do it. You know, you're doing the most when this time I'm like, I can't touch it, can't touch it, can't touch it. Whoops, skirt. You know what? Maturity. It's that spiritual maturity. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not there yet. I'm working on it. <laughs> Girl, if I took this, I'd be like, ooh, shiny, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm like, hold on, no, 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 shiny's not always good. I'm, not, I'm nowhere near there yet. <laughs> Girl, I, I, do, I, do, I do understand that. <laughs> I, uh, and I think, so I'll warn you, for me, uh, the, spiritual, the spiritual maturity also comes with a different level of demons. So, Right, so there's more credit on where I am. There has now been lights and <laughs> cameras. Like some things look like Atlantic City or Vegas. Like it's truly like bells and whistles and lights and. Miss Myra, I was reading something that said right. It was like uh, what was it? I think it was it was Pastor Flowers. I think okay. I follow on Instagram from uh uh redefine tv or something and he was like for all of you that are trying <laughs> trying to get closer you can't cast out demons you enjoy playing with and i was like you know it's like oh my goodness okay let me let me get my head on straight you know we put our business out there huh <laughs> it's it's the familiarity you know what i'm saying it's it's you know me enjoying like i i I, I didn't have a bad time when I was out in the world. I was having fun, you know? You, the, the best thing of playing a game of spades and, 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 and getting drunk, that was my favorite pastime. But looking at the growth from two years ago on a Friday night, I would have been drunk playing cards versus I'm walking around the church, you know, thanking God for where I've come from. Like, that's that's it's a world of Bro. difference. And I'm, I'm, ha I was happy to be there last night. So, um, that that I was just reflecting on that, and it was just, it was like overwhelming. Like, oh my goodness! Like, it was slow, and it. Was I think when you see your own growth, that's mind blowing. Yeah, you 
to me, when I can sit and be like, okay, well, again, like I can see where I would have done X, Y, and Z years ago, mm-hmm. or even down to talking to people. You know, I, there's some people that say some things to me. I'd be like, baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you don't know who I was. That's so cute. You know, <laughs> so I try to remind myself that they don't need to know. Right. You need right. to know. You need to immediately give glory to God for your growth. Give glory to God for your change. Because these things are happening not for you to just realize, but to give more glory to God. And that's exactly when I see it, I try to do it. When I mean, it could be anything from a car ride where people are flicking me off, cutting me off and doing both. I'm like, oh, <laughs> and then we want to go into the same gas station, same store. And I'm still looking at you like, God is so good. <laughs> you know what? I, I noticed that too. Like, uh, I had to check myself. I had a coworker do something that really get under my skin. And it was right when I was reading about spiritual people do stuff to you. It's not necessarily them. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's all, everything in this world is spiritual warfare. So yes. I don't need to get mad at a person or B person for how they're treating me. I have to recognize what it is and yes. act accordingly. So this girl was under my skin at work, and I know I can't be manipulative, right? I learned that about myself. I don't like to admit it, but I did learn it. And um, it would have been, I checked myself like, girl, let me tell you what so-and-so did, but I caught myself doing it, right? Because then other coworkers would have looked at her crazy, but that would have been causing a division, and that's not what I'm here to do. So I had to check myself and be like, you know what? I need to start praying for her. Right, and I apologized to her. We talked or whatever, but she just like ignored me and brushed me off and everything. I was like, "Ooh, Lord!" I want to be like, nobody want to apologize to your funky self, but I really, you know what I'm saying. So it's it's real. (laughs) It's very real. And I had a similar situation take place mm, not this week that passed, but the week before, and. It had nothing. Honestly, I look back at it. It had absolutely nothing to do with me. Um, but the person reached out to me about some gossip or some something that irritated them. And it was 3 a.m. I went off. Slam off. They DM me and I was up for it. So I'm going just as much as this person is going. I went to sleep. I woke up about 9 and God was like, apologize. I was like, absolutely not. Did you think <laughs> I gave him the business. He was apo- God was like, apologize. I was like, oh, I'm texting and deleting. Like, God told me, no, that's not how you want me to start. Like, because <laughs> I want you to know I don't want to apologize. God wants me to. And he's like, I'm deleting. And I'm like, oh. So I genuinely. I had to check myself because my thought was where I'm going and what I want to do. Is this situation worth me losing that right now? That situation, God has given you grace and mercy where you're not turning into salt soon as I sent the text. Right. But right now he has given you an instruction to apologize. What are you going to do? So I'm rolling my eyes and it's like, uh, with a joyful attitude, ma'am. I'm like, oh, what a cry. 
like, because it's not going my way. I want to be mad. I don't want to use language that he don't like. Like, I, I, all of these things are clear now. And I'm like, no, it's not worth what I'm about to, what I'm about to receive. It's not worth all the crying and praying I have been doing that now all of a sudden, I'm just going to risk it all because someone hurts your feelings. Right. And that's exactly what it is. And those feelings don't even belong to you. This flesh is not, none of this is yours. Everything belongs to God. So tell God like, yo, fix my flesh. Help me deal with it. Beat my flesh. Let me fast. Let me go back to what I know works. And that's the, that's the thing is, is flesh seems like something so simple, but it is so complex. It's so many levels and layers to it. Yes. You know, like, Yes. Like Satan doesn't, doesn't distract me with, and I was explaining this to someone else. He doesn't like, Hey, why don't you steal a new iPhone or stealing's not my thing, but let, let, let's, let, let somebody call me like girl's phone before. And I'm like, I'm with it. You know, (laughs) I have to realize, are you with it? Is that you? So those are the things that I get distracted with. You know, drama with this person, that person, where they're like, yo, pull up. I'm like, yo, on the. <laughs> but I can come and pray, but that was still a thing. That still a thing. It wasn't never a thing that I did out of fun. It was something I did like out of necessity, like, oh, my money's short. I'm not about to spend my last 20 on this. Let me just. Mm-mm. And I found myself when my money is low now that thought comes back and I'm like what as good as I've been being blessed the devil the devil is alive but it's what? not even like old habits because it wasn't a, a habit thing it was just a means of survival at mm-hmm. one point in time but those thoughts will still infiltrate your mind like yes like, you want your last dollars your check just got garnished man if you don't put that in and I'm like what and you gotta yep where, and, and where'd that even come from and you wouldn't have even questioned it years ago. You would never even thought about it. It just would have happened. And that's where, where that's where between the movie that we're working on, between fellowship, so I want people to understand you're not an awful person. The kingdom is still, you can still inherit the kingdom. Because I have listened to stories. I have sat in church many a times and cried because I was scared to pieces that, wow, I'm going to hell. You know, and it was never, you know, either it was grace and mercy to an extent like, hey, I can do what I want, or there was no grace and mercy, and it was you're going to hell. And I was like, where this, you know, and in between is purgatory, and God doesn't do lukewarm. It was so many mixed messages that when God let me know, you know, you can come find me yourself. You don't need a ride. You don't have to go and see sister so-and-so and get her. You can come and find me all by yourself. And I'm waiting for you to come home, little prodigal daughter of mine. <laughs> <You know? Yes. laughs> so I did. I was like, well, let me research. Let me look. And as I got into it, I was like, God loves me so much. Listen and to loves her. So much that I wanted this to be a situation where people get to know that. Like, don't worry about what you're going through. Don't worry what they these people put curses on you, curses on you, claimed you to be your society broken. Whatever they have told you is all lies. God has the final set. Like it was so much that was going through my heart and mind for me to realize 
My change is because I wanted to change. Not because I was scared that I was going to go to jail or I was scared my mom and then we're going to be that, there. That doesn't work. No. I've been in church all my life, too. My mom preaches. I've been in church. I read three, four times a week, been to tent services and everything. But you know what? I'm going to have to apologize to him. I, I am. It just, I'm going to have to apologize. I, I, for, just for that interaction earlier, it just came to, I'm going to have to apologize. Is he there? Where was I at? <laughs> um, well, I mean, if he's, if he's there, put it on pause and go apologize. Go fix second. it. Give me a yeah, second. I'll, be, I'll be sipping on my coffee. Go apologize. I'll be right here. All right. All right. Did you finish your oatmeal? Almost. I'm still working on it. Okay. No, um, we just warming up, just okay. having a general conversation. 
Um, I don't know what I said was the spirit of the Lord that moved you to go do what you had to do. I don't know. (laughs) 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 The great thing is, is that we are winning. And that's how I look at it. Um, Because I am, I am completely a brat. Um, I don't play about it. I, I know my position. I know who I am. I'm a brat. So if I don't get my way and it, you don't understand it, I'm ha- I'm having a whole tantrum. Right. <laughs> but it, it's unnecessary. There's no tantrums in the kingdom. Like, cut it out. Like, I know. <laughs> I know. Huh. I'm getting used. I'm getting it. Slow and steady. <laughs> it is. It is. And it's not, it's not easy. And I, as so many people out here beating themselves up, falling and failing because of something they don't understand. And there's no one that can sit and be like, oh, girl, I got you. That's easy. I understand. Because I, I did my part. Back to the story that I was talking about. I mean, this guy went off. He talked about my mom. And at, like, he went. Oh. Yeah, because group chat and Something was posted and he took somebody in the group. Told, I mean, it was a lot. It was oh just my goodness. the chaos lets you know immediately this is not of God. God did not create this. I'm like, oh, I'm here for it. Are you? And this is how you're here for it? Because that's not what scripture says for you to show up to this fight. Like, like I'm doing everything wrong. And I told my mom, I said, I think when I went to bed at night, I hung my body up, my whole body armor up. My armor oh got <laughs> kind of brushed it off. It was like, see you in the morning. No, I need to, I need Keep to sleep. With it. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I'm not in a position to take it off at all. I have to honestly do it before I send text messages. I have to do it before. I get on this call, any call, any interaction that I have with people at the gas station, the grocery store, Lord, protect me. Keep a hedge of protection around me. Make sure that I keep a mind like you. Yeah. Because if you step, if, if you leave me, my God, I don't know where I would be. I'd be lost. I'd be lost in the sauce. What? I could not imagine my life without knowing God. And and it's so funny because you say you say like you grew up in the church. I grew up in the church. Neither one of my parents preached or anything, but we went to church, and it just none of it stuck like what's sticking now. And I sit and I go, only reason it's sticking is because of that foundation. I tell people, take your kid to church. Yeah. Take take them. It's the, it's the God conscious that develops. Yes, that's yes. what it is because it's like I went. Oh my God! And this, I um I wrote some information down like with the the first one of the sapphire lessons, but yeah. I was so far in the church, <laughs> and not as far as like being deep in it, but just the routine. You know, I went from requiring like if you wanted to to go out with me or date me, I may like come to church with me first. You know what I'm saying? Nice. But because that was the standard, right? Well, if you don't right. go to church, you, you know what I'm saying? Equally yoked. We know these little things, these little tidbits. But from that to where I start, I wasn't even considering like, oh, I like, I was a false, I don't want to say a false prophet, but I tried to marginalize religion with the world. 
yes through education and intelligence because what and it's I cringe at thinking like the things that I've told people or the philosophy that I made up in my mind is cringeworthy you know like oh well all gods are the same it's all the same thing it's just each religion has separate things that they believe in that's not the same at all you know but that's how when I was in like it just the world to get you man it, it will even and that's with me knowing the truth yeah I come from Pentecostal background so that's what me knowing speaking in tongues shouting around the church and casting out that's that's where I come from so that's that's a little bit that's a lot more uh 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 intense than what other people are used to and from that to actually trying to open my chakras and stuff like that like the world will really have you lopsided so taking your kids word I love that word yeah, like taking your kids to church, like I'm just now doing it. And I'm like apologizing, like, God, forgive me for not, you know, my daughter is 12. So she's in church. She doesn't want to, she's not interested. My son is catching on. He's five. He's catching on. He's, thank you, Jesus. You know, it's up that goes his way so just now. And it's just in the last year. So he's catching on. But that is, that is vital. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like. And I remember I didn't want to go. I, I, I flat out didn't want to go. Didn't, I don't want to go now. Like, <laughs> I don't want to get up. I don't want to get dressed. I don't want to put on the shoe. I like, I, there's nothing I want to do that says go to the church building. Right. But one of my girlfriends called, like, hey, we going here. It's bestie. Day. Oh, I'm in the same shoes I didn't want to put on. I'm like, with that same dress, I'm like, pull it up a little bit. Like, you. That's, that's where I'm at right now because I started worshiping during the pandemic. So I, yeah. got, very, I got very familiar with these, these online services. So, and then when I go in, at first it was feeling like, come on get to the word already you know what I'm saying <laughs> you know and I, I I was late everywhere but I've been I've been reforming that being on time being nice. early and stuff like that and um well God's been doing it they, um right because like, it's not me so Sharim uh, <laughs> asleep I, I kept looking at the clock like oh I got 15 more minutes no, I woke up at 6.30. Why not just stay up at 6.30? Why do you go back to sleep? Why do you keep doing that, Shereem? Right. So, right. And then you're tired. You wake up the first time, you're well-rested. You know, you're just being greedy with your sleep. And now you're tired. Um, but I just want to go back to go back to bed. And I find every excuse on Sunday where I had to go in the office, so I picked out my outfit the night before to make sure I was 15 minutes early. So why can't I show that much respect for a job that God gave me, but I can't show that much respect to... So that's where I am this month. You know, like, okay, Shereem, the online churches are good, but now you're using that as an excuse because you're right here. You're trying to get out the wilderness. You got to yeah. chase them, you know? So... You already know what you got to do. Right. Even last night, I didn't want to go. I was like, oh, it's, I'm two hours late. Oh, they're going to be over. But go, Shereem, go. You know, that's the thing. Like, get yourself together and go. That's yes. that's what I'm working on, like, right now, you know? Nice. Nice. And it's important. I think um, the whole idea of 
going to church, doing the fellowship is what's needed. And a lot of times I feel that I need to be poured into. I need a word. I'm craving a word. I'm craving the, the, the godly hug. I'm craving the, hey, sis, hey, bro. I, I, I need it. I'm missing it. And then when you get it, it's great. And then you start to play into that. And then now your church building that you attending has now become as bad as your workplace. What happened to you? And is it, is it, is it wrong? Is it, am I tripping? Because now it's routine. I've added it into a routine. And I see that sister so-and-so looking at me funny brother so-and-so, you know, it's now what, what happened to you. And I always remember when I, when I think of things, I immediately I go back to what God asked Adam and Eve, where are you? And I understand that mentally, where are you? Why have, how did you go from enjoying going to church, hating going to church, don't want to go. Now you're there because you want it to come. Mm-hmm. Now you're here and you're still unhappy. It's not the church building. It's not the church. It's not the job. It's not the school the kids are in. You got to stay connected. You got to tap in. You have you have to chase me. Not y'all. You don't go to about well, the church ain't doing what they support. Are you? Right. Because if you were, you wouldn't be telling that to nobody right. else. Right. 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 I had to, it, it's the growing process does not stop. Anybody who can sit and honestly tell you, oh, I got it, that's a person to be scared of. Oh, yeah. I understand. I'm good. That's a person to be very scared of. Because as soon as I got it, I can kid you not, like, I could go to sleep tonight and be like, yes, glory to God, I got it. I understand. Wake up in the morning and be like, here's a new trial. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I just crawled my way out of the last battle. <laughs> But this battle is not a battle where you can deal a, a, dig a hole and bunker in. You know, you you are on the battlefield. There's no hiding place. There's you have to know how to fight. Mm-hmm. And you have to know you got to know who, who who's on your team. Not only that, you got to know that the more work you're looking to do, the more battles going to come. Yes. So I was just faced with a situation where, like, an easy way out right yes and it was like and this is how this was presented to me let me give you this i was given the parable of the man on the boat whose ship was sinking right and he's praying to god lord help me lord help me save me a search and rescue party comes by and says come on come get come on we're coming rescue he says no i'm i'm god's got me he's praying you know i I prayed to god he's going to help me right so then a couple days pass, another, another search and rescue mission come. They come to save him, right? And the guy says, uh, no, God, I prayed to God. God's coming to help me. The man eventually passes away. And when he gets to heaven, he says, uh, God, then why didn't you come? And God says, well, I sent two search and rescue missions. You didn't take them. This is the parable that is given to me before this presentation, right? I told you I'm in the wilderness, right? And I know what God has for me is serious because this spiritual warfare started young as a little girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that it started because my biggest problem is I just want to love. 
You know what I'm saying? I think I have the problem with a lot of women. I just want to love. You know what I'm saying? And I just pour myself so fully in you to men. I, I just pour myself. I just I just want to love. You know what I'm saying? And um, so it's it's no secret that that's my biggest temptation. You know what I'm saying? So hey, I've got it come to me like with you know, a beautiful face and big muscles. And I'm like, nope, that's a distraction. That's temptation. Got over that. You know, <laughs> I've had it coming so many times. Oh, oh, look at this. Yes. Oh, yes. Saved? Oh, nope, nope, nope. That's not it. That's not it, right? Mm -hmm. so recently, you know, I've been pit. I've been focusing on getting men that's familiar out of my life. You know, I can't, you know, my... um my son's father, you know, that's, he's, he's such an active dad. He's so, he's with my son all the time. So that's not something that, you know, that is something I'm still healing from as far as the mistakes I've made and we both made or whatever, but right. um, that's another story in itself, but <laughs> I have a, I have an ex that uh, just came back around. This is my high school sweetheart. I was engaged to him when I was like 17, 18, right? came back around and said hey look uh, I just got a promotion showed me his paperwork showed me his stuff he makes his bonus is my annual salary right so he's like hey come move to Ohio you and the kids come move to Ohio with me I got you you know the only thing you have to do is do the woman thing you know cook some eggs you know take care of this da 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 and it sounded so good. And that's the parable, God, the rescue boat. That was the preface to this conversation. Uh, right? And so I'm just like, I was like, well. This is the rescue boat. Exactly. And I was like, well, I said, that's something you're going to have to pray on. Yeah. Right? And he's like, why pray when I know I was sick? And see, that kind of logic, he's the original. You heard the term F-boy. He was the, he's the original F boy, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, and I'm sitting here like, God, what? And that whole parable just come, like, is this that? Because right now I'm sleeping on my sister's floor. You know what I'm saying? Right now, like I'm going to work. I got a putt putt that cuts off. I paid $1,500 for a car. We know it's not going to last forever. You know, God, is this it? Because I haven't had a home in a year. Are you trying to tell me something? And, you know, so it messed with my mind to think that this is a way out. And I know financially, security wise, it's a good thing. He's great with my kids. You know what I'm saying? What else? Right. So like, it's like, I feel like I could go <gasps> at the same time. That's not God. Because I'm going through what I'm going through now, and I'm right here at that breakthrough. You know what I'm saying? So I know it wasn't because, you know, simple questions like if I would have said, ask God about it, it would have been a, hey, let's pray together on this. That's the type of response. That's the type of, I'm not, I'm not following no man anywhere. God, where am I following? I'm going to follow you to hell. No. <laughs> I can do that by myself. <laughs> exactly. So that's just how, that's yeah. just how conniving and that's just how like intricate the enemy is to like yes give me this, give me this olive branch give me this lifeboat am I gonna take it but where am I gonna end up I'm gonna be in this same position the worst three four years I can't do that 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. If God's not in it, I don't want no parts of it. And I, I, that, I mean, I can say you're, you're, you, you are learning a lot in your wilderness. Uh, and you definitely don't sound like you are in one. Because let me tell you, I cried a million times in, the, in that wilderness. It took me a long time to get to a point to say, I'm going to find joy today. Like, you know, my mom always says, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And I struggle because am I supposed to be glad the entire day? Like, did you not <laughs> what's going on? Did you hear? I thought I explained it to you in detail. Well, you're listening, woman. You know, like, this is my thought. But the honest truth is, yeah. And if you blink too hard or you concentrate too negatively on the wrong thing, then you're going to miss that joy today because it's there. You're going to miss that. Like nothing has stopped. Time hasn't stopped. Nothing has changed in your life right now. Nothing has changed in mine. But right this minute, we are giving all glory to God. We are fellowshipping. We're talking. And this is a joyful moment. This should carry you through the day. When you wake up and, you know, you're supposed to be laying in those extra 15 minutes. If you, we woke up and read that book, this is the most powerful part of the day. Yeah. So when all of these other things come about, they're not new, you know, and it's one thing where people are like, well, you know, you don't have the money to do it. Why well, don't have the money to do the last few projects? H- Hello. You know, I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, <laughs> are you traveling? You don't really have transportation that's reliable. Well, I didn't really have reliable transportation last time right you know so i'm not today that's not gonna punch me in my gut now do i feel like satan got some new moves and can kick me in the throat and the neck at the same time yes i do feel like some days he done caught up with me but that's your fault you should have been running gotta be prepared exactly there's no reason why you feel like satan caught you because you should be running if you feel like he got you and you that close, you need to speed up. Mm-hmm. And that's where, how are you chasing and getting caught? I like that. I need to write. You need to speed up. <laughs> you come on. This goes, and I look at all the games we played and all the things that we've done. It's so many revelations. Even playing tag. I don't get caught. Satan catch me? <laughs> right. Because you're not running. You're not hiding in the wings of the Lord. Like, where are, where are you? Mm-hmm. You had to be somewhere for him to catch you. You had right. to. He right. wasn't. Because you know what? When you are in that word and you are played up and stuff, yeah. like you, you identify it. Yes. Yes. You identify. If I have been in my word, altercations wouldn't even happen. Because I would have. I, I can see them. I know yeah. the difference. I know the difference. You know what I'm saying? And I'm telling myself, you need to get back in it. You need to get back in it. So yeah. that was cause to get me off kilter. Da, 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 da. That's not him. That's the enemy. Yes. And you better know you have one. And the enemy could use me just as well. You know what I'm saying? Just to because I could get I could get my feelings quick. Oh, quick. I could bring up something from 10 years ago. Quick. Just because it comes up and I'm mad about it. And that's what I, I, I'm famous for that, <laughs> you know? Right. I tell people, I, when I tell people, I'm like, yes, yeah, so I sat around and made myself mad today. 
Right. <laughs> yeah, I can I did it yesterday. I make I can and look. <laughs> you can hand me a spoon wrong and I'll think about a time for five years. Like I may I, I do that. I'm, I I can do that. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> well, the spoon example is very real for me because <laughs> do not touch what I'm playing. You didn't bring me a straw? I know all your orders at all the fact you didn't even get me a straw. Oh, see, you don't love me like I love you. Right. You know I don't I my teeth is sensitive. Like I can really Yes. And they throw in that acting portion. Oh man, you got a Broadway performance because somebody forgot a straw. So (laughs) I have I have full blown tantrums. Fall out, cry. I just can't function. I I, I do the most. And don't, and, let, don't let somebody tell you that your emotions is acting. Oh, how dare you? <laughs> yes. What are you talking about? Like how dare you? But I don't. I don't. Now, no matter how overacting I am, don't tell me. Do not tell me like, hey, that you're making a big deal out of nothing. It also how I feel is nothing. Completely not what the person said. Exactly. No, not at all. No, no. And you did not hear it that way. You want to switch this around <laughs> so you can justify your t- Why are you doing the most? All you had to do was say about it and end the situation. You are so talented. You can end this. You can end it. No matter how the other person perceives it, you have are done. When I say I am sorry, genuinely, and I'm praying to my Lord done told me, look, I'm not sending you not near another sign to tell you to go apologize. You know what you got to do. Right. When I do, I feel so much better. Now, the person might not, but that don't have nothing to do with me at all. I feel great doing the right thing. I understand that people don't have to forgive you just because you apologize, too. Right. Right. That's big for me, because when I apologize, I want it to be over with. I said I'm sorry. Yeah. I said sorry. I don't know why you're still sending me another text. You should have no feelings about it. We should just nope. go frolic in the sand. Like I said, sorry. That's it. Right. But people don't. But have we to know that it wouldn't work for us. <laughs> that would not work for us. Uh-oh. If somebody did something, they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry. You're sorry." I mean, no, it, we wouldn't be here at a sorry if you had thought about it. It's like because you, you know what? Thought. It's the principle. Yeah, I'm good for that. Considered, I, I'm big on prayer. You should have considered it before you did it. I wouldn't even done that because you know why? I have respect for you. When you uh, yeah. respect somebody, you're doing, doing the most. You're doing you're, the I've most. said this before. <laughs> you can <tell. laughs> I'm guilty of it. I am I am completely guilty of it. I am well aware of my situations and <laughs> I am definitely one that's gonna do the most. I'm coming to it. Um, understanding of myself that look, you doing way too much for no reason. Uh, These, I was I was called oh extra and I was like, duh. <laughs> right, right. And the crazy thing about it is that you're super dope. So no one's gonna know how dope you are because you have literally scared people for even wanting to interact with you. Now you're sitting somewhere alone wondering why you have no friends. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Many people who thought they would be friends with you, you done not return their call, didn't check up. You look horrible. 
and <laughs> started to look at myself and I was like, oh, I wouldn't mm. want to be my friend either. Right. You know, I, I did because once you start to get in that word and you understand you're supposed to imitate God, my God, if I ever called on you and you just did not answer me. So when someone calls my phone, I'm like, look, I'm asleep. Let me call you back. Is that the answer you want God to give you? I'm like, mm. how can I help you? Well, that's, like, that's deep, Miss Myra. You, 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 you farther than I am. Because I'm not ready for all that. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's hurtful. It does. Because the same people that you're there for, they might not ever be there for you. But that's not what this walk is about. It's not a tit for tat. It's not a TikTok where everything is just recorded as beautiful. It's not. This is a hard and hurtful um, situation. And then you say, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. What? <laughs> I don't know. It's two friends. I don't know what happened. Right? There's things that happen where God is like, but you trusting me. If you're trusting me, let me remove so-and-so. If you're trusting me, let me send so-and-so up the way, out of your way, because you can't focus. I'm like, but I didn't, I wanted him to stay. I wanted her to go. Like, you're not following what I'm trying to do here. I, I would have followed, uh, like, you do not, I've loved my son's father since I was 18. I would have followed him into a mud hut, okay? God. God had to end it, and I was blaming him for years, like, oh, he did this, he did that, and I had to realize, no, it's your fault for allowing stuff, it's your fault for giving this, this standard that you couldn't keep up with, it's your fault for making it seem like you were someone that you weren't, it's your yeah. fault for not having boundaries, it's your fault for not bringing yeah. God into the relationship sooner, you know what I'm saying? It's yep. your fault for turning a season into a life. Like, there's so many things that were my fault that I couldn't even fault him. You know what I'm saying? And then I made this man my idol. And God's not going to have that in no sense of the word. So really, nope. it was my fault because I knew better. I knew better. Let me tell you something. You're talking about you not, man, you are more mature spiritually than you realize. Because the one thing that I struggled with was the blame game. Because I, everybody in my situation in my life was 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 a distraction sent by the devil. <laughs> you know, did nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. May God, when I say God was like break, 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 yeah. like everything had to get broken because my what? mind, I was so selfish and so such a brat. That oh, my fault? No, no boundaries. No, you, you, you should have known. Yeah, I yeah. had to take account because at first I was like, "You, oh, he was older than me. He knew better." Da, da, da. He might. I, I, I did that. You know, but the thing is, like, and and the reason why I had to take accountability is because people are drawn to you because of what you know. what I'm saying so. Sometimes I do draw broken people and somebody oh you draw people that you like and this not all the time a lot of times opposites attract so sometimes it's god in me even if i'm not admitting god sometimes even if i'm not intentionally sometimes it's still who i am that's that's the core of who i am so sometimes people look come people are drawn to me because of that and if i don't allow god to show 
and I don't, I don't, I don't follow God and I don't do, I really did a disservice because I think that some people that was put in my life, I was supposed to introduce them to God or I was supposed to teach them about the way and I failed my mission. And not only are you failing your mission, you're doing yourself a disservice. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't know the difference between, you don't know the difference between friends and assignments. Woo! Let me tell you, I delivered that same message. Yes. Be very, very careful because our flesh is not that far from our heart. And I tried to tell people that, that we can, without training, without a journey, coach, a companion, whatever you want to say, without fellowship friends who are struggling and honest. And that's what, that's what this is, where we can sit and be like, girl, been there, done that. But that's, that's so real. That's completely real, where you would be like, is this an assignment or is this my mind? Like... <laughs> Well, God wouldn't send a man for me to be his assignment because <laughs> he would send him to another man. So this exactly. must be my man that God has sent. And you hear so many things where it's like, you know, Satan knows the word. So you meeting this man who knows just as much word as you do, if not more. And he's putting things into your head and, and it's legit. It's true. And but see, That's going to be the next. I know that that's going to come. You know what I'm saying? Because now my, right now my filter is he got to be saved. That's my filter. Like he got to love Jesus. So, so that that's become my filter. So I will tell you this. I will tell you this. And this hopefully will help calm your spirit. <laughs> when you are a worker in the kingdom. Let's see. I'm talking about work, like like let's let's take it back to like the job that you have now, a nine to five customers, like whatever you just started, like right out of train. That excitement ain't nothing distracting you. I don't stay out late on a Wednesday because I gotta get up in the morning, go out on Thursday. I know that's right. That's why I wanna. But when you start doing that job for some years, you realize I can do this job. Sleep? Oh, I'm going out Wednesday night. Because when I get there fast, I can nod off a little bit, mess up a little bit, go to the... You start to learn the tricks. When you're starting to do tricks in the kingdom, there's a problem with you. There will be, if you keep that same energy to work in the kingdom, that man is not going to be your distraction. He'll be the least of your concern because there's so much work in the kingdom that by the time you look, he's going to be right there next to you working. So you're going to be like, oh, let's get it. That's how I... Yes. Mm, okay. I'm not looking. I'm not. Of course, your heart waits, you know, patiently. And you still put your petition out like, God, don't, Lord, don't forget me. Oh, you. You. you know, I'm looking for a man. You know, like, but the honest truth is, do your part. He got the rest. So when I'm sitting there, like, I could do fellowship talk this week, or I can go hang out with my friend, I- I'm doing mm. fellowship talk. I'm yes. going to have to see my friend another time or he's going to have to catch up to where I am and maybe he'll be on fellowship talk. I don't care either way because I got something to do for the kingdom. I got to go to work. Can't hang out tonight. Got to go to work in the morning. When I has huge your production. I pray for some saved friends. Mm. God used your ministry. Uh, I met Bree and I met her friend. 
She's so awesome. I listen. I'm sorry. <laughs> three weeks ago, we we went out. We did something. We went to a vision board party. Ooh. And when I tell you afterwards, we went back to her house. They're so talented and smart, and we worshiped the Lord until three in the morning, singing old school songs. Juanita Pictures. We went back, and it was just I've never had that type of anything. You know what I'm saying? So I'm praying, and then I realized, you know what? You know why I haven't been an actor yet because. I want my work to speak for God, right? Yes. So here, here this comes. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, and it's faith-based. Thank you, Lord, right? And it's <laughs> turning into a multitude of activities. I'm like, God, I thank you. Like, Yes. 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 And the thing <laughs> is, is that, you know, where I am in life, I can do that. And, you know, if you're in a heavy committed relationship because committed relationships have levels to this thing. Oh my God, yes. But when you in a relationship, staying out to 3 a.m. is not optional. You got to be home. Mm-hmm. You know, when and, and telling this man who has his own baggage and hurt, I was out to 3 a.m. praising the Lord, might not really cut it. Mm-hmm. There's some work I have to do in the kingdom that maybe you'll like it, maybe you won't. Stick around and find out, but I got to go. I know I'm not playing. Oh, yes. I'm around. Yes. I've done that already. I've called out of my kingdom work. I've, I've, I've taken a leave of absence. I've done all the things that I could do at a nine to five. Right now, right. I, I, there's no more vacation time. I, I, I don't need a mm. piece of When I do, I'll ask mm. the Lord. I've never know. even thought about kingdom work in that aspect. That's no! That's a whole other level. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, I'm thinking about spare time, free time, this time, but man, that's deep. Yeah, because if you put it, if you line it up like that and make it make sense, it's like, are you a great worker? How do, how how are you rated? What is your do your own evaluation? I remember when I was a manager at one of the jobs, and you used to have to do a um, evaluate your, your 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 team member. So I'm the one that has to do it, and I used to tell them to do it themselves. I'll sign it and I'll write the comments, but I want you to do it yourself. I want you to answer one through five. Your punctuality. They're, hard, they're probably harder on themselves than you would be. They are. They are. I mean, then you have the one that's really not. But for the most part, they are. <laughs> oh, I do everything right. Honey, you right. Right every day. Right. But can you say the same for the kingdom? And I can definitely say no. Mm-hmm. Punctuality. You know how many times I miss? How your boss got to call you? How, how, how they got to call you? You should have been clocked in. Mm. There's no reason God got to look for you when you should have been here. There's some things that I look at differently now, and I'm like, why are you crying asking God why? Did you read the manual? I'll tell you why. Where are you? Read the manual. He'll tell you where he is. There's nothing that I can sit and say I don't understand when I relate it to a job like this. And I do. I have different parables and things that I sit back and I look at, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, not, I could do better. <laughs> Absolutely. We do. 
And when you sit and you beat yourself up or you look at yourself for change, that's when you understand the grace, the mercy. Grace. That you're referring to that you want. Do you have that for the kingdom? Can you share that with a man? And sometimes I'm like, "Mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm." (laughs) I'm not ready to sit and have this patience with your mess. That the man's gonna come with mess. He has to. He's human. That's what what I talk to people, and they're like, "I'm looking for a man that ain't got no mess." Well, baby, (laughs) you gonna find you a robot? Like, (laughs) where you building a man? Because he's not from God. If a man come and he don't have no, that's not human. Yeah, we have say it like that, like. I'm nowhere near where I want to be in God to where I'm ready to share that or even answer to anybody else or, you know, I'm not, I'm not there in my walk yet. You know, when you think about in a relationship, you want, I want him to be thinking about me all day. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm not ready to split that time yet. Cause I'm just. And I, I do, but see, the thing is, is that you're going to equally meet that man who's like, nah, I'm chasing after God, and I'm chasing, he chasing, and we do that. Hey. Right. Like, we realize right. we're on the same goal. You're not running chasing your baby mama. You're not running chasing the new girl who is around the corner. I don't have time to go chase her. I don't have time to go find out who you texting in the middle. I don't have time. That's so exhausting. I'm trying to roll over and this man is in his Bible. You heard? Because, babe, I'm up tonight. I I, I, I can't talk to you right now. You notice my prayer hour. Something different. Yes. And until I see a difference, I'm not really that interested. (laughs) Once I stop, though, and I take this leave of absence from the kingdom and go play and go do follow the prodigal son type story. When I'm out there, then I start to see myself adjust. Well, he got a baby mama. We got to deal with this. He don't have a, he don't have that. But I'll we'll be none of that scripture. No. Where are you? So you don't have to worry. It's not a situation where you have to worry. I do trust God enough to know that when it happens, it's going to be that double take like, praise God. Me chasing after God. Hold on. Yeah. The place that we're in with him, either me and him going to be holding hands, running, chasing after God, or he's going to be ahead of me. He's going to lead like he's going to be there. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> woman. Well, I'm, you know, on the side, you know, tripping the women next to him. Like, ah, you know, I got to put But she running the way too close. She running so close. <laughs> it's going to be fun. It's going to be relaxing. It's going to be the day that the Lord has made. Yes. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I don't, I no longer fear. Because I have had that. Don't get me wrong. I mean... I, 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 who doesn't want that companion? But I want—I don't want that companion again. I want the companion. I want the man. I want the one you have yes. with me. And I don't want to rush it because God, if you are not done making him who he's supposed to be, 
Lord knows I don't know how to do my I know I'm not where I want to be either. Like, not yet. I know I'm not <laughs> there because I just feel like I'm not who I need to be yet. Right. Because this person is so wonderful. Right. I still got some stuff to do. You know what I'm saying? Right. To even be worthy in that sense. You know, like, because right. God's not going to bring me nothing weird. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and the thing is, is when it starts to settle in your mind, yeah. And people, and people do. People sit and tell me, like, "Hey, Lamai, did you pray about it?" Not this time because I'm familiar with this behavior. It's a hard no. I can say no to a lot of it. I don't need another confirmation. <laughs> yeah, I just, I need to digest it because my brain knows yes. it. But you digested this. I can tell. Yes. You. That's what. Yes. Oh. Now, do I get? Are we gonna get tricked? Read the man yes. in the handbook that we have for the job, and tell <laughs> you that there's gonna be some sheep looking. That's what it is. It's the handbook. That's the handbook. It's, it's we have work. It's the handbook. You go read. You, you you know the handbook the jobs give us that we put underneath the bed. Yes, our employee handbook <laughs> that we just don't want to read. I just, I just wrote that down too. That's we only read it when something come up, and yeah. it's usually all we want to talk about is the paycheck and the video. <laughs> Where do I file a complaint? Yes, <laughs> I was just reading my handbook, and I found out it said. Uh, you know, because they didn't improve my time off request for Monday, right? So I went in the handbook, uh, uh, and it said, so I'm going to take a half day Monday so we could do the recording, right? But okay. it said, uh, they will never question you about sick time. That's in the company policy. Like, you don't have to tell them, it just, I don't feel good. Or you don't even have to say that, just... I need to take the rest of the day of sick time. You don't have to ask permission per se. That's the. So I, I went through the company handbook. <laughs> the, the reason why I am familiar with that because I do talk to different people and I let them know take a mental day. Sometimes from your job, you need a mental day. If oh, you yeah. get to that point, then yes, it's nothing wrong with it. If you're not feeling, I know people who used to come to work dragging sick oh, and i'm like why you're not going to be productive here you're not going to be productive today or tomorrow right Go home you know i, I believe in mental health days the jobs jobs do that jobs let you know who can afford to have a job that they are using as a constant yeah now become a no yeah even my even my kids if they don't if they just, mom, I really just don't want to go to school. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't let it get excessive. You know what I'm saying? But every now and then, okay, you can stay home because I, why not? Sometimes kids need that mental health day too. You know, because yep. it's a lot going. They got to deal with some crazy stuff at school. Right. I, you know, I, I mean, I remember just being okay that minds are there. Like, who oh, are they in school? I'm good. Nah, I look at, again, the grace and mercy that we have, the glory to God we give, the praise, and I, like all of that is so real because how many days you just push your kid on a school bus? Right. And he comes home, you never think nothing of it. There's exactly. some parents who cannot say the same. Exactly. 
you know, who did my kids didn't experience this or didn't experience that. And you hear other kids stories that's like, what, what school did you go to? You know, but the honest truth is it could be your school. It could be any school. Where are the prayers? Where are you? What are you doing? And if you're sitting in the kingdom, if you're sitting at work, twirling your fingers, looking and thinking of how you can get a man tonight at so-and-so juke joint, uh, this is how we're feeling. This is what's wrong. Get there, do the work, and trust me that despite what we have seen, there's a lot of men in the kingdom. Yes. It's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. But baby, you got to get to work. To <laughs> <laughs> right. If you stop going to the pool hall <laughs> and, and go to the kingdom, you might find him. Yes. And I tell people, a lot of times when I did go out to just, you know, be, be available, I'll say mm-hmm. nicely, you know, to meet people and stuff. You you hear it now, and it's kind of like, how did that work for you? Right. Really? Right. So the best thing for me was to get busy, do things. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you just bumped up and met, met Brie through this. So yeah. who's to say that through Brie and her connects and somebody else at your church and you connect and meet him, the him? Yeah. You just don't know. You just be determined to say, all I'm going to do is do what I'm supposed to do and chase after God. Now, what happens while I'm chasing? Hey, you know, hey. you know, God be showing me favors. So, you know, <laughs> there's no reason to worry. And I have had so many people talk about their fears and their worries about I'm going to be alone forever. I'm like, when you say those things, when you say anything to me, follow it up with scripture. And if you because the scripture don't say nothing like that. Oh, thank God it don't. Yes, definitely. And that's what I tell people when people are like, I'll never have this or I can never do this. And I tell them what scripture backs that up. Because it would be as dumb to say, I'm going to say something positive. I'll never have another trial. What scripture backs that up? You know what is getting to me where they say uh, God gives the toughest battles to the strongest soldiers or whatever. There's like talking stuff like that. And they're like me calling God talking about, oh, don't choose me for the battles. And I'm like, that's so ignorant. <laughs> so ignorant. So you don't want to grow. You don't want to become better. You don't want more. But like that, I can't stand it. Everybody's doing it. Like, Lord, I don't want to be one of the soldiers this year. What? So you want to be in the same place you was last year? That, that's so weird to me. People don't understand their job. And and again, let's go back to the nine to five. You don't already know when we don't have a job. We apply for everything. everything. <laughs> and there are those jobs that we know we don't qualify, but just in case they like something, I can get. If I get an interview, I'm in there. That's all I need is give me an interview. Right. I, and I'm going to show and prove the rest. That means you're telling somebody, mm, you hire me. Don't even know it. Huh? 
hire me and I can guarantee I'm going to learn this position. I'm Excel. That's what you just told this hiring recruiter. Now, you done got this job and you in the kingdom. Now, you, we're showing you what you have to do at this job you asked for. Mm -hmm. oh, God. Now, you mad. How? Mm. You don't want to do the training. You said anything. Remember at the interview when you said, I'm willing to do anything. That I'm willing to take on extra assignments. I did it at the last job. I'd be more than I'm available for overtime. <laughs> but we record you. You act like sending us the voicemail. We know when you send us the voicemail. Right, right. But you ask for this. So when I do, like people like, I, I wish I could show you my text message. I have to, all my text messages start with, I know you up. <laughs> the one too long, be like, look, I know you're awake. Don't play with me. It's two o'clock in the morning. I know you are praying. I need you to pray for me with this situation. They know me. No, that's right. But it's six in the afternoon, six in the morning, seven. It does not matter. People text. And I tell people, mm. if you call me and I don't answer, send me your text. Send me your prayer request. It's even better. You want to tell the whole story? Type it out. That's your business. You can just simply like, pray for me and my kid. Period. I'm on it. Because that's my job. And it's like working at any job. Here's a new file. Okay. Anybody uh, 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 ask you to, uh, none of that you said you was going to do at the interview. You didn't say you was going to give me a job. Can you imagine you hiring? And I'm telling you, Shereen, if I, you hire me, girl, if you ask me more than three things, I, I'm, I'm going to have a whole attitude. You'll be like, I'm not hiring you. Yeah, because you, your, your whole thing is already entitled. Why would I? Right. So when, I, when God says, I'm not giving you a man this season, all I need you to do is intercess and pray. Mm. Why you got an attitude? You're the one that applied for the job. Right. This is what it is. When we got to do that probation, 90-day probation, you can't take no time off, and we still say, okay, I'm going to get. You should have said, I don't want to work here. Right. And I'd like to take day 15 off. You I said I could work independently, but now I tell you I have to be part of a team. <laughs> that was a good example. <laughs> if, you, if you don't put me in a team, I'm not happy. Right. Oh, man, you got to work independently this week. Right. This semester. <laughs> right. Right. Now, you, now you're starting to get it. I see it. I see it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and now when you sit at your desk or when you go to work, you're going to be looking at people like, she didn't even know. Okay. Right. <laughs> and I do. I sit and I giggle because now you're going to be like, she lied to the hiring recruiter. Mm -mm. <laughs> right. Mm -mm. Wait, they when we hire people and I've been on the high, I've been the one hired. On and, sides. Yeah. And, and you look at the people that you hired. They didn't tell you, oh, I'm liable to cuss everybody out up in here and flip tables and stuff. And, oh, trust me, we all remember who hired someone. So remember that was the one you wanted? Mm. Oh, I've had that happen. Yeah. Oh, oh, your girl didn't come in today. Right, on a Monday. Mm. Yeah, your girl. Yeah, your girl. Uh, so uh, who's going to cover that four to ten? Because, you know, that was the girl that you wanted, you know. <laughs> Right. Then you try to call, hey, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to be able to get it? Are you running away? Can you at least call us and tell us? Right. Now you're dodging my call. She's but you this job. Me. Right. Right. 
Well, then. <laughs> you like the benefits. You like all of this. But the last job was kind of fun. Too. See, now you're starting to do what you did not tell us you would do mm-hmm. at this job. And that's why I've even had people ask, are you looking for other jobs? Have you, have you started? And I'm like, what is that question about? But now I understand. Are you just sitting up here looking for a just over broke position? Or are you looking to be in a position? Right. So when you're in the kingdom, you're like, all right, God, because this is our conversation, our prayer. I'm here for uh, longevity. So I want eternal exactly exactly and we do we tell god all these things like oh god i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do that are you right and he tells you read the menu you will have a constant enemy trying to trick you up chasing you down hunting you praying p-r-e-y on you you say that's fine god long as you got me i and uh, it, it, it's nothing. He, it, Satan can blow on somebody. And, oh, <laughs> what happened to you? <laughs> well, we just hired you in. So, right. so there has to be someone. Like, I, 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 can you even get to the up training portion? Because the next phase is even better. This kid yeah. has this new hire. That's you remember funny. that. You remember that training sucks. Yeah. And they would tell you, if you get it to the floor, it's so much easier. I, You know what's funny, Miss Myra? I just finished. I got hired. Remember, I told you we had to change the production. Uh, from, I got hired in August, August nice. 15th. And we had training a little bit, then go on the floor. Then come back for training, go on the floor. Yeah. Yesterday, I just finished new hire. So I'm no longer a new hire after six <laughs> months, right? Five, six months. So when you say training sucks, now this is the good part. That's what I'm going. That's the phase that I'm going into, right? Yes. So like, yeah. If if training at that job that doesn't require any of this stuff mm-hmm. is six months, how can I expect? You said something. How can how can I expect this to be all fast and oh I got it and uh, it can't. Yeah. It's can't. And you have to understand that your job at the training here on earth, this earthly job, takes care of, I don't know, maybe local stuff, nationwide, even global. What we're praying for, our work doesn't cover just that. Our work is covering the universe. Praying that an asteroid don't come down and t- wipe us out. We're praying that the planets stay where they are supposed to. We are working. Our mm. prayers, I need the intercessor prayer warriors to do their job. Yes. I need the soldiers who are out here fighting demons, slaying demons with the word to continue to do their job. Yes. I don't need nobody pouting mm-hmm. on my behalf. So guess mm-hmm. what I'm going to do? On your behalf, not pout, mm-hmm. not be frustrated, not irritated. Because sooner, let me tell you something. I feel frustrated. I feel irritated. I'm on the phone with my mom. I'm like, girl, something that came up. I done caught, I done caught something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we get immediately, my mother's like, well, you want to fast? I'm like, whoa, 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 slow down. <laughs> Can we back up to a prayer? 
my mom, she's my spiritual warfare. She already knows. She already knows. She already knows. My best friend. You you have to have those people. Mm-hmm. And as much as people are like, you know, I just, you know, I just need God and I just need the Father. I'm like, that's awesome. I need a prayer partner. This is a lonely, cold world. I need someone. I, I love the fact you and Bree hook up. Bree is so dope. You know, so when you can sit and say, all right, I'm calling on God for the both of us, girl. We're going to touch and agree or, and see how things move. That's where I was supposed to go last night. And I was like, girls, I ended up at church. They was like, praise God. You know, my other friends have been like, you stood us up to go to, you know, but God out all my, like everybody that I've, I've associated with, like I was feeling lonely, <laughs> lonely, like what? I don't have no friends. I don't have, hey, look, what's going on? It's just me and the kids, right? So yeah, they call and check on me and hey girl, we going to cook tonight or let's do this or, you know, so it's like. And it's important because look at it and you have to look at it as, again, back to the nine to five. Who wants to work eight hours alone and not speak to anybody? But the reality is at this eight hour job, have you made it clear that you would like someone to say good morning? I mean, I know for me, I prefer to come in. I say good morning to the group. But I got that one girl that's like, hey, girl. I'm like, hey. That one, do are you that person? Can no, say Angel tears of joy. What you coming looking like that for today? You look good. You know? <laughs> it's like morning. It's like, uh, right. Who are you? What are you doing at the job? In right. the kingdom. Right. Now let's talk about in the kingdom. Are you that person that people can say, oh, I know I'm not gonna say I am all the time for everybody, but those who do know me. They sit and they be like, oh, I'm texting Lamira. I'm texting Miss Lamira. Because I'm in the, I think my son, I think they're just now getting you. I think they're just not realizing like, oh, she's serious about this. You know, so I have, you know, I have like the select two or three people. Hey, pray for me. Uh, actually, my mom started texting me with that. So Shereen, pray for me. I'm doing this tonight. And for my mom to say that, it's kind of like, it feels weird. But actually, no, actually, a couple of people are like, hey, pray for me for this. Pray for me. But it's sporadic. But I think most people are like, oh, so she has, because I'm usually random. I'll be like, oh, I'm starting this diet. Or I'm starting this. I'm starting this. And I, I'll do it for a little bit, and then that's it, right? I'll do it for, like, a month or two. But this is consistent. Like, they're like, when I say something, they're like, hey, guess what? Da-da-da-da. And I'm like, praise God. And they're like, what? <laughs> they're getting used to it, you know what I'm saying? Because it went from, I know that's right, to praise yeah. God. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. You know? So, like, that's just, <laughs> I think, you know, I think they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, for me, I think it's important to, to be that person because people need to understand I have at least one. And that's why I, I said, you know what, I want Rockin' 757. I want fellowship. So I want us to realize so other people can know. There's an in-between. We are the in-between. I, I, I will be your companion. I will be your friend. 
I understand every assignment ain't for you to go looking at and ooh and stop it. (laughs) I know that there are some people struggling because they don't know what you just found out. You know, simple as as I'm the five where I'm like, yo, this is easy for me. But this has now just blessed your whole soul. It has been like I just I feel like a as far as that relationship thing is just like I can't it's like a settle you know yeah like a I am cool where I am now I would rather you know let's go back to the nine to five you know how you mess up at work they got this little thing called pink slip or yeah. she when you gotta sign it, they want you to sign your name so we talk to you, little written notice type uh, little, yeah. little verbal. I would rather do that than to start my training again. I know that's right. Slip, fall, make a mistake. That's fine. We call grace and mercy. Them papers, hmm. that's grace and mercy. And I tell people, you never, for me, I've been on a job, I've had serpent. I'm like, put them in two folders. I don't care. You know, whatever. But the reality is, they never bring it back up. After you have that probationary, because you have went so far now that we had to put you on probation because you just think calling out on Fridays and Mondays works for you, but not for the the department. Right. Now you want to wait and you're looking at losing your job. Now you want to get right. There's some training. This is part of the process. It's not a happy feeling when your homegirl's like, hey, we going out of town. Can't go. I'm losing my job. Now you got it. (laughs) Ding. You got it now. It's the same way as how God works as far as the kingdom. Yeah. It's not a punishment. We got to teach you something. Just like your kid who want to be in the cookie jar. Now, when I pour hot sauce on the cookies and you take them at 3 a.m., that'd be the last time to stick your hand in the cookie jar. You got to learn something. And some children like me are more rebellious than others. Because I like hot sauce. Put hot sauce on cookies if you want to. I'm going to eat them. Okay. Now, when I stop buying cookies, now what? Because that's the type of child I am. You can't just tell me. No, I got to know why. I got to know why you think that's okay. I, I need all of it. And you have to understand, God's like, I don't have to do that. Can you imagine your son telling you right now, I need to know why I got to eat breakfast because I put it on the table? That's the same way with me asking your father why you ain't because I didn't. Why am I going? Because you are. All of these things you start to hear and realize, yo, this is my father. This is my heavenly father. So when people like, you're not going, nah, my daddy said no. Daddy said that ain't what I can do anymore. Right. There's some things I can still do. We definitely, we girl, we, we get them bones out. We play dominoes. We play spades. There's no alcohol for me. I, I don't drink. But at the end of the day, I still like to have fun. We can still open the book. We can still talk about scripture. And that was why fellowship talk was important to me. Because you can talk about God in any aspect. Uh-huh. Any place he comes to you wherever you are. So, and and that was one of the things I'm like, you know what? Everybody doesn't have to be at my house. Everyone doesn't have to come here because God's not just here. He's there. He's here. We can go anywhere and do this. And that was the important thing about it because 
I'm so happy. I he protected me at the club and the cab where I fell asleep. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> plenty of heydays when I sat back and started to think about when people sit and talk about. I just thank God for waking me up this morning. Me too, because I sure don't know how I got here. Right, right. <laughs> I woke up in my bed on many a mornings like, <laughs> how did I even? Praise God. <laughs> Wake up. I'm happy I'm home. Hello. That's someone so let me put let me put the dummy. <laughs> let me put the dummy on. Just thinking of the <laughs> stupid stuff I used to do, like, oh my God. You know, even even as a youngster, like, man, my mom's prayers really went through because some of the stuff I was doing in high school was I was a wild boy. <laughs> that was wild. You know, like yes. When you, I got chased by some Jamaicans one time. I'm like 16. I don't even know these people. I'm with people I ain't got no business with. They stealing stuff from drug dealers. Like and we check. It, it's like a movie set. Like it's a it's a movie. And we chase through the like. I always think about that. Like yo, that could have been it. Right. These people I'm with don't even know my full name. And what was worse for me is that I know my mother, and I know my father. Like I know them. Mm-hmm. One thing when you know, there is nothing you could have told my mother that story and she would have believed it. There's nothing that says, well, Lamira did X. If my mother knew the things that I did and it would have ended bad, my mother would still be fighting for the truth. That's how bad things were. Like, I was rebellious. I was out good on the inside. So, but that behavior doesn't change. I mm-hmm. know how. If, if God I, was, I'm, I'm stupid rebellious. Like it if just, God was no a person, like human person, I can go and put a face on and front and praise him and leave. See, that's how people use the church. I'm going to go see God. I'm going to praise and worship. As soon as I leave here, I'm going to spark up, drink up, do my thing, lay up. God, he's still there. Like we, it took a minute to realize. Nah, see, yeah, I even still, I could, I don't, I feel weird. Like, I mean, I know, I know you've got to ask for forgiveness or whatever, but I, I just feel, I don't know, I feel weird being in church. Now, like, oh my God, I did this. Yeah, I don't even feel right shouting it. Like, that's what people tell me. People like, I don't go to church. It's a bunch of hypocrites. Well, where are they supposed to go? Duh. That's the So <laughs> I think this is a great example of where you're supposed to go. I, I mean, if, if you broke your arm, you would go to the hospital. Right. My spirit is broken or my spirit is broken, broken and hurt and 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 you know, that's yes. for everybody, you know, like there's so many people, so many people going through different addictions and different areas. It's not just for drug addicts. It's not just for, sometimes people have just been like really hurt and really abused and just, they just hurt. That's it. And they get to a point where for me, like I said, it was, it's my mother, but so many people don't have that or they don't have a mother like mine. Who is helping you along this journey? Who is sitting with you? Like what's going on? I know, I know for a fact, if I didn't have the mother I did, 
I'm so rebellious. I had to have someone that strict, <laughs> you know, right. you know, uh, you know, prayer oil dripping down us on the way to school. Like, come on, like, I don't want all this prayer oil on me, trying to rub it into your edges and stuff. Like, you know, my mom, I was looking over my shoulder at 18, 19. My parents played no games, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, I used to let my boyfriends use my car. They went high speed chases and pull a car. My parents, my parents were like that, you know. My parents played no games. And if I didn't have the parents I had, like I was still, I still got out there, but and then this is how I lied to myself too. Even though I was like out there, I didn't think I was out there, out there because I wasn't like what everybody else was. But for me and where I come from, oh yeah, I had fallen off. You know, I'm in the grass. I'm not even on the road. You know, exactly. but I'm looking at everybody else and they like swimming in the ocean somewhere. So I feel still feel well, I'm still I'm not there. But you know, so that's that bad. Right. That's the trick though. That's the trick. Right. I'm not that bad. But when you compare it like, oh well, I didn't have this drug problem. I, I did this and I partied, but it wasn't that bad. Yeah, but it was. You still did it. Like, and that's right. that's the principle that, hey, you actually did it though. Like, who does that? <laughs> you know, like exactly. Exactly. The morals and, and value, like the morality of it, like, hey, but you did it. You know, doesn't matter how much, doesn't, and I think learning that sins are equal for real. So you can I don't say just me doing this one time doesn't make it any better than you doing something else a lot of time like we were both sinners so yes you know I think that's the realization and I think I still have to come to it like I still have to humble myself a lot because I was reading about the how the Pharisees are and they try oh I don't do this and I don't do this and I don't do this but yet they still don't have that relationship because they're glorifying themselves and not God yes. you know so I think I have to come to grips with that because I like to think that I'm always right and I got stuff figured out. But in reality, I don't. You know? I think when you, for me, I, I, I smile because I hear me completely and I'm like, <laughs> but I am always right. <laughs> but the reality is when, when you get into that relationship with God, and can have that full understanding of what we're doing, let me back up before I get there. When we think of our man, we think of sharing this thing. Like, mm -hmm. and I ain't gotta go to the, I ain't gotta pump, I ain't gotta pump gas. Even if oh. I just have that Jesus, let him get out and pump it. Like, just, just help me. Right. That's all I'm looking for is just one person that I can love and he looks good and he, I'm just, Jesus, just help me. Send me up. Send me help. Mm -hmm. Send it. You know, like, I, I, I'm not ready, but who will I be ready? Like, you know, these are the things that I'm sending up. Like, these are the petitions when the reality is when it comes down to your relationship with God. And you're like, God help me. And he's like, I have. And you're like, I got the answer. That's where you messed up. Because if God didn't send it, I don't have to think about this. Mm -hmm. I have the help. 
when I sit and I'm like, oh God, I got to do fellowship talk. Oh God, what if what if the person isn't there? Or what if I don't have anybody? What if what if the camera goes? Just show up. Mm-hmm. Your partner has stepped in and done the rest. Right. He has moved your heart to go do what you had to do. We done learned. So God has showed up and did the. I didn't have to do anything but come on the Zoom. Right. Right. That's your partner. Yeah. Don't think you're not ready for love. How do I know? Because I know how to share my work. Yes. I have to sit and pray. If I got a hundred prayer requests that came, guess what? Guess who getting fifty? <laughs> I'm like Shereen. These you can split them up with Bree. You can split them up with. Oh, yeah, that's right. No, but you are responsible for these fifty. I got. I can do these. You find the help. Yeah. And when the only thing we're going to do is do what we do, mm-hmm. pray, leave it at the altar, because the other person don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to head it and quit it. Mm-hmm. They don't know. We do them. We know all I got to do is pray about this once and leave this alone. And they like, no, because I don't know what to do for yeah, yeah, oh. But if you, if you pray, I mean, I'm not saying that's like, okay, so I was I was talking to somebody about my situation, like, hey, I'm I'm you know at my sister's house, I'm living with family and stuff and third, and they're like, oh, but you're not actively working on it, you're not this, you're not that, and I'm like, no, because sometimes we have to be okay. Like once I prayed about it, I prayed about it, prayed about it, prayed about it, I prayed about it for months. I was crying for months. I'm listening to Joyce Meyer, TD Jakes every day. Listen to this, listen to that. But one thing I got from it. And the most important thing I got from that was to worship while you're going through. Yes. So I've walked through this house crying and everything, three o'clock, four. That's my best time to worship, really. Middle of the night when I wake up. Oh, I love it. Because nobody else is up. The, the witching hours. Yeah, that's what I've heard. But I can't. It's I, And I've had insomnia. I had insomnia for like two weeks. And it was just like. I, I, it was like I kept getting on my phone and stuff like that. And then I was like, pray. You know what I'm saying? So, like, the last week, I've been getting some sleep. Um, but, yeah, like, worship through the time that you're going through. And then sometimes you have to understand that, you know, this is a season. So I have to make sure that I'm in line because when the harvest does come, I want to make sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. And then I have to make sure that I'm like I said, like I have peace in the season and yeah. it's more so about me recognizing distractions, checking myself because I'm not all the way, but you know what I'm saying? Like with, okay, I want another car. And I was just saying, you know what, if I can't, my, I've, I've kept a dirty car. I am, I'm not, I've learned to not be ashamed because I'm, Hey, look, this is just, this is me. This is my issue. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But it's like, you know what? I think a lot of stuff was, I don't want to say taking God removed a lot of stuff from me because I wasn't taking care of it. Do you know what I'm saying? And then I was crying like, Oh my God, I lost everything. I lost my job. Da, 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 da. I never knew what poverty was. I never knew what having to go without a light. And like I was the electric, I mean, uh, the water got cut off for a day before my paycheck one time. This is 2003. I cried. Oh my God, the water's off for a day. I ain't know about the little screw on thing. I ain't know you could turn it on. I ain't know none of that a couple years ago. Okay. So, <laughs> Thinking from that to like, okay, make a way. A lot of stuff that I've learned, I have to take and try like, okay, this is going to prepare me for where I'm going. Yeah. Okay. So 
So whatever I'm in this season right here is to prepare me, recognizing these different uh, things coming my way, you know, meeting who I have to meet, going through what I have to go through financially. You know what I'm saying? I just got a garnishment. It rocked my world. I'm like, oh my God, okay, God. I've been having filed bankruptcy on my plate for months, right? And I'd be like, oh, it's a new me. So we're going to start with new credit. But I didn't move my butt fast enough. So I got one. And I'm like, okay, that's 500 is over. I'm going to do it. I just got another one. Now they know I got a job for the first time. And they're going to try to keep coming. So I got to do this now, right? So Mm -hmm. God put fire. But this is certain stuff that I have to get right. Because what if I did find a place last month? Or if I'm moving off of what? people told me because I'm, I'm, I'm in the wilderness so I, I know where I'm at and I trust that when it happens I know they say oh well faith without works is dead yeah true but at the same time you also have to understand that sometimes God puts you in a place for a reason and I know I'm not done learning what I gotta learn because guess what there's still junk in my car guess what there's still piles of clothes over here I had that I, my baby father helped me clean up if that's not embarrassing you know what I'm saying but I know where I'm at and I can't keep a house. You know what I'm saying? So how God going to bless me with a house if I can't even keep a living room clean? You know what I'm saying? So I know where I'm at. So some advice that people tell you, and they could be saints and they could mean, well, faith without works is dead, girl. You got to go apply. You got to apply. What if I had listened to that instead of saying, you know what, Lord, I know you're going to take me where I need to go. I know I'm just going to, I'm going to have faith. I know you're going to take me there. Your word says you are. It says, uh, there's a Proverbs or a Psalms, I can't remember. It says, uh, even if I give the bees and the birds what they need to survive, what makes you think I wouldn't give this to you? How much more I will do for you. How much more I'll do for you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I already know it's in there. So I just got to work on the stuff I know I need to work on. I got to get my kids in a routine. I got to, there's so much more, but. If I had ran out, I'd be like, oh my God, I'm so tired of being in my sister's house. I'm tired of this because I've never lived with anybody before. I've never had to abide by anybody else's temperature regulations before. So this, this is a new world, you know, but. Yeah, I've, I've been accused of that too before. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So um, I like my house totally. I keep it cold. Oh, no. It's either 68 or it's 74. I like it toasty or I like it cool in the summer, you know. But yeah, my, mom, my mom's a 74 one. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm 74 I'm, in the winter. I'm 68 in the summer. That's it. <laughs> I like to be year-round. I'm a big girl. I like to be warm at night, you know. So, look, um, if I had gone out and not been patient and wait for what God has for me, I'd be in an apartment right now about to be evicted because I had $500 taken out of my paycheck. You know what I'm saying? So certain things that happen, it's like we got to wait for God. We can't, we can't do what everybody else do. Exactly. And if he's teaching us faith, if he's teaching us patience, if he's teaching us to love other people, when we do get into the position that we want to get into, we're not going to be ready for it. Right. And people don't understand that. People don't understand that. (laughs) I want a yard. I want a lawn. I want my kids to be able to play out in the backyard. But how? If I can't if I can't vacuum the floor and get the floor shampoo, how am I gonna keep my grass cut? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not ready for it. So I have to, and then I'm not doing the work it takes 
consistently to be ready for it either because there are times I get comfortable and Tyrell's, you know what, guy, okay, I got to do this. I got to do this. So I think that that's important too, is like recognizing where you are and being, you know, you could want more, but I'm not going to sit here, God, give me a place every single day because I've already prayed for that to reel it back into work. I've already prayed for that. I know it's coming, but now I have to do the work that connects the prayer to what I want. I remember there's a picture and it has to be at my mom's house. I was a kid when I drew this picture um, of a truck and I, and I wanted it. It's a Toyota Sequoia and I wound up getting one. I got a 2005 still, mm-hmm. um, but I wound up getting it. It wasn't that I could get it when I was 10 or 13, whenever I drew this picture, it wasn't that I said it by faith like hey i'm gonna get one because you're young this is the heart that god wants he likes the children who don't know oh but what if my credit what if i have to you don't know all of that at this Mm -hmm. age okay that's the heart like hey but in the meantime Mm -hmm. i'm going to teach you and prepare you for this that means you got to get your driver's license that means you got to keep a good i'm gonna put you through some things i'm gonna give you that need to speak Cause when you get your truck, you want to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. There's some things that I have learned to realize being at your sister's house sounds like a big ordeal, but your sister might need them prayers in that house. Yes. You yes. don't know why God put you in such a position. When I sit and I look at some of the things I went through this week, last month, years ago, I'm like, why? For what? Maybe it's not about as selfish as you are. Mm-hmm. It ain't about you. Mm-hmm. I said you work here. That means you go where I tell you to go. You do what I tell you to do. Mm. Okay? You don't ask me why, when, how, this ain't what I want. Okay. And I don't want your attitude. So when I'm in the position, where we are. Why are you here? You think you know it, you know your you know your daddy. Okay, you know, right? You know, he didn't put you here as a punishment. So, what am I doing here? Exactly. So, now that I know what my purpose is, Mm -hmm. because I know what I'm designed to do, that means I'm going to wake up and I'm going to sing a song for the glory of God in this house. Yes. That means if I need to vacuum, I ain't going to sit here and be like, it ain't my carpet. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna wash the. I'm gonna do whatever needs to be done because my sister's gonna get this blessing for housing me and my child oh when God. I get my blessing for being in my own house. Mm-hmm. That's for a partner. It ain't your man, but I gave you a sister. Yes. You're walking around rolling your eyes at her, do you high five and say thanks, sis? Love you, girl. What is up to you of what you <laughs> should? Combination of both. I, mean, I, I can imagine. Uh, I can imagine. <laughs> but it's not, it's not, once you can stop looking at life for me as a punishment, I did start to learn, yo, this is not a bad day that the Lord has made. I'm like, go ahead and rejoice and be glad in it. Yes. Once I real, because see, people do, people have done that to me. Like, for real, you're saying you're at your sister's house? I could really see him like, well, God done sat you down. So what? Why would he do that? He well, didn't see you. you know he put you in a place that he needs you. God's not going to waste us. Yes. He don't have time to waste. That. 
I just started working in August. My kids didn't have clothes. They didn't have shoes. I mean, my son had, my son had like the stuff his dad got him and stuff like that. It told you his dad is on point with him, but my daughter didn't have jeans. She didn't have this. You know what I'm saying? I've been punishing myself. Like, well, I'm not going to go shopping because I ain't got no business shopping and I'm here. But the thing about it is I'm able to get stuff on track. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to move out paycheck to paycheck. That's another struggle. I was able to buy me a piece of car. You know what I'm saying? And I was out of my car for months. I, I hadn't had a car since July and just got one in December. So it's just like, oh my gosh, I can go here now. I can do this now, you know? So um, it's really, it's for my benefit. You it is. Once you look at it like that, you would never, you would never, and I say intentional because as parents, and you got a young one, parents, we make some mistakes, we might not admit it, but our initial goal is to protect, is to help, is to secure. We want just the best for our child. So why would we think God don't want the same? That doesn't make sense. Why wouldn't God want to protect me? Give me the best. Why he does. Would He's going to. Right. So why would I think in any situation that it's, it's, it's not what he wants for me? He wants it for me. Now, I don't know who it's for. I'm at a point. I, my, my, the truck had stopped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was South Lynn Haven. It just shut off. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> So I call, I call, I had just had an oil change. They didn't have nothing to do it, but I called them like, that's the last people I knew. And he came out, he was like, I'll wait with you until police show, get a tow truck. So all of these things I'm sitting there and I'm crying about my truck. Mm. Right now, I just blessed this man to come and get, I gave him a raving review because that was, that was beyond his service. Okay. The cop, okay, cool. He's probably used to bad news, seeing all sorts of stuff. All you got to do is make sure my car don't get hit or we get hurt. You're working. I got the tow truck. He working. (laughs) All because my truck shut down. It's not about hurting you. Yes. What is your attitude? My truck broke down in July. Right. And this is just, I told you I was praying and crying. I was at my other sister's house. God restored that relationship because me and her hadn't talked for about two, three years before I had to come stay with her. So Mm. that was my my oldest sister. So that was, that was a hard pill to swallow. Okay. And um, so that relationship was restored. Um, And then, um, so then I'm driving, the car was working then it was still on its last legs, but, uh, it broke down. I, I came to my other sister's house maybe in June, July, right? And um, the car broke down, right? And then this, I told you I'm listening to Joyce Meyer. Praise God, even when you're going through. So the car stopped working. I'm like, thank you, Lord. This is for a reason. Thank you, Lord, right? I've been struggling with my license being sus- been suspended on and off and on and off and on and off, right? So I'm going to tell you how good God is. Hold on. So, so, uh, the Uber driver that picks me up for the first couple of days, all, all, every last Uber driver that picked me up was saved. Nice. Right. So listen to the gospel. So I'm adding to my my gospel playlist or whatever. So I'm like, okay, God, I see you. I know this is you. Mm -hmm. So I get this job in August. So car breaks down in July. 
something happens with the dog in July or something like that. Um, the dog supposedly bit someone or whatever, and my sister wasn't around. So they called SP, uh, SPC, the SPCA on me or whatever. So <laughs> I have a misdemeanor on my record is clean before this. I have a misdemeanor for not having a dog licensed. I didn't go to court for it because I, I wasn't thinking that they, they actually put a misdemeanor on my record for it, right? So I get this job and then they message us and they're like, hey, no, they're talking. We're, I'm listening. And I usually tune out of this stuff. Just so happy to take my ADD medication this day. And I'm listening. I'm tuned in to the HR person. She's like, yeah, you know, so when we do this, you know, when you filled out your paperwork, you let us know everything. We need to know about everything, driving, suspended licenses, anything, right? So I reach out to her ASAP. I'm like, hey. I didn't put down that my license was suspended, right? I was like, I have two license suspensions, this, that, and a third. And she was like, okay, well, why didn't you write it down? I said, I must have read it wrong. I thought it said, you know, do you have any like charges or convictions or something like that? You know, these are, these are traffic infractions. Right. So she comes back to me and she's like, oh, we just pulled your background check. And she says, uh, and keep in mind, I've been applying for jobs two years. I took time off from work to go back to school. I thought I was going to have a job in December. I didn't. So I've been waiting for this job. They told me that I could, that I could get the job in June, pushed it back to August. Okay. So I'm waiting for this job, right? I lost my place in February. So I'm homeless and I need a job, (laughs) you know, and this is a good job. So, um, God is so good. I told, I told her about this stuff, uh, the driving stuff. Right. And, um, they said, Hey, I reached out to my team cause they're big on liability, big on morality and everything. This job is serious about that. Nice. That we reached out and something else came on your license. It came up and I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, it's stuff about a dog. Uh, she's like, I'm assuming that you didn't know about it because you just told us about the driving infractions. Right. Right. So they said, because of my honesty with the driving infractions, because mm-hmm. I was able to say, oh, well, this was two years ago. I was, I didn't have a license to that in a third. Right. Um, she was like, we can go ahead and excuse these misdemeanors related to not having the dog license. She said, and, um, but we need you to write something up. And every year we need you to report on that. We need you to report on the suspended license and then the, the dog not being licensed intact, right? It wasn't even my dog, Miss Myra. But anyway, so <laughs> it's not even my dog, right? So, so uh, God is so good that when that happened, Spirit of God let me know that the car breaking down had nothing to do with me driving or sitting down. It was so that I wouldn't get myself in trouble because I didn't have a license. So if I had been caught up again, that would have totally destroyed my character because, okay, I did this two years ago, but she driving on a suspended license again. She don't care about charges. She got this thing going on with I wouldn't have had this job if I had got stopped again. Integrity. Integrity, yeah. right. Because that's, that's one of their core values is integrity. Right. right? So just, just the awesomeness at that, it just, it blows my mind sometimes because I'm like, why am my car stopped? I don't have a way to get my son to daycare, this, that, and a third. 
And then let me tell you, they started an HRT service in my area the very next week. Oh. Pilot program. The very next week, I saw an ad that says starting uh, July 27th, it's two, oh my God. $2 rides, the same as an Uber. It's only in a certain place, right? Uh, it's only from uh, 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 like Drive area, Pembroke area, mm -hmm. like the military highway area. I'm in the Newtown area. That means, and it's $2 per person a ride. That means I could get my son to daycare for $2. I could get him picked up from daycare for $2. I could go to the gym for $2. I could go to the grocery store for $2. And back is $2. I could get my daughter for 2 Everywhere. My brother, I could get my brother to work. So God's, to, and guess when it's ending? Next month. It's ending next week. So the exact time frame that I needed a vehicle, they came out with this pilot program just in my area. <laughs> just for you. <laughs> yes. So it's like when you think about how certain things when people might say, oh, that's a coincidence. That's just, you know, you just have uh, that's, not, that's not coincidence. My car not. broke down. I got the I got into that HRT pilot thing. Then my job let me know, hey, if you hadn't told us about this driving thing. If you had had any more driving infractions, we wouldn't have been able to accept you. So I have my license. I have my, my licenses back. You know, I'm getting my stuff straight. But it's like, just how all of that came together like that, like. He does not make any mistakes. And the thing is, is that you can plan your son's future based off of only the information you know. Right. God can plan our future just because he designed it. Yes. He's an architect. What? Why wouldn't I trust the architect? Right. He you know, my thing is like, he's my biggest fan. <laughs> Even <laughs> before I, like, that's my thing. Like, God is my biggest fan. I've spent so much time being fan. Like, I love, I love my friends. I love the people that are, I love, like I love hard. And it's mm -hmm. just like, why can't you? And my problem is, I want people to love me like I love them. You know what I'm saying? They and that's what, you know. But they don't. And the thing is like, okay, well, I see God loves me on this level that's like, I can't even touch. Right. So how can I expect somebody to love me at this level if I can't even get to the level? You know what I'm saying? Like, I should be aspiring to be that type of loyal and that type of faithful and that type of, you know, I should be aspiring to that. So that whole thing with forgiving other people and giving other people grace, we don't want to do it, but we come to expect it because we know we have this unconditional love. Yes. And if you remember in the movie itself, as far as the script that Sean has, um, the counselor at the end, when Vanessa asked him, like, do, how do you, about him and his wife? Mm-hmm. And they're both saved. They're both, you know, they argue. They, I, I will not tell you that God's going to give you this man, me, this man, and we ain't never going to. we going to argue. <laughs> we going to argue. I don't care if we argue about the third book in the Bible. Like, we going to argue. Because that's what, that's what we do. We're human. Yeah. But anger, malicious talking, God, all of that, no. 
you know, when I sit and I think about it, like you said, integrity, the core values, what God wants us to be is great. I'm complaining about being, huh? Mm-hmm. You're mad because God doesn't want you out here stealing and cussing and acting, ratching and being. A, but you're the, thing mad? Is, the further you get into the word, the more that stuff depart. So now yeah. I understand why they say come as you are. And now right. I understand why they say because I don't have the right clothes to wear to church or I don't have this. And I feel that way sometimes like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to wear? I don't have anything appropriate. Right. I can find I wore a legging set with a, a cloak over it last night just because like that's like a that's like a trick to get you to not go and be where you're supposed to be. But really, exactly. God takes everybody where they are. And what I love about it is I could talk to him like I talk to my friends, like, all right, God, I'm sorry, I did wrong. Can we just not count last night? Can we not do this? You know what I'm saying? Like, can we, I need you to look over that one for me. But I don't have to, it's not like a formality other than going through Jesus first. Like there's not like a a formality to it. And I could be myself and talk to him like he, because that's bestie really right right you know how they say um when you complain you giving the devil you give an enemy something to work on you know what i'm saying you give because they i i was listening to a message and was talking about how the enemy doesn't have discernment the only way that they really know how to attack is based off your prior and the things that you say out your mouth exactly so so i stopped and I got out of it and I kind of got back to it because it's easy to slip into old ways. But I got out of like complaining to my girlfriends about certain stuff. The yeah. ones that I still have because mm-hmm. it's giving room for them to comment. It's giving room for them to look at stuff. It's giving room for them to bring stuff up back to the surface. That's that foothold. Exactly. Yep. So when I talk to God about it, you know, any other time, I would call my homegirl and be like, girl, this is what such and such. We just got into it over this. But me and you talking, and we talking about the power of God, and then that's something I don't have to carry with me all day. Yeah. It's over with. I've apologized. I've made my peace. You know what I'm saying? It's, I don't have to carry that with me all day. Right. You know what I'm saying? But otherwise, that would have been brought up a year from now, two years from now. Girl, do you remember when so-and-so did that? Oh, he did that. Again. And that was a problem. I was going to everybody, telling everybody, everything. 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 Oh, I know. Everybody pieced together, you know, everybody was piecing together stuff. And, you know, just my mama knew this and my friend knew this. And my sister knew this. Everybody. And in each of these stories, I'm the victim. Right. Something bad happened. I embellished this part. I exaggerate here because by now it's the third time I've told this story. But I've learned that getting away from that and talking, talking, and talking like Jesus, look, <laughs> you know that 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 upset me. I don't know. Like you're gonna have to help me with this because you know just talking to him authentically is like he's the bestie you know what I'm saying like and you don't have to worry about him bringing stuff up when he met you know like or bringing something back up and 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 be like man I shouldn't have told somebody this like you never feel exactly betrayal but humans 
just because we're people, if we get hurt, it's hurt comes out usually. Hurt people that, hurt people. That doesn't happen when you talk to Jesus. It just doesn't. So He's not it, hurt. Right. It's a safe place. So, <laughs> you know, why not talk to my best friend that also is my source, that also, you know, watches my back, that also, love, it's like a relationship. And you know what I found out too? And just to, and I don't want to be graphic, but the more intimate you are with Jesus, the more intimate you are when you do go out of bounds with other people. And when I do slip up in relations, I feel like I've cheated on God. Self-conviction. Yeah. Like I feel guilty. Like I didn't have to do this. I shouldn't have. Right. Like, I think that's when the idea of cleanse me, um, forgive me. Uh, I have got to a point with God. There are some prayers and conversations where I'm like, I need you so much to a point that I fully understand I should ask for forgiveness and repent. But where I am right now, I don't want to repent. I want to do that again. Like that's how much help I need. That's how much I need you. Right. Right. I why would I of all the people to lie to? Why God? Right. Because how can I like your kid? If you're like, are you hungry? He's like, no. Well, if you're lying, I'm not. You're gonna be hungrier. Right. Right. I'm the last person you should lie to. Is how I, I imagine God. And I'm like, well, you already know what happened. I don't want to talk about <laughs> But you know what's crazy about that? Is I would say, you don't have to lie to me. Right? right. That's why you, should, you don't have to lie to me. Because I'll make a provision. I'll accept it. Just, just tell me the truth. Right? Right. But the same thing that I want from people, mm-hmm. I just want the truth. I'd rather you tell me the truth. And then I could decide what to do with it. Right. That goes with my kids. If you don't tell me the truth, mm, this is what I say to my, if you don't tell me the truth, I can't. Right. Right. So why is it any different? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. If you can't be honest with yourself enough to be honest with me, like how is he going to fix it or change it or. Right. If you sitting up here and you act like you're good and your perfect position, what is he, what, what do you need from him? Mm. I'm not saying you're supposed to go out here and look again. We don't look the way we feel. Mm-hmm. When you're having that conversation with God, that's why a couple of things I tell people there are some sins that wholeheartedly I have forgotten about. But it doesn't mean that behavior or that trait has disappeared. Mm. That's the problem. You so when it revs his ugly head back up, and I'm like, well, where did this come from? It was a part of you because you forgot to ask. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm sitting here and I'm like, well, I won't curse this. Out. I'm not going to do this. And that person coming, you don't. I thought I was done. I thought I was delivered. Yeah, but you never forgave that person. Mm-hmm. You might not, I might not cuss out 10, 15, 30 people, but let one show up and say, good morning. Oh, it's on and popping. <laughs> How? You're a kingdom representative. You're like the like Walmart, the greeter. The greeter, right. 
If she didn't greet you, your whole experience that mom, why she ain't talked to me? She talked to everybody else. She ain't say good morning to me. She ain't say goodbye or nothing. But she ready to check my bag. You got a whole attitude. People trying to come to the kingdom, they asking you questions, saying good morning. You like good morning. I'm just not feeling it. So this is what we do in the kingdom. This is what a kingdom representative right. do. I've heard. I've sat. Let me tell you something. I make a lot of connections. A beautiful word with a lot of people. Mm. I have sat with women who go to church in higher positions mm-hmm. in the church. And talked about the several men they've been with. Girl, huh? Okay. I've heard about several of their sins. And you know what I walk away with at the time? <laughs> Lisa, it ain't me. No, it is you. Mm-hmm. It's your kingdom that they're representing. You should have mm-hmm. These people cannot walk around talking about how they are horrible representatives for your job. How you that makes your job harder? How am I gonna help you get into the kingdom when I've seen your homegirl at that store over there doing X, Y, and Z with so and so? I don't want to be nice. I don't want birds that feather flock together. That's what they told me in the song. But you know what I realized? A lot of people are not in church because of stuff that they've seen, or they say, "Oh, like you said, like they're a hypocrite," or you know, these people lie and they cheat and they steal. And what I used to say was, "Oh, well, they don't. It's not that they don't deserve their position. It's not that that. It's just that these people are human. You know, they mess up and they like that pastor that they he just said he went to hell." So that's going on. He was like, yo, I, I went, he was like, I died and went to hell and I came back. He was like, I know it was hell. I saw a man burnt head to toe, the soles of his feet. He was on a leash and the demon was holding the leash. It was chains. He even said that one of Rihanna's song was playing. <laughs> he said, that's the soundtrack. And no, but he was serious. So everybody's response was, oh, he a preacher. He going to hell, this, that, and the third. Oh, mm, these are the people that's leading the saints to. No, the preacher ain't leading the saints to heaven. He is a representative. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. He's a representative. And the people, it's up to you yourself period to chase God it says it's a continuous journey right it's not a group effort right it's not this is not a team sport (laughs) exactly if you find somebody along the path that you can high five and get some help from great but there's no guarantee no no and they're just as human as you are. Because I, I, but that's what I did. I sat and I judged and I just, you know, I'm not doing those things. Okay, so but you also got X, Y, and Z doing. Rather than sitting there listening or judging or if you were in that same space with the same people, is there anything that you would have done differently now that you've thought about it? And because how you- I would have, I would have. I would have. I would have asked about self-conviction. I would have asked them, like, why do you feel like that's okay? Like, and even if you don't feel like it's okay, what do you expect me to do with this information? Because if, if, if they were sitting here and they were bragging about being a whore, now I would have to ask them. Like, right. I would expect you to, be, if I introduced you to them as my friends, right. you would question everything. 
you know, it, it, it is up to us. It is up to me. I'm not saying those traits or whatever are supposed to diminish, but what am I supposed to do with this information? Right. Do you want me to high five you? Do you want to pray about it? Do you, what do you, what do you seek would be my question. Cause I never understood that's what me made you that comfortable. Mm, that's did, you, did you see a familiarity say, oh, Lamar be all right with it. Like, you know what I'm looking, I'm checking right now. I've been reading on the uh, the Jezebel spirit. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's just everywhere. It's TikTok, <laughs> Facebook, everything. I'm not trying to be funny, but it's, yeah. it's everywhere. It's how it's the spirit that's attracting partners and every it's 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 so prevalent that it's like. And for me, I, I love to have some cleavage out. I like to show my butt, got a big butt. And, but right. it's changing the way that I, the more I read, the more I'm getting into it, it's just changing the way I present myself. And not because I'm holier than anything, but it's just me being aware of what the spirit is and the temptations that follow and, you know, just putting myself in the wrong place at the wrong time and being around the wrong people and attracting certain things. What's wrong? When you had said it earlier about um, just being a representative, Mm -hmm. you know, just that's it. And we had discussed that that's all you are expected to do. When you tell people come as you are to the kingdom, that's because God's going to step. He's there. He'll make, he can do whatever. Yeah, he I don't have to, to. I don't have to make you, I don't have to make you believe God's he's going to do the rest. You know what I'm saying? I think that, uh, right. just get the people here and trust me, that's hard enough task because yeah. these people are not like our children where I tell you, you do as I say, not as I do. No, no, no. They want to see what you do and maybe they'll follow. And then the enemy going to come up against that too. You know, <laughs> about how many times you've been like, oh, okay, I'll come visit your church and then, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, and, and that's legit because at the end of the day, God's going to move. He's going to be there. Even with these women, all I can say to them is that's something that you really need to talk to God about because yeah. it's not a situation where they were talking as if they needed help or they saw anything wrong this was kind of like girl guess who i was with like and i was just kind of like i'm uncomfortable because i don't have nobody to talk about but it's not so much you have people to talk about you shouldn't be with these people yeah you have to understand that you could have changed this whole atmosphere by opening your mouth and mm. praising my name i didn't do that i didn't i did not stand up for the business right i didn't you know i didn't i wasn't and you're talking about 15 years ago we were all young the women too they're younger than what they are now but at the time it just i didn't know i was just like i don't want to be no matter what i did a whore was not something i i i, I wanted to be right so hearing them brag about it, i was like oh i need new friends no, you could have saved their soul. You could have told them about the and, and I never forgot it. And I have been in a position where I've asked for forgiveness, where it came back up. 
And, you know, some of them have fallen and fell real hard and had to get back up and stuff. And we've talked about it since. But the reality is I wasn't in the position that I of understanding you could have made that change. You could have helped. And see situations like that where you remember it, it's mm-hmm. like it doesn't leave you. No, you know what I'm saying it doesn't. And so I do make it my business where I do ask questions because one thing I need to know: are you are you saved? Is that something that you are interested in? If you're not interested in following God and that's not your thing, then what I'm about to tell you is going to go in one ear and out the other. You know, I don't know if you want to waste your time. I don't know if I want to waste my time. Like, it's up to us now to make a difference. But if I know you're saved and you're at a point where you're like, yo, this is just something I want to do. Let's pray about it. Let's see how God, I can go a different route. Absolutely. Even silent, I won't do anymore. I've done that enough. And I, I all I can do is pray that, okay, God, give me the right words. Maybe he, you know. I don't even know if me saying, well, they didn't want to follow you anyway is even the right thing. You know, yeah. if you don't want to follow Christ, then you're already off to the right start. Like, go <laughs> continue. Right. Yeah. But if you do want to know and you just having a hard time, like you don't understand why this is going on and why, let me, let me tell you something. You have an enemy. It ain't me. Right. You have an enemy who does not want you to do anything. I have every, our entire team is crafted with nothing but creatives. Mm-hmm. And it's so difficult to be a creative sometimes because things are on our mind. We constantly get a vision, but we don't know how to complete. These books that I've written, I wrote them in 2012. What? I, now, they're copyrighted in 2012. I'm well, I was looking at, I'm like, oh my God. And I just read the revelation that it came from. And I'm like, oh, I understand the gemstones now, right? Right. Y'all, this is so much. Like these, these workbooks are almost 20 pages. And you have how many of them? I'm well, like, this yeah. is a lot of yes. work that went into this. Yes. Yes. And you're talking about over a decade. So you're talking about early 30s. Let me make sure I ain't lying about it. Yeah, early 30s. <laughs> early 30s. <laughs> think about it. I'm still doing some things in my early 30s. Yeah. I was not where I am. There's a huge decade growth spiritual mm. that God used me. You know, so I can honestly say is there change and potential for people? Yes. When I pray for my 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 future, my man, my 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 forever man, whatever God needs to do with him, don't send him early. Don't send him too late. Send him right on time, like you've been right. doing on time. Right. Because if he would have showed up a decade ago, I I wouldn't have those books. My mind is wrapped around whoever I'm with. Not not yeah, mine too. Not and only that's guys mm. like. Oh, I can't. I got too much that needs to be done. You're not in a position where you can tell a man not today. Mm -mm. And I have, you know, because I've been up. So, you know, my text, I'm like, I got to record. 
you know, and, and they're respectful. You know, my friends are respectful. They're not like that. But I know if someone would have been like, hey, I need to talk to you. I'm like, Shereen, can we do this later? No, no, no. You do you do kingdom business now. You can't go to work and be like, hey, my homegirl calling. Let me get back to my dad. <laughs> nah, you on the clock. You clock in, clock out because of your friend. Mm-hmm. You know, tell your friend, show up to the kingdom. Because I and have some... Uh, yep. I have uh, God, I thank you. Right. Mm. Right. Right. Mm. Sit back and you start to think about something. And that was the purpose of fellowship talk that I wanted to explain to people and get out because this, this is the point that you're waiting for. This is the break. This is the reality to sit and say, my God, I got it. I don't know what you've been doing the last two hours, 20 days, two years. I'm tired. I don't feel like you are around. All these things you want to sit and say, and he can say it wasn't about you. You just blessed so-and-so. Your Uber drivers that you got to hit up, you thinking your $2 is a blessing, then people got a job because of you. Yep. You are a blessing. You thinking you in the wilderness, baby? I hope you are correct about where you are because it's time like you might not even realize you've been promoted. Okay, we're not staying in this. We get in these learning lessons, and I tell people, I've been in the wilderness. I know where I was like, what is going on, right? (laughs) But there's a time when I realize if I'm in the wilderness. Wherever you put me, oh, I'm going to be all right. And I, I mean, I and love that's you. That's what it is. And I think it's like, people want you to be stressed out and stuff like that. No. Like, oh, so, no. but I'm not. It's like, okay, God got me. He got me this far. He got me here. He got me this. You know, everything's going to work out. So it almost sounds like uh, a little haughty almost because, you know, my mom says stuff and, you know, my mom's been saved like 45 years, right? She's nice. soul. She's some of the souls she wants are pastors. She's raised like 42 foster children. Like my mom is that person. Salvation is serious. My mom plays no game. I've seen my mom cast out demons and uh-uh, kids get out. You know what I'm saying? Like I've seen her talk to pastors. You can't play no games with this. You command. Like I've seen my mother take charge. I've seen it. I've seen it. Mm. A lot of people have never seen a demon cast out. I've seen it talking third person. I've seen all, oh God, I've seen it. And if I hadn't seen it, I would have been a skeptic. And I would be like, what? You did what, girl? You tripping? That's a movie. No. So when I yep. say, my, I found out that my, and this was revealed to me like three years ago, right? So it's like every time something is revealed to me, I get attacked. <laughs> and it's like, I go all the way off the rails, right? <laughs> it was, you know, I'm a, I've always wanted to be an actor, right? Since I was little. And um, I had given up on it for a while. And then I started going to acting classes and stuff. And um, when my son was maybe a year, maybe a year old. No, this is a couple more years ago. It's not two years ago. Uh, I took communion for the first time because I got saved. I gave my life to Christ. Nice. And, um, you know, for the first time since, you know, it's every couple of years. I, I back, I'm, I'm a backslider. I, ha- I was, not anymore. But um, 
it was revealed to me that my purpose is huh, it makes me emotional uh, my purpose is to tell my mom's story so because she is someone that shows love and has never been loved correctly Mm. and the only way that she could do that is through Jesus you know so that's that's the that's the beauty of the story and it's so much stuff it's like we see uh we see uh power and we see all these other shows on tv they ain't got nothing on her story okay I know that's my right. My mom's from, she was born 49, New York, okay? So, <gasps> she, uh, you know, so she, uh, you know, she's, she, she has, she has this, and, and it's so developed because each of the kids, each of her biological kids could have a story and there could be a story in, you know, the foster children that she raised and coming up. And I see this big thing that centers around her. You know what I'm saying? And then I can see how it blooms. And it's like, why am I going to do that? That's like Tyler Perry, 50 cent level, something like that. And it's like. I mean, you have a whole film production company on on your team there, (laughs) ma'am. Right. So I'm like. We we always welcome writers and new ideas. I'm just sitting here and I'm like, God, how am I? you know, how I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this while she's still alive because my vision is to have it to where um, some of the stuff she, we have like clips of her narrating it, you know, going into the story and stuff, just getting her interview down. And I have been, I've only done one session and I started it four years ago. I only did one session and it's like, it, that one session, it was like an hour session, had me crying for days. Okay, Mm. just that, it was just it was just like this is what believers need right so it's it's um so that I found out my purpose and after that I mean the attacks have been coming and then um I rededicated my life back to Christ in 2021 fell off the wagon a little bit came back last year and I'm on it I'm here and it's just like yeah and nobody wants to go through training again right exactly so I'm here, but the thing is, I'm meeting contacts. I'm meeting writers. You have a company. It's like, God, show yeah. me what it is. So with the going to church piece, and it's all piecing together, it's like, not only I need to be present, you know, because yeah, the, the, the at-home services, the virtual services are good, but I need to be present. I need to do work here. Yes. There's work that I need to do inside the church. Yeah. Because me just doing stuff, you know, just okay, yeah, I'm learning these lessons and stuff. Okay. But it's now it's time to start being fruitful. Now it's time to start doing stuff. Like um, God gave me the name for um social media like a couple months ago, right? So nice. I made the social media, it's called Christ Culture. Right. But I made the email, I made the TikTok, I made the Instagram, I made the Facebook, didn't do nothing with it, right? Because I'm like, I don't know what to do, but I'm being drawn to make social media content. You're talking about content creators, right? And it's just, you know, and it's, 
the struggle with, okay, well, where do I do? Where do I start? But it's like, I keep getting drawn to it because I see people making this content and it's like, yeah, but this is not, you know, I think everybody's so focused with being beautiful that it's not really for his glory, right? And isn't that what we're supposed to do is like help others? Like that's where I want to start being of service. And I feel like once I start making that step, of being of service and actually, you know, um, all the other things will follow, but I think I got to make that first step. And yeah. as far as, you know, meeting production company with plenty of actors and, you know, all this stuff just coming together, like this is the time, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, every time that I get, and, and I'm going to prepare myself because I'm speaking it now. So I already yes. I got to put on my armor because. And you already know God has showed up and showed out on this. So look, whatever you ask, he going to have to do. Because it's like, <laughs> and, I say, and it's like, it's. God is just so good. Like. That wasn't, that wasn't meant to, I didn't, I didn't know I was going to mention that, but that is it. Miss Myra, when I tell you. you have, when I told you I wrote the books over, over, over 11 years ago now. Okay. I wrote them then. They're now being seen. So imagine what I've been doing the last decade looking at them every day in my house. I'm like, God gave me something so dope for nothing. Every day, that's just what's coming out my mouth. Mm. Until eventually, I was like, you know what, God, you have to do something. Because, I mean, just... <laughs> my mom has a play she already wrote called The Seven Doors. And she put it on like 20 years ago. I've been asking her to see it. And she keeps saying, well, you're not going to do nothing with it. Right? I'm going to look at it. And I'm going um, to let you look at it. I I'm going to let you look at it. That just, that just came in my... Oh, God is good. Because she's like, you're not going to do anything with it. But my mom is so proud of it. She put it's it on. Huh? It's, it's a, a book. play. It's a play. And it's done already? She wrote it. She wrote it over 20 years. She wrote it. When I was a child, Gina, who plays Lady Harmony, you know her. She played Lady Harmony next to Sean. She was the spiritual leader. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. She does plays. Yeah. She does plays. She knows all about the pit, the band. She has wrote songs on plays. She has done plays. She has put on a play. Uh, I can't think of the name of the play, um, but yeah, that's your connect. Got it. She has no problem, but when she ready to go, she ready to go. Yeah. Um, and honestly, Virginia, the little house, I hate the name, Virginia Beach Theater, Little House of... Um, little Theater of Virginia Beach or something like that. Thank you. Yeah, I went in. Me and Mel, who plays Vanessa, we were driving around. We rode by How God Moves. Okay. Mm -hmm. We're driving. So we go to go look for an Airbnb at the oceanfront. Mm -hmm. So we see him and stuff, and it's like, mm, all right. It, to us, it could have been a waste of time. So we're going to another house to see. And the GPS out of, no, it says go straight. Kid you not, go straight. Ding, 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 make a right. So she, make the right. I'm like, <laughs> you know, you could have caught the next block. You know, just to let you know for the future, I am 
a lot older than you. My daughters can't take take turn right. Right. So I don't know if the Jeep. I know God stepped in. I know that because there was no reason that the GPS changed his mind to mm. say the right. So when we made the right, we wind up. I'm like, yo, they're going to theater. Because we had just went to uh, the Museum of Contemporary Arts okay. and see theater. Now here goes another one. I'm like, yo, let's go see it. She's like, you just going to pull up? Yes. So we pull up. We're knocking on the door. No answer. We got a phone number. We're calling. No answer. Some lady pulls up behind us. She's like, do you have an appointment? I'm like, nah, you know, I just really ran up on it. Told her who we are, what we do. She was like, you want to come in? Yes. We don't know what we're walking into. We don't know who this lady is, but we know it's the two of us. We go in and we get to the stage. Mel goes on the stage. She's taking pictures. I, I get to the stage. I touch it. I'm just blown. I, I couldn't do anything else. Mm. The, they are doing, at the time they were doing, getting ready for Dracula or they had just did Phantom Ops, something. But this is the first time I've been this close to a, a stage production. It's already set up. You can see how they move things. So she was, she had proposed. So she was like, well, let me know if you're interested in doing a play. Usually they're already scheduled for like a year out, six months to a year out. So I, I called, that's who I wanted to call. I called Jean. I'm like, hey, what do you think? Da, 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 da. She's like, yeah, we could easily. So definitely she is your connect for play options. I will definitely have no problem looking at it, jumping on board. Um, I'm going to look at it. I'm going to bring it out and let her know, hey, mom, I got some connects now. Let me see it. Let me see it. Yes, see because it. Yeah. that's what fellowship talk is about. Like, I want to do the books, but I want to. I want other authors to give us their books and be like, hey, go on. Let's talk about chapter one. Let's talk yes. about chapter one. There are so many things that it's hard to move stuff, mm-hmm. especially if you put faith based on it. You put Christian people. Are, uh, uh, don't, uh, right. I'm like, this is different. This is different. This is going to be uns- unscripted, not, not geared to anything. We'll be structured. You know, if we get to a point where, okay, we can't win them, we'll get one of the questions out the book. We'll talk about something specific. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I want to be able to tell people like, oh, you're going through, you got into a fist fight. And, and <laughs> like, yeah, God's, God has enough grace. Yeah. Okay, yeah. For your mess. He's still merciful. Okay. For your mess. Yep. You are still the, 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 the apple of his eye. Yeah. <laughs> what well, I can tell you because the scriptures told me. And that's so wild to me. Like, really, me? <laughs> How can you look at me as such when I can't even see myself like that? Yes, that's. But mm. you, you can because you look at yourself like you are going to be one awesome king. You look at your daughter and you say you are such a queen. You are the baddest of them. Yes. That's how. That's what she's, her name. Her name is Saye. And it means the ultimate woman, the ultimate mother, the ultimate. She's just the ultimate wife. She's the ultimate. That's what she's named after. And she was an infant when you gave it to her. How would you know? Because I know. Because I know. I felt it. And that's how God stands on our behalf. How can you call Lamira? The apple of your eye, because I know. Yep. He made no mistakes loving me. Mm. 
and I'm approved that. And I just think about it like, I already know these gifts that I have, guy. You did your thing, but right, like you did your thing, but what is it I haven't unlocked yet? Why is the enemy chasing me so hard? What what I got? What else I got in here? Like that's what I'm curious to know. Like I want to see what right. else is all in here that ain't been unlocked yet. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, this is where that excitement comes in. Yeah. This is what makes the joy because I, and I do like no matter what people try to tell you. Do I? Is there some people that I could have snatched up? Last, I told you, but boy talked about my mama last. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's some people I can put my hands on, but I don't want my hands to miss the next blessing. I know I am being chased. Exactly. So if I'm being chased, that means not only do the heavens know, oh, hell no, too. Oh, yeah. You did your thing when you made me. I got it. Yeah. You did your thing. I got it. You did a great thing. For the enemy to start imparting seeds of doubt in me at seven or eight. You know, because uh, I had, when I was younger, I had um, someone, you know, um, prophesy. And she was like, you are going to do great things. Oh, my God, I feel it. She's like, you, you know, and I took that with me. And then seeds of doubt started when I expected that. And I was only, I was only like six, but then we went to another service, right? And we kept going to service. I used to wait, you know how they pull people out and they prophesy, I didn't realize you don't always get a prophecy. You you still got to fulfill the first one, right? <laughs> I felt some kind of way because it was like, dang, nobody said I was special again. So around eight or nine, you know, you think that one little sin is like huge, right? Mm. Oh my God, I lied to my mom. I don't know what it was, but it was like I started feeling unworthy at that time, just that young, because I didn't get another raving review from somebody. Pro- you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it doesn't... It, at this, it, it doesn't even work like that. But it's like exactly, exactly. Like, mm, just the stuff that I've learned about myself. Like, and the situations I've been in, like, dang, the enemy was really sneaky. He really tried to get this. He really tried to get this one on me. And I didn't even know this is a generational curse type thing. Yes. I didn't know this. And he tried to sneak this in here. Oh, my goodness. Yes. He tried to set me and my kids up for the okie doke. Hmm. You know, hold on. What am I about to unleash that got him trying to sneak this stuff in here like this? Because it doesn't make any sense. You it know does. what I'm saying? Like, so. Hmm. My mom used to tell us for Christmases, for birthdays and everything, I don't want anything. I just want my kids to be saved, right? Yes. So I used to be like, well, I can't give you that. You know what I'm saying? I can't give you that. <laughs> you know, like, come on now. Just, why can't you just ask for a can't find that anywhere. It's not right. right. And then I just realized, like, wow, that, how powerful that is as a mother to just ingrain that in your kids. Like, that's all I want. And now that I am saved, you know, it's, it's like, now I understand. So I, I, when I'm in here, I pray for my sisters and brothers' salvation. And I pray for my kids' father's salvation. And I just, the crazy thing is, God dropped it like a, 
he dropped it on me like a like Shereem, y'all weren't equally yoked anyway. He doesn't even believe in Jesus. I find you so spiritually (laughs) much more than you realize. Let me tell you something. It took me a long time to pray for my baby daddy, period. Like that's the end of the sentence. (laughs) No, I put like Lord. Lord, his soul salvation. I'm like, I don't want to die and see him. Lord, I don't mm-mm. give them a desire to serve you. Lord, yes. help them to chase you, heal yes. their bodies, heal their families, heal yes. even the people around them, bring the people around them to you so they ain't got no choice but to look at you. Because yes. that, that salvation piece is, is key. You know yes. what I'm saying? Because like, I thank God my mom prayed for me. I thank God that whoever else prayed for me did because I know like- Where would I? Even not even about where the thing is I've always uh, 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 presented myself to be like real conservative and like I have things together and stuff like that but underneath it and I'm just gonna I'm gonna be frank you know what I'm saying I would make sure I had drugs on me to like get back in the day I would make sure I had it so you see oh she got it together she cute she did that a third and then if you're in the know, if you're in the cool kids club, then you will find out what goes on. You know, right. I, I get mad at the person that introduced me to stuff and I'm not realizing, well, Shereem, how many people, and this, this convicted me too. How many people did you introduce? Mm. I think that's what, I think that's probably what was going on. Remember I told you when I sat with these women, they were having these conversations. Yes. I think that I, they wanted to see if I was part of the cool kid. If, are you going to be one or not? And clearly I wasn't, but I didn't know enough to say, we're going to start our own club. yeah yeah, and that's that's the thing now because now you know with my girlfriends and stuff now that i'm having saved friends and they talking about this my first question is but is he saved though you know what i'm saying so like but because (laughs) that's it is he saved though because after after all these oh i want him to be good with his kids i want him to do this and oh i can skip on that but now it's like nah that's the first requirement yeah, you know, like we got right because I really got prayed together, and now because my spirit is settled from our earlier conversation, I'm not in a rush because I still have work to do. I got this, my mom's story, and I got to write this and record it and everything, and I'm not going to be able to do that with a partner. Yeah, I got to go through my training, you know, and I got to finish up and get stuff where aligned to where I need to be, and so. I'm, I'm, you understand you understand the plan yeah yeah like it's like a it's like a new little level of peace right now because I'm like okay so you understand you understand the small portion of the plan so you really have to understand that Satan knows a lot more of the plan than you do now you understand the chase yeah yeah if he catch you that means you stop he can't yeah, catch you. can't yeah and that this morning, what you saw, that was almost a catch-up moment, because <laughs> I told you, I ain't been reading my Bible, and th- this is why. I told you, I know that me and my son's father aren't equally yoked, but this is the same man 
I told you I follow, I would have followed into a mud pit before. And yeah. I told you, God just dropped it in my spare. I've been getting over this relationship for years. Cut all my hair off and everything. Right. And I, I said, um, God said, Shereen, it would have never worked out. He doesn't even believe in Jesus. Right. And I'm just like, you know, <laughs> what are you going to do with that? Right. But at the same time, in this time, and I had wrote this down for uh, one of the things, uh, one of the, when we were talking about um, something, belief in the, in the Sapphire lesson, it was like something that you believe that you don't, um, what was it? It's something that you, um, oh, to have doubts that something is true. Right? To have no doubts that something is to true. have no yeah. doubts that something is true. So when I tell you I was raised in church and then I started having all these questions, um, foreground, somebody came in my, in my house talking about that Egyptology stuff and da, da, da. I was like, uh-uh, you could get out with it. You know, just because right. I knew I don't play games with God, I don't play games with Jesus, da, da, da. But yeah. I went to school and I pride myself on my education. God really had to humble me. You, do, This was the... The humbling process was years in the making, okay? So this is overnight, okay? This is years in the making because I was spoiled. I didn't want for nothing, okay? My parents spoiled me. I thought when I came out, <laughs> when I came out of the world, when I'm 18, you know, I thought, I thought that only, uh, I you thought got only college students lived in apartments. I didn't know families live in apartments. I didn't know. I thought everybody had houses. Like I was really green to stuff because, and then I was angry with my mom for so long because I'm like, you let me go out into the world. But I realized that's the protection. That's the protection that she gave me in inside the church uh, family. But I said all that to say, um, I'm going to school, right? And my philosophy teacher rubbed me the wrong way. He tells us that um, he tells us that the story of Jesus being born into a virgin is actually a fairy tale. Philosophy teacher tells me this, and I'm like, "What?" And he's like, "Christians, you're about to be rubbed the wrong way, but this is the truth." And then, so I looked it up, and it is Russian, and this it's in some other cultures where they tell this story, right, of a savior being born into a virgin, right? So I'm like, "What?" Then I go to school. I go to Saint Leo, which is a Christian school, and I have to take, I think, two or three religious religion classes. So I'm, I'm taking. Mm -hmm. I'm taking upper level courses. I, one of them is uh, one of the courses I take is world religion. So we're talking about the Bible and we're talking about the different truths in it. So sometimes, you know, and whereas it was supposed to reaffirm my belief, what it did was it planted seeds of doubt. And this is I've spent my time in church now, Miss Myra. So it's talking about how the Bible has different truths and how some people say, well, well, where's the garden of Eden and where's this? So he was saying, I don't know all of them anymore, but the Bible has geographical truths. It has historical truths. It has, um, what do you call that? Um, what do you call it? Uh, physics. It has physics truth, like what goes up must come down. It has uh, situational truths. Some of the stuff he explains how some of the stuff is, is, is in parables. And he says how some of the stories are broken down 
uh, so that kids could understand it and this, that, and a third. And then in another one of my religious classes, uh, we had to go to the different, we had to learn about uh, the world religions class. We had to learn about different religions. We had to learn about Buddhism and Hinduism yeah. and Judaism. And I had to go to a mosque and I had to go to a temple. And during this time of immersion, me being the smart, intelligent creature that Jesus made me into be, right? Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> you know, because I'm so intelligent and God gave me right. intelligence for a reason, you know, I actually, I don't abandon my belief in Jesus, but I start to take on some of these beliefs of these other religions. Well, this sounds similar. Oh, I do believe in this. So let me practice this. Let me practice that. Let me see if I can incorporate this. And oh, the main difference. So these religions don't believe in Jesus. Okay, well, you know, okay, so what if that is, and that's the crazy part, because that seed of doubt, I think, and, and I, oh, God, I, I don't mm -hmm. like to admit it. But I really thought that I could proceed in my life without claiming Jesus as the son. Because these other religions, they don't have to go through Jesus. They don't believe they Muslims just believe that Jesus was a prophet. Right. So is the only reason why I believe in Jesus is because I was born into my family who happens to be a Pentecostal family? Is this just situational? Is this by chance? So I went through life for years, <laughs> you know, just thinking that as long as you believe in God, you're good right and that all the religions are the same after all they came from zoroastrianism that was the world's first religion and you know the three <laughs> the three abrahamic religions judaism and christianity and islam they all come from zoroastrianism anyway and all this stuff is just passed down so who's to say the biblical translation isn't wrong and you know i'm just gonna be a super saint and take pieces of each of these and combine it and make something that fits just me right because i'm so intelligent that is so funny <laughs> i wish i wish i could call my mother and see if she can remember the day i told her i'm not going to be a christian i'm going to be inspirational she was like, oh, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I think the Christianity term is too, it's too it's much. It's too, it's, it's, uh, it's leaving out all these other people and all these other people can't be wrong. And God has to love this and God has to love that. So how come the Jews believe that people can be gay? And how come the Catholics? I, I, I did the same thing. I started to research and there is a type of darkness that comes over you during your research. Listen but to me. when you get out of that and you start to go back and tap into that word, Hello? when it starts to break, you want me to base my body on seven different ideas of a chakra when my God is a healer and can restore Hello? my whole body. Listen. Do you me? That I can stretch and do yoga. I can do this, and it will focus on this part of my body. All of that, all of that is from the demonic realm. I just read the scripture, and it was saying that the prince of air. I just read it last night. I think I, 
I think I marked it off because I was like, what? 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 Um, yeah. It was talking about, uh, I don't, oh, here, wait, 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 wait. Listen, okay, Ephesians, right? And this isn't, we wasn't talking about, but I had gotten, I got guy hooked into astrology. Yeah, I don't mess with it no more. I, 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 I was it. hooked, okay? So I had left my kid's father alone. I had done this. Uh-uh, this is enough. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I ain't doing it. Then I'm watching tarot readings. I had gotten addicted. I was watching three or four different tarot persons. Lord, <laughs> I had even got myself a deck of tarot cards. And let me tell you, the moment I went into that witchcraft store, right? It was right around <clears throat> the 2020 pandemic. I mean, money was flowing. I was, we was dressed up. I had diamond necklaces. He had been, you know, he was he was he was buying me diamonds, but he was dogging me out. He was cheating and doing this, that, and the third, and everything else. And I wasn't innocent either because I was getting my get back. But because he didn't know about it, I didn't count, right? Right. So, you know, me thinking I'm holier. I'm I'm doing the right thing. So I got diamonds on my neck, diamonds in my ears, but I'm crying at night, right? I got two carrots on my wrist, but I'm miserable, right? So I'm thinking I'm making this. You know, this is this is what we going through, right? And I'm sitting here listening to tarot readings and oh, the universe and I'm manifesting this and da 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 da. da. And I'm like, you know, I started going to. Then I lost my place, right? And I had no reason to. I was within the law. Everything, everything physical should have protected me. That eviction moratorium, because guess what? I paid my rent the whole pandemic. I was late. December and January, two months, people had gone a whole year without paying their rent, right? And the eviction thing was approved and they still put me out. I went to court. The judge said they weren't going to put me out. They still put me out. And then the judge said she didn't have it written down. She don't know what I'm talking about. Yes, I went to court. And when I left court, they said that I could keep my place. And I went there and was locked out everything the lawyers everything everywhere said that I should have stayed I only owed I owed less than 2,000 so these agencies could have helped me but they said oh no your case is solid you have the thing approved no judge is going to do that I still lost my place right so I'm doing this and still watching tarot so I'm going to therapy oh my god I'm homeless I don't know what to do I'm trying to be saved I'm trying to live right I end up with a therapist that safe, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled. Right? Mm. Need more she, of those. She says, she says, well, is this okay? She's like, is it okay to do faith-based? Because I was like, yeah, I need somebody to hold me in conviction. So we about three, four months mm. of therapy before this Zodiac stuff even come up. And let me tell you, I was introduced to Zodiacs when I was 18 or 19, working at IHOP by a woman, by a woman. And now I know it. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not, I'm really not. I really believe in everything that I stand for this, that this woman is a witch. Okay. So she introduced me to that and got me, it, it planted the seed. And it, it uh, uh, not only that, I've seen her a few times in the paths across and she completely black. And I'm like, why was she not talking to me? It bothered me a whole semester. Like, why is it she, I know she knows me. Miss Myra, look, that Zodiac seed, I'm looking at this. I was looking at the astrology. How many people have I turned on to astrology, Lord? Forgive me. 
right? I'm looking at this every day and, oh, he acting like this because of this. Oh, it said Tauruses are going to do this. I have an attraction to Tauruses. I'm a Sagittarius. This explaining bad behavior with that. I was hooked, okay? And I knew it was wrong, but I thought maybe they was old school holy. You know what I'm saying? Maybe... <laughs> Like, well, how, how, how can this be witchcraft? They don't know what they talk. How can this be? And you know, when you ask questions and people can't give you the answer right off, you assume that they don't know it. And it's not even that. It's just that everybody can't know everything about the Bible. You know what I'm saying? It's just right. Right. So I would assume, well, how is this witchcraft? How My mom wouldn't even let us play Pokemon cards. We couldn't even play playing cards in the house. She played no games. Let her find a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Let her find an eight of diamonds in that house. Mm. No. Uh-uh. So that's why I love playing cards so much because I wasn't able to do it growing up, right? Mm. So I'm like, how? So I'm learning the tarot deck. Oh, this means this. Oh, okay. So the diamond is a, like, I'm learning it, right? Because I'm like, ooh. And I'm she like, knows that. Your mom knows all of that. Right. So, um, you know, yeah, it's, so, it's, yeah. Yeah. So she knew that it's a, it's a doorway, right? Yeah. So, uh, so uh, I'm getting into it. I'm looking, I'm trying to learn how to, to read these cards and everything. Cause I'm like, how can it be so spot on if it's wrong it has to be a science right mm. 12 this 12 that and you know the world will teach you oh well it's 12 it's 12 months in a year 12 disciples right oh 12 planets 12 disciples oh god's son jesus that's really just the sun in the middle where everything revolving the world has all kinds of explanations to the story yeah. of jesus. and then if you get caught up in the world like i got caught up in the world and i'm a believer i denounced jesus for a while got mm. into this tarot world I'm sitting here reading my own fortune, carrying tarot cards around in the car. The day after I went to that, that was my last purchase. I spent like $119 there, right? At Blue Moon or something in Norfolk. I went there and I know, because this was the last time I was there. It was like, after I went in there and bought them tarot cards, I went so broke. It was crazy. That was the start. This is three, four months before I lost my place. I went from being able to, you know, just spend money freely. And this is without a job. I was doing good to everything just, you know, like falling apart, right? Falling in your pocket. Falling apart, right? So the therapist is like, she's talking, I was like, oh yeah, astrology. We get, she gets to talking about um, pledging. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't get to pledge. I wanted to be an AKA. So she goes in to talk about how pledging to a sorority is actually a form of bondage. And I'm like, what? So then she... You know, and she, she, she lead me to a scripture and I'm like, oh my God. Right. So then she's like, yeah, tarot cards and all that. She's like, oh, that's a body. I was like, what do you mean? <clears throat> right. So she was like, oh yeah. She's like, that's bondage, honey. That's bondage. She's like, you can't, she says, as long as you possess that, you in bondage. She's like, you, uh, you playing with the enemy. And I was like, I was like, well, I still got, she said, you got tarot cards. She said, you need to rip them up right now. Do it while I'm on the phone with you. Mm. And I'm like, they in my car. She said, the car that you driving in? I said, yeah. She said, uh-uh, you need to throw those away. Uh-uh, I'm waiting, right? I ripped the cards up. And she started talking to me about how it seemed like it's correct. She gave me all these references to research, right? Because she's yep. she is on her stuff, okay? 
Good. To research, and she was like, uh, "I was in therapy, Miss Meyer, twice a week for a couple of months because I needed it. I was so hurt." I think everyone should. Yes. And um, so I'm reading up on it, and it's talking about how tarot and zodiacs and all that stuff it draws from the demonic realm. Yes. Right. So when people say, "Hmm." So I, I saw this last night. I was like, oh, my God. Right. And I just stumbled upon it. So when people say, oh, ask the universe for what you want and you'll get it. That's not the same thing as saying ask God. You can't the universe and uh, uh, ask him like you have to be specific. Yep. You have to be specific because you. Oh, I'm sitting here, oh, I'm manifesting this, and oh, maybe the world, the, the universe will give me my man when I, oh, maybe the universe will give me this job, and ah, ah, ah. When, you say, when you say the universe, that's the demonic realm. There's a spiritual realm, and there's a demonic realm, so you got to be careful where you're getting your stuff from, and I, remember I told you the girl was a witch? She had put me on uh, this lady, can't remember her name, thank God I can't. She put me on this lady that does the law of attractions. Abram Hicks, that's the lady name. The mm -hmm. law of attraction. So I'm sitting here listening to this lady videos for hours. And then after a while, after I started listening to Joyce Myers and I started listening to um, Sarah Jakes Roberts and stuff, um, that come back across the screen because the girl, the girl just reached out or whatever and she, she said something. And she was like, oh, yeah, I, I look at the law of attraction and that's how, you know, I, I get what I need. And, you know, she's like, you'll be surprised at how much comes to you. Right. So I'm looking at that and it's talking about the lady refer to God. She refer, she don't, and you now I know she ain't wrapped up too tight because she refers to whoever she drawing from as spirit. And she's like, yeah, and she refers to herself in third person. And people are really, she got millions of views. And it's like, man, that's demonic. Now that I'm looking, that's demonic. How are you going to say, oh, and I ask spirit and spirit tells so-and-so talking about herself. Like, spirit tells me self. And I'm like, what? That sounds demonic. Now, but before I'm like, okay. That makes sense. It makes sense now. So I'm listening to stuff and I, and I really didn't want to give it. I'm like, how? How? So when I tell you, I love birthdays, right? I love people. That's one of the first things I ask about people. Oh, when's your birthday? When's your birthday? Mm -hmm. And for a long time, I had convinced myself that I only do it because I like to celebrate birthdays. But what I did was I wanted to know the Zodiac. So yep. I know how to carry it. And that's a part of the manipulation. If I treat you a certain way based off of the month you was born in, it sounds preposterous, but I was going through life like, oh, well, she a cancer. I ain't going to do that with her. I ain't going to play no games <laughs> with her. So I'm giving people respect that they don't deserve. I'm giving them privileges that they haven't earned. And I'm being exactly. attracted to people based off of this is what's happened in the past when at the end of the day, my mom's been married 50 years and they Zodiacs don't match at all. So how do you explain? Like, it was so far embedded that it's like, it's like, a, it was like an addiction. You know what I'm saying? It's so, so easy. Wild. It's wild to me how God has matched me with these, this group of people because your story identical to mine. Like, if we wanted to go toe to toe with the zodiacs, like I'm, I'm prepared for that. Like I, I, I've studied them. I know them. I know the traits. I know 
what down to the day. Today. Oh wait, the twenty first of no, oh no, uh-uh, the twenty second, you cuss. Right, and you different. Right. I know, I knew all oh, you the first deacon, you the second deacon, you the third deacon. I right? knew all of that. And it was just when I started to make things manifest, which is a real thing. Yeah. Um when I when I talked to God about it, um, it was kind of like you want to pull on something I created instead of pulling on me. Mm. And flat out, it was like you're dumb. Like I, I had to think about it. Like, <laughs> yo, that's real. Like, if <laughs> why would I talk to your child about what's for dinner? When I rather talk to the cook. Right. Why would I do that? That's why I tell people, why would you argue with an officer when he pulls you over? He can't do anything but give you a ticket, talk to you, court, whatever he's going to do. Your real concern is when you get to the judge. Yeah. Why are you beefing with him? You know what I'm saying? Like, why would I want the universe to do anything? I need the person who created the universe. The universe, right. Yeah, I, 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 don't need, I don't need those subjects under him. I'm a subject under him. <laughs> exactly. That scripture I read, it, it clearly refer to the devil as the prince of the air. Yes. yes. And it's that's about what, that's walking what, in darkness and it's like oh my God, it's Ephesians 2. Right. So I'm reading it in church last night. I'm like, what? And it bring up that thing about the zodiacs and stuff. And I'm like, oh my God. Here we go again. And see, when things come up like that, I do definitely go into prayer. I definitely, you know, I don't have to, based off of scripture that I don't, you know, I don't know all the scriptures, but nothing tells me I have to keep asking God for forgiving me for something that he's already forgotten about. Yeah. But there is self-conviction. There does let me know people are still doing this. People are still bound by sin. And it was funny because one of the scriptures that I had delivered this message, one of the Sundays, and we have a prayer call with my family and I do I speak on it. And it was just so funny that the scripture that talks about he paid the price, he paid the ransom. Mm-hmm. A ransom? Ransoms are for people who are kidnapped. Mm-hmm. You, I was kidnapped by who? By sin? I didn't even know I was kidnapped. How the mm-hmm. brain, can you imagine being kidnapped and then you're kidnapped and you don't see him? The door is wide open, but why are you still? You could have left. Mm-hmm. Hey, why are you still stuck? Mm-hmm. Why are you looking for new sins that I've already saved you from? Mm. That doesn't make sense. When I, but you have to be in the word to get this understanding because I was so clueless. Like people, like he saved me, he rescued me. I'm like, from what? <laughs> from I, I'm a child. How do you know? What? You know what I did? You know what just came to mind, right? <laughs> Remember that song, Lord, I'm running, trying to make a hundred because 99 and a half won't do, right? Yeah. So I was, I would think like, 
me being the intelligent person that Jesus created me to be? Right. Well, technically, 99.5 is 100. Right? if you round it up but it ain't no rounded up right so it's like (laughs) and then be realizing like okay that's why it's talking about how we have to seek god continuously right it don't matter if we sought him for 30 years and we fell off in the last year it's a continuous relationship so that that 99 and a half doesn't do you know what i'm saying you got to give a hundred percent and I think that that is the thing. We expect 100% from people. We expect our jobs to pay us 100% of the money that we work for, right? We expect 100% from this. We expect our kids to be 100% obedient. If you're not obedient, I'm going to get you. But we still are not 100% obedient to God, and yet he still loves us and favors us, and he still, you know, makes sure that we can afford these 6 and $7 eggs, right? He still makes sure... <laughs> even with gas is five or six dollars and how was i even doing that you know god is you don't don't think about it didn't even think about it and that's the thing when i when i think about how good god is to me and how he's been to us all you use such a great word and i wanted to get back to it when you said relationship because these are relationships with your child and all these people we expect a hundred of but society got to find your man and you and him do 50-50. Uh-uh. 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 No. I'm going to need 100 out of him because I'm going to be doing 100 out exactly. of me. Exactly. A 99 and a half won't suffice. No. Mm-mm. So when you are understanding that, because you got to take him on just like someone dropped a little nickel in your head to get you started over here. There's some, you got, you know, 50-50. So I'm thinking I need a 50-50 man. No, 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 I don't. Uh-uh. I don't want a 50-50. I want a whole relationship. Exactly. And I want, and, and let me tell you something else. Because I, the good Lord know me. I want to work because I want to work. Not because yeah. I have to work. And right. that is what I'm Give looking me something for. I enjoy. Right. Yeah. I like I like feeling like I, you know, made a difference in the world. <laughs> I like feeling like I, you know, I was productive. So that I know that that's. You know, like I, I want to do something because I want to do it, not because I have to do it. And I think that might just be my rebellious nature too. But yeah. that that is that fifty fifty doesn't cut it because you know what I'm saying. Like, no. it's funny. It's funny because I I told my mom we had this conversation, and I was letting her know that the great thing you can watch children. Mm-hmm. Let's say you give the child your son. Let's say you give him a truck. Trucks, little toy truck, you're supposed to just, just play with it around the house. You look at it, the back of the truck is ripped up. The wheels is off. This is not what it was designed to do. When you get a Barbie doll, she done ripped the arm off, the head off. Whatever she has done, you like that. I didn't spend all of it. I didn't do. What is the thing that he has given you? Look at your gift. You can go ahead and go out here and bless yourself and bless the world with your gift, or you can tear, destroy with your gift. It can be this, and that's what I try to explain to people. There's an opposite, and there's an opposite. Just like there's angels, guess what they are? There's a good way to use your same gift. There's a bad way to use that same gift. 
I can wait patiently for you to do right, or I can wait patiently for my. What am I waiting on? That that brings up two things. One, thank you, God, for forgiving me when I was destroying my gift. Using it to destroy others and destroy yourself. And there's another thing, like, as much as I've used my gift to to lead others down the wrong path, not even knowing it, just like, come on, have a good time. And joking about the peer pressure. Everybody else is doing it. Come on. You know, you want, you know, I, I could be convincing, but I think, <laughs> I think that my joy and my excitement, mm-hmm. that's part of my gift because I'm explaining my relationship with Jesus to one of my girlfriends, right? And I'm explaining this stuff and I'm like, yo, it's like when you fall in love with somebody and you just want everybody else to be in love with this person because they so great, that's how it feels. And she's like, hey. she's like, you make it sound good. And I'm like, look, you already know me. I ain't gonna do nothing unless it's, you know? And she's like, okay, all right. And she's like thinking about it, you know? And I'm just thinking like, maybe that's, that's part of it. You know what I'm saying? Because if I could lead these people down doing wise and otherwise there's no reason why I should have a problem leading them with my example as far as not just reading the bible not just you know just professing it but actually by doing you know what I'm saying like right yeah even when I make a mistake what am I doing am I boasting and bragging about it or am I in a Saddened, mourning, repentive state. This is something your friends need to see. Like you said with your therapist, she checked you. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's the same thing I should have did 10 years ago with the women talking. Should have checked it. And the kid, if I'm no punk out here in these streets, I shouldn't have been a punk in the kingdom. Mm. And I was because I didn't, you know, I liked them. You You know, we had you just gave me conviction. You just gave me conviction with that. Because, I mean, you got to take in mind that I'm with church goers. We are drinking margaritas, talking about Miss Myra, and we are having the time of our life without one conversation about God. Listen. Okay? Yes. I'm the older one out of my, out of my, um you know, my new group of friends, right? So I'm, I'm around and not just Bree and Cherry, but I was around some, um, I was invited to a, a party from other persons in the production. I and don't I'm, know. I, I'm the older one, right? So. Oh no. <laughs> I, felt, I felt so convicted with this. You don't even understand. Like I, I just, it's one of those instances, like what you're talking about. And I realized when I went there, it was uh, what my mom say. Sometimes people don't want you around because you holy, right? Mm. Um, so, and I caught myself having, and I don't, not, not to where I feel like a glass of wine is bad or, but being that I'm a representative, that's not, I'm saying I love Jesus, I love Jesus, I love Jesus. But there are some people, especially some people that are, are beginners in their walk that really don't, no, 
And I really think that, oh, if you do something wrong, that means that you're not really saved or this, that, and the third. So I have to be careful with how I present myself. And I felt like when I was offered some wine, I said, yeah, sure. And I've never regretted. And it's something so simple, but it felt like I realized it afterwards. I felt like they were waiting to see if I was going to say yes or no. Really? Because my behavior was going to set the tone. So I feel like by me even saying yes, even though it's just a glass of wine, I feel like if I do it in my home, it's comfortable or whatever. I, I do. I mean, that's something I'm, you know, I'm still, I'm a beginner still, you know, but I feel like doing that. The thing is, is that, I mean, I'm not one of those people. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, Jesus turned water into water. Like, like, I, it's, it's entirely up to you. You know, I, I do. I do believe that's a relationship between you and God. I don't drink because it was out of control for me. Right. So it's not even so much that I don't drink. I cannot. I understand. So it's a personal choice that I made. Look, I, ha- I mean, I hate to say it has nothing to do with my walk, but it really had to do with my attention the things I was doing. If I could drink and not tear up the place or destroy people's feelings or do things that led me to believe that it was a horrible situation for everybody in the room based off of my own uh-huh, behavior. I get it. Yeah. You know, I, I was that person. Uh-huh. You know, the one where people come in and go, oh, Jesus, so-and-so showed up. I hope she, oh, God, she got a heart. And it wasn't no, I'm that person that brought the bottle to the party and people were like, oh, are you sharing? No, I'm not drinking yours and I don't want you to drink mine. Like, okay, so when you sit there and you don't have no boundaries about the men you bring in home, but you got a boundaries about your bottle, you got a problem. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see that. Okay. So it was a personal choice that was like, you are losing a grip. You, you, you now have you, the bottle. You're bound by it. Yeah. It, it has now taken control of you. Yeah. And I did. I was like, all right, I'm out of control. Like, yeah. this is, is excessive. And it was more and more. It started and when I'm sitting there now that God has placed it on my heart. No one has dropped anything. It's just I'm starting to see some things. Clarity has shown up. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it's showing me you drink at a funeral, a baby shower, a wedding, a party, a club, the bowling alley. It don't matter where you show up. People have now decided, oh God, please show up with it. When I am mm-hmm. the it of the room, come on, I got to yeah. I yeah. make so. Does this affect everybody? Yeah, because you guys are safe now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, it wasn't for hey, don't you guys? If you guys can figure this out and you can do it, but see, it that's the thing. For me. That's the conviction part because it was like it didn't work for you. It didn't. Yeah, not in public. Yeah. And I, I don't even want to say it like this to make it sound hypocritical. Not in public. Right. 
not as a representative. Right. Because I don't want to do anything or present myself in any kind of way to get it misconstrued, not as far as my holiness goes, but as far as what the expectation is and what's okay and what's not okay. Because if I present myself in this manner amongst other saints, how are saints going to present themselves amongst others? You know, right. and while it's okay to be real, it just let me know that, Shereen, you wasn't supposed to do that. That's it, it just and it, I've never felt so convicted about something. I'm like, well, I didn't get drunk. It was only one drink. I'm 300 pounds. I ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I went, but it was just these people are younger than you, Shereen. And they following. Let me tell you something. And that's a good way to look at it with the younger folks, but the older folks is in trouble too. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, and I don't want you to beat yourself up as far as you being the older, like, you know, I should have done. It's because just at the end of the day, young or old people are following you. Yep. They're watching. And it's the people that you just least expect. Yeah. And, it, and I always felt like the days that I did drink, always something happened. Mm. My attention was required. I had to drive. I had to do this. I, I'm like, Lord, you, God, you know I am drunk. Right. Now you got me out here having a job. No, he don't. <laughs> the things that I have said to God, I'm like, forgive me, Lord. <laughs> like, right. just I have been in a place where, like, I, I know I'm not the only one, and that's why I'm like, yo, we need to talk about. It. Have I been disrespectful to my father? Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely in conversation. Definitely. You got some nerve to know that I'm drunk. Now I gotta take a kid to the emergency room. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting there all in your face. They want to chat with you. I'm like, I know they smell this alcohol. They're gonna take this boy. And then what, God? Then what? Then, right. then. And then like he did something. <laughs> what? Because you're acting like God is a genie. And he's granting you three wishes a day. What are you doing? Where are you mentally? Where are you? And you Give know what? Yeah. Yes, Myra, that ties in, right? Mm. That where are you? Yes. The more I'm reading, the more I'm seeing. I, I, I got so much stuff to work on. But the more, it's just like, oh my God, this list has never ended. Am I that much of a mess, Lord? But look, for real. But you are, but you will have to remember that he loves you. Realistic, like, oh, but he God, loves you. I'm not a Proverbs 31 woman yet. I'm working on that. I get up after the kids. I lay in bed. I got to work on that. I got to work on my relationship with God. I got to work on this. I got to work on loving people. It's and, you want a man, and you want a man? Girl. You know, exactly. So, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right? That part. But. I realize, and this isn't a, a self-esteem thing, or it's more that I'm loving myself. Nice. I'm realizing that my presentation of myself, first of all, I'm realizing my relationship with food and being greedy is sinful. <laughs> That's something else I realized, it, right? Because we all like, oh, you know, we be like, oh, this, that, and a third. Nah, buddy, it's beyond that. The Bible is talking about us being gluttonous and us being greedy yeah. and how yeah. that really, what I'm doing with food is wicked because I'm making food to an extent, I'm making sugar an idol. 
because that's what I want. I want sugar. And then there's no discipline. The Bible talks so much about discipline. It's a lack of discipline in that. Right. Yeah. I'm not teaching myself discipline. Then, you know, my presentation is supposed to be right. I'm supposed to draw people in. So how am I do that if I'm not taking care of myself wholly? God tells us to make ourselves whole. And that that includes, you know what I'm saying? So I'll be trying to convince myself, like, okay, sure, you don't need that macaroni and cheese. Don't even buy that because <laughs> but it's getting to a point to where I, I'm starting to like put things in black and white, like. Does this, lead, yes. does this lead to life or death, Shereen? <laughs> it, it's literally getting to that point. Like, is that donut going to bring you closer to God? And if I really want to, I'll be like, yup. <laughs> be like, yes, the Lord told me I should have the desires of my heart. <laughs> and, you know, but, you know, I can, I can, I can find a scripture to allow it, you know, manipulate that, you know. You know, so that's that's where it's going now. And I, I feel like that's something else that God's drawing my attention to, right? My home, right? The way I carry myself and treat my car. Just started covering my cleavage up, right? So I know, like, I know I'm not ready for a man. I know it because I'm not where I want to be. Getting there. Where, but, I, you know, it's coming, but it's still, you know, but I, like I said, I feel calmness now because there's so much work. You know, and, and we realized, like I just said, hold on, I'm a bit of a mess, ain't I? <laughs> and the great thing about it is, like you saying, the calm. And that's why people are like, you're so calm. Why are you like, you always have this peace of joy. And my thing is, is because I'm blown away still. I am like... I've heard people say it before, and I didn't get it. A lot of things I just didn't get out of, I guess, just stubborn being who I was. Yeah. Um, I fall in love with God every day all over again. Yes. And I'm like, that does not mean, I don't want nobody to have to love me. They didn't say all that you about to do. No, that's not what they, when I wake up and I realize yeah. the mess I did yesterday, and you still woke me up this morning. Huh. Things, even if I didn't say it, the things that I actually thought about, hmm. you allowed me to get it right again today. Man, you sound awesome. Yes. The thing is, is why are you mad at someone who wants you to be great? Yep. He's not asking you to go cl- stay extra after work. No pay. He ain't got you doing the. I just want you to be my great work. Same thing you want your child. You you sit up there the same mess we beat our kids for for discipline. Well, I'm sorry we don't beat the kids, but I'm just saying we did. You might be being PC, Miss Myra, but I've been beating mine recently. I they didn't get no beatings for the first couple years, but I tell you one thing. I tell you one thing, I know God beats mine. <laughs> I know my heavenly father wears mine out. <laughs> yep. 
That's exactly he kept it. Us. You think, and you think you want me to ask the universe anything? I have a, I have a God. I wish I would. You I wish me I would. You got my God. Think about me asking. How do you do something for me? How do you bless me without me even asking? People say he will give you what you ask for asking. You will receive. I don't even have to. And he does the most. So can you imagine when I open up my mouth? He said he gonna take care of us. Why would he not? We why would he not? The only thing is, and this is why I learned. I learned this in Bible study, is we have to claim our inheritance. Mm. Like you said, the prodigal son. Mm, there's a song on um on Maverick City Music called "Jealous God." Right? You are a jealous God. You are jealous for me. And I, at first, I was like, why would he be jealous? I thought he was perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> Wait, wait. <laughs> I thought God was perfect. That's so smart. Maybe jealous, you know? Like, that doesn't make sense. That's a bad translation. Yeah, that's, then, I do the same thing. Then, uh, too smart for my own good, right? But, and then that's another thing. God had to show me that. Sweetheart, I gave that to you. That, that don't mean a lick if I don't put you in a position to use it, right? Because <laughs> I couldn't get hired for six, seven months without, and I just got a degree. What? I can't find a job. But look, so this jealous guy, right? At the end of the song, they say, You saved you saved the seat just for me, right? Uh it said, Welcome back home. That song does something to me because it's like just realizing the level that I was lost at for so long. Mm-hmm. And I had the training. So it's like these kids that don't have the training and they don't have that God conscious, like, oh my God, what turmoil they must be going through. Yes. Not knowing God, not knowing Jesus is the answer. So it's like, I got to take that selfish aspect out because there's so many people out here that are probably just waiting on somebody to introduce them to Jesus. You know what I'm saying? So me fixing myself so I could be a better representative, it's not even just, it's not even a question of do I want to do it? It's like, it's mandatory. It's mandatory that we do it because you will never forget that nine to five. Can you imagine doing customer service? I'm like, I ain't answering no calls today. What? Right. That's why I work it. I'll be like, I look, this is how I answer the phone, right? Let me tell you how thankful I am that God blessed me with a job. I answer the phone. Thank you for calling. <laughs> thank yeah. you for calling. This is Shereen. <laughs> thank you for calling. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Thank you for calling. I appreciate right. it. I cannot be of assistance. You know what I'm saying? Now you got it. Right. So right. like I can't like just the fact that after all I did, knowing Jesus, thinking that even even not recognizing 
or not emphasizing the importance of Jesus, telling people, oh, well, as long as you love God, it's, you know, just, just taking away from that. How hurtful was that when God sacrificed his son for me and me to act like his son was nothing for years? I'm walking around and I'm not missing a leg. I'm not missing an arm. I'm not he did not punish me according to what I deserve at all. At all. And it's like, and yet you still tell me, welcome home. You know, I still. I'm so happy you're here. My position is here. And I'm still like, and you know, I came up spoiled. I told you I had never wanted for nothing. So it's my like, oh, and this is. This is this is my this is right where I'm accustomed to be. <laughs> this is this is you're, you're just like me. Like this is where we get it in common. We call it, you know, she's so green. I, I, that's me. Yeah. And this is this is this is my element anyway. So I okay, you know, so I know what it means to mess up at home and then be like, okay, Thanksgiving dinner, you know. So I know how that feels. So it's like it has more of an impact, especially when you come from. You know, so like, God, you did not make me struggle through life. The struggle I went through was on my own accord because I just wanted to, I wanted to be in the streets. Some people try to get out of, I wanted a taste of. <laughs> Who does that but me? I have, my house, I have, I have my mom, I grew up with both my mom and my dad in the house. I me have too, older, yeah. like, they, the whole thing. I'm like, hmm. I'm going to raise kids by myself. I'm going to make baby daddies that are not like my dad. Like, you just decided, I'm going to do something completely opposite. And I know my parents are going to be so mad at me. They live their best life. Like, you want to go hook up and what were you doing? Who are you hurting? Now, you're mad at God. Well, Children with felons, like Shereem. For for what? Why? Right. Now, these people might come as your assignment, but I don't know. My assignment. Assignment. I turn my assignments into my baby daddies. Who does right. that? Like- and I tell people that your assignments should never be done in your bedroom. Hello? Look, Miss Myra, I posted. <laughs> Let me tell you how I ate my words, Miss Myra, and I'm going to hit. I had posted some a couple of years ago, right? And it said, and the funny thing is, it's a, it's a picture of Nicki Minaj, right, making a face. And it said, Jesus did not die on the cross for me to be baby mama number two, right? Mm-hmm. I, my son, I'm his fifth baby mama. Did I eat my words or what? Like, who did, who, Shereen, what did you, what did you do? Why did you, you know, I'm, and I know, like, I don't regret anything. Like, my son, oh, my God, my hey. son was a gift. He was a divine gift. Oh. Mm. God gave him to me at a time. I didn't have a job. I had just lost my job. It, I was the poorest I had ever been. Like, what? I went through a, a baby coming. Baby. With a baby coming. No job. I'm eating oodles and noodles, walking to the store. I'm stealing, I'm stealing sausages and hot dogs from Food Lion. You know, I'm really going through it. And then when I do get money, I'm at the bar. <laughs> so the Lord, yeah, I've come from a mighty long way from 2017, right? But so you have that uh never left me or forsake me story. 
oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah so so I'm like what and then I'm choosing that and I mean I'm fighting I went through domestic violence I went through a lot of stuff Miss Myra yeah and um it was so many reasons for me to not have my son and I was just like you know what God I ain't gonna do that again you know what I'm saying like I'm a you know so when I had my son, that was my first time taking communion because I value, I, I really, I'm serious about, I don't play with God like that. You know what I'm saying? So that's why, you know how some people are like, they go to church and they do the thing on Sunday and then the rest of the week they be out doing all, I can't play with God like that. You know what I'm saying? I just told my mother that. I said, you know what? I did some people, I said, I want fellowship talk. I want to be able to tour with this. I want to meet other people. I want to talk to them. The books are, but I want to, I want to get in on the real, the real, because for me, I don't know what God says to other people, but for me, I don't have a lot of wiggle room. <laughs> me either. Me either. Cause look, <laughs> he don't give that to me. I think I, people that was brought up in church, you can't, you can't do that. Uh-uh, Cause you know better. Yeah. I'm going to let you slide a little bit, but. You know, I'm saying like I see people doing stuff, and I know scripture. There's a scripture I can find it if I have to. I'll probably drop it on the link. But there's scripture that talks about being jealous of the wicked. You know, you're. It's in Proverbs actually because it's teaching you wisdom. Don't be jealous of them. Right. That makes sense. But I have. I sat back and I'm like. I'm so I'm so confused. Why I don't have a girl? Like they just bought what? And you know what they be doing? And God's and and and, and my head, God's like, let me take you to that malicious speaking scripture. Let me get you back but to it's your. Not, it's not just that. A lot of some of that stuff, their blessings are coming from the other realm. So right. you don't want that stuff anyway. But I had to know about that. You I just feel like God is blessing everyone but me. But you, not. yeah. And he's not, that's not, that doesn't make sense to do that. Look at, she got a house and this, that, and the third. Meanwhile, I'm working on this, but it's just due time, my child. (laughs) Due time. Just be patient. And not even that, you don't even know what struggle they went through. Exactly. She could be in that prayer closet, you know, what we see outwardly, because we're so, we just look and we see, but what what you see isn't reality that's why nope. we're not, that's why we're not supposed to look to have faith you know yep. what i'm saying because everything you see everything is 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 distorted really because what you see is based off of your perception so me and you can look at the same exact woman getting in her car and see completely different things i remember growing up <clears throat> at an age where we had beepers um, I always wanted a beeper. So you were right yeah. before me. Yeah. I never got to get one. Oh, girl, I had pay- what? Spoiled. Pagers, uh, Blackberry. Right, I thought the best of the best. Right, yeah. So spoiled. So when you see somebody that looked a certain way with a pager, you assume they were drug dealers. Mm-hmm. And then I sat in the hospital with my son when he had surgery. And guess what I found out? Doctors got him too. Stop judging folks based off of what society told you this should look like. Mm-hmm. If you kept your eyes focused strictly on God, I wouldn't have seen either. Mm-hmm. 
you, we want to see things, talk about stuff, and then go, I'm right. No, your gossip was wrong. Yeah. That man who got out that nice car might have been a drug dealer, but he also might have been a doctor. Could have been a lawyer on call. Like, you you know what I realized, too? Just because you got a nice car don't mean you got money, because you might be spending all your money into that car. I didn't know people walking around here with $800 $1,200 car payments. So, right, and they make twelve hundred a month. <laughs> so I, you know, it, like I said, they said, like I've seen, I've seen some stuff. But we hate yeah. that, and we get envious of it. Like I want a car that's not. I want to push yes. a Porsche. I would love to push a Porsche. I don't want to pay the thirteen hundred dollars a month payment though. Like Miss Myra, I was just talking about. I really and and it's and I I really don't even like to admit it. When I was talking about how I had. You know, I had diamonds everywhere, but I was sad. But I miss, there's a certain, I don't know how to say it. There's a certain feeling that you get from it. And I don't want to say it It feels mighty, but it's a certain, you know, even with my ears, even, even when I lost everything, I still had diamond studs and like, oh, I don't wear cheap earrings anymore, you know, but you know, I don't have nothing in now because I lost one of my earrings, right? So it's like being stripped down, right? And it's like, because that feeling, jewelry isn't supposed to give me a feeling like, mm, I'm this or I'm that, you know? It kind of borderlines worship, like idol. Yes, but I loved it. Like, I just, it makes you feel good getting out of, you know, getting out of that nice car with rims. Right. Makes you feel good. Getting out of, getting out of the BMW makes you feel good. You feel like you part of the club, but that's the thing. It, Jesus makes you feel the same way. And And that's. Who's that? He reminds you quickly. Quickly. Like. I am in the cool kids club because you know what? I might not have it right now because, you know, and then my focus has changed too. So it's not even just, you know, that's not the focus, but it's like, I am in the cool kids club because guess what? I get to spend, I have joy and I see people battling and I know it's real. I see people battling like depression and anxiety and stuff like that. And, I just thank God that I'm in the place where I can say I'm not claiming that on my life and I don't have to battle that. You know, I, I, I'm in a position to where most people. Mm. Thank you, God. Most people would feel some kind of way. Mm. Last year when I moved into my sister's, I think it was like April. So I'm going through relationship stuff you know I had just cut off all my hair <laughs> you know a little was like a, maybe like a year or something but now but now it's not you know my head is shaved but I have a place now that I don't have my own it's starting to tear my material possessions was the lack of tore at my self-worth the lack of a job started tearing at my self-worth. It's easy to feel, okay, I love God. I'm working on this journey. I'm doing this and I'm bullheaded. It's easy to feel that way when you are, when you have a safety net, when yeah. you're in private, 
right? And you could cry at night in private. But when you're exposed, there's something about being vulnerable that is just, it's, it's almost unbearable, right? So I felt vulnerable. I didn't have anything to cover my face. I didn't have, you know, I didn't, I'm vulnerable. I'm at my sister house. And I remember, I remember um, there was one time and I just had to call on the name of Jesus. I promise. And it was so scary. I'm always happy. Like I'm just, that's my personality. Right. And um, I remember laying on the couch and it was just like, I had these thoughts and I, I think it's maybe like maybe two or three times in my life total. I'm 36 where I've had suicidal thoughts. And uh, this time, once, I mean, I was a teenager before. Uh, yeah. The other time I was going through real bad relationship stress. This last time is last April, last May, last April. And I'm out of my house for two months. I'm at my sister's house. I told you we hadn't spoken in three years. We're repairing our relationship. You know, I'm just, I'm sleeping on her couch. And I'm like, God, why? I even got my taxes back early, right? Taxes came back in days. So I have maybe $10,000 in my bank account, but I have an eviction. I've getting so many no's from these apartment agencies everywhere saying no. You know, and I'm not understanding. I could pay a whole year's worth of rent. You know, like just let me in, right? Um, I can. I'm forging at this time. I can forge documents. When I tell you I'm pretty nifty <laughs> with the computer, you know, I can make it. I can. I was making people pay stubs. I stopped all of that too, but um, I used. To, I could make pay stubs, so I could make my own pay stubs. So the pay stubs was going through. Uh, I had the different cell lines to where they could call and get proof of my job. I'm doing it, <laughs> you know, because I'm an actor. I can put on voices and I have other people to do it for me. Give you $20, say I work, da, da, da. You know, I have all this stuff set up. Still can't find a place. I didn't realize then what God was doing. And I'm on a couch and I'm just so despondent. Like, yo, I'm, I'm here. I got two kids. God, what's going on? I've been saved for like five, six months now. What's up? Why are you doing this to me, right? And it just, I let the enemy, because I'm saying this out loud and I'm getting doubtful, I'm getting upset. And I just don't understand it. Like I got money, why can't I get a place? Not understanding that. Simple. Right. right. Not just seeing the big picture, just this is before I listen to the worship and you worship and praise God when you're going through. This is before the, I'm listening to sermons and stuff. I'm just... You know, I know I'm saved and I know I'm trying to do right. And I'm like, God, I'm not even having sex. Why can't I find a place? I'm not doing wrong, right? Right. And I just then, like, the thoughts. It's, you don't have nothing. You've been doing this for years. You fell off. You a wannabe. Look at you. You're 36. You're still in Virginia. You're not even acting. You took these acting classes for what? Mm. And the voice is so strong that it was like, it was, uh, oh, hold on. It's, uh, it was like, I couldn't hear myself because it was so like, it Last went after another, you ain't nothing. Look at you, you big, you ain't never going to find nobody. That's why he didn't want you. Now you bald headed and you're ugly and you're dark and you're this and you're that. And I'm thinking, and I'm trying to hear myself. And I'm like, no, what about my kids? what your kids they would be better off without you and that's not even how I think 
And it was just like, I'm on a couch and it's bombarding. And I I'd like, I just start saying, Jesus, 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 because that's all I knew how to do. Good job. Called on Jesus like over and over. And it was just like, oh my God. And I asked my sister, I was like, I need something. She came, what's wrong with you? I said, Kendra, I need something. I, 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 you know what I'm saying? I was like, Kendra, I don't feel right. I don't, this is, and I'm sobbing. She takes my kids. She gives me a Zan. And um, I just keep calling on Jesus until I go to sleep. And it just, that was one of the scariest moments in my life. And after that moment, I called, when I woke up, the next day I called my doctor and told him I needed a therapist. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But that was so scary how the enemy would just bombard you and tell you how worthless you are and how, you know, so mental health is real. And I thank God that that's not something I have to battle with ongoing because that's scary. That's really scary. The thing is, is that the why you don't have to battle it every day. And that's because of our father. Yes. Because it doesn't, I like I tell people, Satan for one is not going to have a conversation with you about something that I'm not going to sit here. Satan's not going to be like, oh, Shereen, that's an ugly yellow shirt. Okay, that's dumb. It's, it's not yellow. Let's start there, dumb. You know, if it was that simple, I could fight Satan. But he's going to come with all the possible ideas like that doesn't really match your shirt so now i'm taking my makeup off i'm putting it back on i'm not just that the enemy tells us stuff that's grounded in truth right that's 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 the trick because Mm -hmm. nothing everybody doesn't know it and they sit and they're stuck and i tell people when you get that conversation to back it up with scripture we're in scripture, God. I'm I ugly. What is that? Second Corinthians 10 and well, the weapons we fight with are not uh not what not uh they're not uh uh carnal, but they're spiritual. Yes, like, we have to fight with scripture because if I did not know to call on the name of Jesus, i like God Miss Meyer, I might not be here. I'm not and I I I, 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 I want to tell you so that. That is such at an, and I, I don't want to be like, oh, I'm not that type of person. Or it's not, it has nothing to do with that. It's no. For it to be so foreign, those kind of ideas are so foreign to, because I'm just like a, a Dory character, you know, finding Dory just keep swimming. You know, yeah. you got to get better. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm a disgusting optimist. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. okay. Like I said, oh, my car broke down. Okay, so God must be doing something. Even before the faith, it's like I'm, I'm an optimist by nature. So for that, that, those, it was so powerful. Like, it was just like, it was an, it, that was an attack. That was an attack because it was like, oh, you bald-headed. Oh, you fat. Well, I am bald-headed. I am big. But the whole, nobody's going to want you. You're never going to find nobody. Those were lies. Oh, you homeless truth you on your sister's couch truth you never gonna find nowhere you falling all the way off ain't no coming back that lie lie so it's truth followed by lies so it's easy for you to think to accept it if you're if you're not prepared so now just now like 
I went. I didn't want to apologize to that man, but I did because we talking about it. You're talking about it. I'm feeling convicted. I'm like, God, no. And then even when you were like, I didn't want to. I'm still sitting here like, well, God, you're not telling me this. I'm just feeling this way because it's her story. This is what's going on in my mind. I feel. But you know what? The word God tells us to listen. It tells us to listen, and it tells us to um, not be prideful. Right. And that would be being prideful, like, oh no, she ain't talking to me. She's talking about her experience. I'm not. You know, <laughs> and, then, and then you're saying, oh, go ahead, go. You know, I'll put it on pause. That was okay. That's the confirmation right there. Okay, God, I'll do it. Yeah. Okay, we have to have. That's why reading the Bible is so important, and that's why when I was little, my mom used to say, oh, you're not tired read your bible because as soon as you read your bible ain't nobody gets sleepier than somebody that's reading the bible mm-hmm. why because that's we we don't really want this it's it feel like work and then when we in it we in it but just that i have it on my app and i get a reminder all i have to do is click it and guess what <laughs> i lose my streak all the time i was like oh i'm up to four weeks oh i'm up to 27 days ain't made it to 30 days in a row yet and it's been over a year and that is my streak every time I'm like oh I'm at a good streak I'm at two weeks and I start a new plan oh my god uh (laughs) say (laughs) we haven't seen you in a while right so like I haven't seen y'all either Look, I got my phone and I keep look, I keep my little mini Bible. I keep it on my desk. I put it in my car. I take it in my book bag. I haven't been in it. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 but it's a thing that we have to do daily. I think it's Psalms one. That's the scripture my therapist told me read day and night. And it's talking about us reading day and night. It's talking about how we are supposed to read the Bible twice a day. And um you know, I was listening to, oh gosh, one of one of the many, I'll say that. I can't say it was Sarah or, or, or Joyce or T. I don't know. But one of them was talking about Daniel being, mm. in the, you know, and that he, they wind up, there's a, the way they broke that scripture now, seems like he prayed about five times a day. Like he, he const, he's really constantly did it. And for us to think that we can miss a day with all of these lions, God is showing us some grace. I tell people, I'm going to tell you, before I learned this portion of grace and mercy, and I hear people bragging about the grace and mercy out of Lord, the grace and I'm like, oh, Lord, he woke you up this morning. I got it. I got it. I got it. Right, right. When I pray, you, but you're also in the hospital, so that's what the right, that's, that's my attitude. So I'm like, you know what, God? Because this is how I talk to my daddy. This is why I'm now doing fellowship talk to see how people talk to my dad. Like, what do you say? So this is how I talk to him. I'm like, look, look, this grace and mercy thing, I'm gonna need a little bit more. Right. And, you know, I don't need you to give me more grace and mercy. I know they renewed every morning. You know, I got that. Mm-hmm. I need understanding. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the understanding is now, after I said in Jesus' name, oh, baby, <laughs> I am on a roll. Mm-hmm. When and broke your leg and still the doctor told you 18 months and I didn't even make you sit down 18 weeks. I know that's right. Thank you. 
Okay. Yes. When you didn't grow up saying you're going to be an actor, a director, you going to do anything, but yet though you're producing stuff. Yes. The mercy, because I now have gifted you something, a whole new knowledge of something you ain't even imagine you would do. Yes. And understanding what grace and mercy is. Yes. more. Mm, thank you, God. And I'm happy to wake up, but much more than that, in addition to that, and I want people to get that. It's not just because he woke me up and put me, put me on, placed my feet on solid ground. That's worth the praise. But now that you're up, now what? Now what's next? Now you're able to stand up without falling over, over to the side. You know what I'm saying? You're able to stand up without somebody else. Like, it's so much... Even in the waking up, like yes. people say it like it's simple. Right. Right. Miss Myra, listen to me. I thank God now for a bed. If I wake up, because I sleep on the couch, I sleep on the floor. If I sleep in a bed, and you think that's a, that's a given for everybody, most people, but thank you, Lord, I'm able to sleep in a bed tonight. That's mm-hmm. That's for real for me, because... Yes. That's something I would have never thought I'd be thanking God for. Like, a bed? For real? Like, what? Thank you, God. I got, I got, I, I, it feels like God is letting me know, letting us know. I got to show you why I'm worth the praise. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I used to have spoiled on my license plates, okay? I had a job. I was working under my mom, right? And I had two cars. I'm in a condo. I think I got everything together. I used to move every year and a half. I used to get new furniture every time I moved because I don't want that furniture at the new place. I used to waste money. Okay. I, I had money that I didn't know what to do with. Okay. I was making a thousand a week working for my mom. No schedule. No. For years. I made good money for years. You know, I made between 52 and 70,000, you know. Um, from like 2008-9 until 2016. I made good money for years. Mm. And I went from at the tail end, I went from, I accepted a pay cut um, but I worked two jobs for years and then in 2016 I went from 52000 to zero. <sighs> And then I think I closed out 2017 with 12,000. Mm. 2018, I think I made like 20, 25,000, 24,000. Mm. Um, 2019, like about the same. No, 2000, 2018, I didn't make anything. 2019, I'm at 20-something. 2020, 2021, zero. You understand what I'm saying? I definitely do. That, when I tell you I experienced poverty, I experienced poverty for real. And it's not, it's not because, well, I am a sinner, so what I was doing was wrong, but it wasn't because, oh, Shrim, you're so bad. This is, it's because God had to show me the error of my ways. He had to show me that I was a sinner because I wouldn't have believed that I was, like I said, I'm not doing it that bad. I'm taking care of my kids. You know, I'm, you know, I go to my mom, I help her when she need help. Like I'm, I'm doing all right, you know, but 
I definitely understand. My I, mom I, it, fired me. And we had a contract. Like, what? How you going? You know, I just got a new car last year. You Like, how you going to fire me? I just got my credit score up to a six something. What you doing? I right. can't believe it. So I held all this anger in my heart until I realized, you know what? God had to do that. You had to go back to school. You had to learn forgiveness. You had to learn humility. You had to get that spoiled off your license plate. <laughs> you, had to, you had to know. I had to know what it was like to go without a car so that I could be grateful for that HRT ride that came. So I could be grateful for certain stuff. And it's like, I have more, I have more joy. Like I'm starting to build back up. God is good. God is so good. I'm building up. So awesome. Right. But, Miss Meyer, I think it was a Facebook post, maybe earlier last year. No, maybe middle of last year. And I said, I, I think I said something to the extent of God is so good that even with absolutely nothing, I have everything, everything, everything. Cause you know what? I get, I'm grateful that I wake up under the same roof as my kids. My, da- my daughter was removed from me for, for a year. And they made me seem like I was a bad parent. I, I've been through CPS. I've been through this stuff. God is so good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it wasn't even a fault through my own. But God is so good. These people tried to make me seem like I was, and I went through postpartum, didn't even know it. They tried to make me seem like I was, uh, like I was like a, and this is a no offense to no hood rats or nothing, but that's how they made me out to be. Like I was just uneducated and I told you I wasn't working. So they looked like I was just uneducated on welfare, had no interest in getting a job. And I'm just like, this isn't who I am. This right. isn't who I am. But a then situation again, doesn't make me who I am. And that's what people do. But then yeah. again, who I wanted them to recognize me for isn't who I am either. You know what I'm saying? That's that, that was my identity that I had in the world, but that's not who I am either. And the end of the day, my identity, my identity is in Christ. You know what I'm saying? So no matter what, if I don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, I'm not who I am either. So I, how did I, I expected those people to see me (laughs) <laughs> and I wasn't even seeing myself. I was going to say, you don't even see yourself. I wasn't seeing myself. And um, I, I can, I can relate to that. I mean, so that's upset. a revelation in itself. I can relate to that. We, we get upset that people don't see us. I used to, mm, thank you, Lord. I used to say that in my relationship. You don't see me. You don't see me. How can you think? How can you think that I would do this to you all these years? You don't see me. But how can you? Because if my identity is rooted in Christ and I'm abandoned in Christ, you can't even see a part of who I am. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not on my mission. So I thank God that it is crazy. I thank God that this stuff happened because I'm like, oh, my car broke down. Thank you, Lord. I'm about to get a car. You going to get a car. Thank you, Lord. So it's like my whole method of everything is switched around. You know what I'm saying? Like, I call it rewrite the narrative, rewrite the narrative, rewrite the narrative. You are not your situation. Remember what scripture said. Like I tell myself all these things, like I don't have a car. I have never not had my own transportation 
I want to say 16, 17. It's hard, isn't it? <laughs> I'm 44. Yep. And I mean, I have the truck still. Um, we just replaced the radiator and a couple months ago. Now the, the motor's gone. So I've been sharing it with the baby boy. He's like, you can still drive it. I'm like, not me. But you know, <laughs> but I've had, if I had to, I, I do. But, you know, even with my cousin here, she has a car and it's like, it's still, it's still somebody asking. Me somebody. Like, I thought you said I wasn't the head. I, I was the head and not the tail. I was like, yeah, you the head that's about to go ask for that ride, too. So, <laughs> you know, his word does not change. And you have to know it. And that you can't get a promise that you don't even know exists. That's dumb. Miss Myra, what God can't bless you with a car, but you got that old one in the way. Sometimes we got to make room for our blessings, and that's just what it is. We got to. You know? That's funny. That's funny because I just said it. I said, you know what? If me and the baby boy got to share a car, I'd rather us share a new car. Praise God. So I did just. Re I, I, I realized I'm holding on because I like the truck. It sits me up high. I am. I exult. <laughs> mm -hmm. in the truck. I'm riding over all the little people in their cars. Yeah, it's a little bit of feeling. Miss Byron, I'm in a Kia Rio, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Look, and it's a red car with a white hood, and sometimes sometime it cut off at the light every now and then. The car is little, okay? And inside, look, my girlfriend said, you're driving a Rio? She said the same Rio, and I forgot about this, you know, because I was I was haughty, you know? She's <laughs> like, the same Kia Rio that I had when we uh, were teenagers, and I was like, you had a Kia Rio? I was like, I don't remember that. She said, yeah, because you never let me drive. You said, I'm not getting in that. I said, well, I thank God for my Kia Rio now. This <laughs> is how God works. I, 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 was, I was too spoiled to get her car as a teenager because I didn't want to be seen in a Rio. I pumped that little Rio everywhere, okay? Right opposite, parked right in the front space at work. Because you know what? God is good with my white hood and my red doors. <laughs> <laughs> I love it and I praise God for it because the understanding behind what happened. I was do I was doing Lyft, which is a whole nother story in itself, but I was driving Lyft. And with Lyft, you can get the rental, but you gotta pay for the rental. So even if you make five hundred dollars this week, let's just say three hundred of it got to go to the car because you gotta pay for the rental. So it's kind of like right, but I got a car. So I'm not digging a car. I'm, I'm not, it looks like, it looks like the 2016, although they're saying it's the 2022. I'm like, uh -huh. it, it, I, this is not, this is not a 22. This is a basic lot. I drove my truck or when I wasn't driving the car or when baby girl stopped on South Lynn Haven, my truck. Oh, I was pushing that rental like, let me get it clean. Well, let me understand. Let me get back to I remember this I was like, oh, I don't wear fake jewelry. I bet you I put on them silver earrings yesterday when I went to church. <laughs> <laughs> it's the thing 
little things that you are giving and you're gifting me because I now know that the gifts I had growing up, that's because you blessed my parents to be able to bless me. Absolutely. And that was was my time. That was a, that was a favor unto you as well, because we look at, and I didn't know how many people grow up in the world without both parents and they grow up with these, these, awful situations and it's like my god you know and they're still trucking and stuff so it's like thank you lord for the favor because i didn't have to have that upbringing like i i pray i'd be thankful even like lord thank you that i grew up in salem woods you know thank you for my education thank you for the classes i was like sometimes i go into prayer like thank you lord Thank you. You don't you don't know what you don't know. And that's what I try to teach people with their kids and stuff. Your kid don't know. Don't be mad. Don't be don't be that mad. He doesn't, she doesn't, they don't know. I didn't know. I'm going to school. Let me tell you something. I spent a, I went to a private school. Okay. A private Christian school at that. Mm, okay. okay. And it's about the, you know, school's almost, class, school's almost over. People talking about what they're doing for the summer. I got people going to Egypt. I got, I'm in New York. I got people who are go who are, you know, tending to their horse farm, <laughs> you know, this summer. They got plans. So I'm thinking, only time we travel is if there's a funeral. Besides that, I got to play around the neighborhood with the local friends. You know how safe your neighborhood was to do that? Yeah. That your parents are sacrificing? Honey, you in a private Christian school in New York. What was that tuition? My God. I don't know because I won't pay it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, didn't even matter to us at all. And it's predominantly now I live on I live on an island, Long Island, and it's predominant is further out east a little. So it's predominantly white. So I got a school bus that picks me up and takes me miles out to the school. And I'm mad because I can't go to Egypt like the other kid. What? Miss Myra, I was mad. My mom didn't pay for my college. What? I was I was upset. I saw my mom, you know, my mom does stuff in private. You know, she does what God leads her to do. And I saw her, you know, paying other people in the church. To, I, I would and she never boasted it. She never announced it. She would do it as God let her. So I've seen her pay more than one person's tuition. You know what I'm saying? I've seen I've seen her write the checks and stuff. I used to help her out with you know, just doing stuff. She would teach me how to like write checks or teach me how to do certain stuff. And you know how you give love gifts in private and not boastful. So I just assumed, <laughs> well, if, if the spirit of God led you to pay this stuff, I know he told you to put some aside for me. So right. when he was talking about, uh, uh, I better get grants and scholarships. I didn't know that was mandatory. Right. That, when, when did that become part of the plan? What? Oh my God, I was bitter for a long time over something that I felt entitled for when I didn't even have to grow up in this area, in this neighborhood. I didn't have to do none of that. I'm the only, I'm me and my brother were the only kids that were raised here in Virginia instead of New York. You know, like my family's from Harlem. So, you know, I could have been going to PS whatever, whatever, PS such and exactly. such, you know what I'm saying? Um, like my sisters, but 
God, it's so good. I came down here, got the education I did. You know, I did good. You know what I'm saying? I, I did my acting classes and, you know, I was in this uh, thing called Drama Exposed where we actually used to, we used to write our scripts for to perform, you know? So I have that collaboration down and stuff like that. And, you know, I got the real desire for theater and, and, and a real love for the art, not like, just acting, I, I have a, I have a, a tremendous respect for the art itself. Right. Uh, you know, so I never, you know, I see these people making like these TikTok reels and stuff, and I'm like, oh, they're diluting it, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, a minute and a half isn't acting, you know. But you know, that's uh, at the same time, I could be using that as like a, you know, a platform, but. I don't want, I don't want to do it until God says it's time and whatnot. But at the same time, like, I'm just, God is so good. These stuff, the stuff that I felt entitled to and the stuff that I felt should have happened. And I had a good childhood. I had the best Great of everything. Time. I didn't know anything about a struggle. I, I didn't even, you know, stuff that my kids have had to, you know, endure. They've never, I never knew like this stuff. And this is a, of my own, this is my own doing now, you know? So it's like, uh, and it took a long time for God to humble me too. So it's not like I didn't have chance after chance after chance after chance after chance, right? So it's like- uh, I definitely understand that one. <laughs> so I just, you know, that 70 times seven, you forgiving me song, that just came to mind. Like he just keeps forgiving me over and over. Lord, I know I shouldn't. No, you just, you, if I could sit back and anyone asked and said, like, what could your parents have done differently raising you? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. No. Nothing at all. Nothing. The fact that they, the best thing that they both did together wasn't still God in me. Yes. You know, even though the path I took, it does not matter. That never that's left. Not on them. That's that's it's never left no. me. Even when I grew, I left New York. I came to Virginia Beach. Um, and when I came, I was here for a while with with what with the baby daddy, and I, I'm looking for a church because I know what my mom showed me. You know, of course, you're going to raise your kids not like your mother did because it was just so horrible at the time. Right. I'm now realizing I'm following, I'm looking for those steps. I don't want her to tell me. I don't want to hear it. But I'm looking for, my mom had me in church. This is why I'm so great. So I'm make my children great by putting them in church. When oh, I you want you, me to do Bible study? You want me to do prayer? All right, I'll do it. Not because I want to, but now I'm starting to, I got Lamar, the one that um, is one of the cameramen. He goes to church all his own and he takes his brother with him. And that's what I'm talking about. It's not even the church I raised him in. It's not, it's, he found his own way, his own church. Um, and they're so good to him. They're so good to him. When I fell and broke my leg, they came, they gave me love gifts. And yes. I mean, my God, you, the generations have changed. Yes, and, and I'm so happy that one thing for sure, my legacy. If they don't know anything else, know that I know God. Yes, that's important. My son knows 
Yes. He's he's learning. I'm I'm my daughter is catch she's having a little harder time catching on, but she's gonna she's gonna get there. Yeah, you know, she's, but my, she's older, that's yeah, all. But my son, you know, walking around, I knew I was doing something right when uh we went because I he see me he's seeing me pray now and this is recent this is like in the last year some change um him seeing me pray at night or he'll wake up and I, baby mommy's okay I'm just praying you know right. he asks questions and you know I you know I'm teaching him you know call on Jesus when you're scared and you know um reading him it's not every night uh, I do it and then I fall off a little bit I do it fall off a little bit um but reading him reading him the Bible at night or reading him Christian stories and stuff like right. that. It's like, you know, just getting in that groove of that. And, you know, we were in the store and he's, he wore his flip-flops out. We just ran to the store real quick on my lunch break. And uh, he's like, do I have to keep that? Uh-huh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, I'm going to check on something real quick. Okay. Um, oh, he was asking if he could take his flip-flops off. And I was like, why? He's like, they hurt. So he took the shoes off and he goes, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Right? And it just, it tickled me so much because it was like, okay, God, I'm doing something right. Thank you. You know? And, right. um, and then, like I said, um, I want to make sure, and it's not like me trying to get one up or nothing, but like I told you, me and his father aren't equally yoked. So his father is a Muslim and his grandfather is a Muslim, you know? So there are, God revealed this to me. The reason why I have kids, you know, I was like, who does that? Who has kids with felon? I already know the reason. A lot of people do. Well, you know, I just the reasons why I have kids with the men that I have kids with is because I I have the assignment of breaking the generational curses on those families. Oh, and it. Is it's so much to just think about and to just digest. And I know that the work that I have to do is important. And, uh, but it's just like, sometimes it's like, well, why me, God? But I know why, but it's just, I know that there's a, a road ahead of me and I know that God chose me. And that, that brings in that me knowing. So God has revealed my purpose. God has revealed certain assignments. So I know my purpose as a mother 
I know my purpose as a creative. You know, I know what I'm saying, but it's the, the road getting there, you know, but I'm excited about it. But then there's, it's not a fear, but it's like, how in the world am I going to be able to do this? You know? Like, you can't even blink and take your eyes off of God. Like, you truly have to stay constantly and continually in prayer and praise and and worship like everything you know is what you have to do because i think that's a particular situation but i think all of these generate all of these children can get a taste of breaking some generational curses this new generation coming up is going to be super powerful because they don't they don't see I just told somebody that I was going to mention that before. Um, I was talking to somebody about dating mm-hmm. and women who are like me. I know there's all sorts of women, but women like me that I have talked to and got to meet. We meet men and date men based off of what we see they could be. Oh, see, yeah. Men don't do that. Men date you now because of your pretty dark skin, your long girl. Like, whatever it is they see, that's what they're dating. Right. If you're doing X, Y, they don't, if you never change from the day they met you to the day you die, they are okay with that. We don't meet men who fit that quality. Oh, that sounds miserable. <laughs> I, I can't be with somebody that doesn't evolve. I just, but men are okay with that. They don't want you to really change. They want you, if you go to church on Sundays, great. Now you want to go on Tuesdays, we got a problem. Yeah, I've, I've noticed you that. Do, don't change. Us, that. If that man say he at church on Sunday, he go, hey, baby, I'm going on Tuesday. You're like, hey, you want to ride? You want me to take you? What, what do I need to do? Exactly. To and then we're like, hey, why don't you do this? I think that this would be a good idea for your business. So I think, well, I see, I see, man, I can't even tell you all the ways that I've invested into people and, 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 and put time and energy and effort. And it's like all this effort you was putting on other people, what effort did you put into yourself? And how much effort did you put into God? You know, How much more effort is God putting into you? And you say, oh, thanks for the energy. Right. Change right. it with somebody else. Or thanks for that blessing. Let me share it with... What? Do you, what? Exactly. And I tell people that the way that God... Get, I don't want to roll with people and you got a consequence coming. And that was my thought. Yes. Listen. Look. Look. Because look. you know people rain clouds. They really? follow them. Look, I have made that mistake. I'm getting under other people's rain clouds and hey. wondering why is it storming. It ain't storming because of me. It's storming because you're standing with that person and that's their rain cloud. Right. I don't. I don't. I don't want any part of that. And I don't want to give anybody any parts of mine for real. But I do know that this stuff is real, and that's what people don't get. You got, you got to understand the whole story. You know, people want to pull a scripture here, pull a scripture there, a thought here, a thought there, revelation here, revelation there, and roll with it. Like, for instance, let's go with the prodigal son. 
Yeah, dad was happy he showed up. Even the housekeepers and everybody, I'm sure the cooks and everybody who paired a meal. My own blood brothers, not the. Yeah. How much closer can you be than my brother? Right. Not happy that I am home in the kingdom with that. But I can, I, I mean, yeah, but I can understand that too. Yeah. You know I'm saying like, hold on, I, I've been faithful. Mm, yep. God, I went through this. Hmm. We talked about it earlier. Yes. You mean to tell me I went through this this feeling when I got fired, right? The sister that I didn't talk to for years, my mom brought her in the company months before I got fired. So I was like, what, you supposed to be replacing me or something? And it was like, no, 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 no. We just want y'all to work together. And then some stuff started shifting. And I got upset because it felt like, I was the shift. <laughs> she was taking, you know, when I lost my job, she assumed my job. So it felt like she took my job. And uh, when my daughter was moved out, they, you know, moved my daughter with my sister. So it, was, it felt like, so what, you just want to take over my life? What's up? You know, and I'm, you know, is it for real? All right, well, take it over there. You know, it just felt like it was just so, so my much bitterness and hatred because it felt like that was the instance of a prodigal son like she wasn't interested in your business the last 10 years i've been working for you since 07 right. i've been working for you all these years I, i've been wiping butt i've been doing all this i've been working with the clients i've been doing payroll i've been doing this i went to a meeting a, the day after i got out the hospital having my daughter like if there's no i come in with the flu like I felt like that was my loyalty. So it felt like, why should she get praised just because she coming in? But see, that's that's that spirit of, of jealousy in there too. And then that's that spirit of feeling like entitlement. Mm -hmm. I have a problem with feeling entitled, you know, cause you know, but the fact of the matter is, like you said, his brother wasn't even happy for him. Mm -hmm. We can understand it because we're human and we've been in those situations, but if the tables were turned, the brother would have liked him to be welcomed. He would have liked himself to be welcomed back. You know what I'm saying? Because it feels like it's unfair. Well, why? Like, I feel why like he, he, the brother didn't, you can't, mm -hmm. you can't. And I tell people that, and I stop saying it unless I have a story to back it up. I can't, he can't tell me how the prodigal son felt dealing out in the street. Nobody who's pushing a Porsche can pull up next to you in your car and be like, girl, I remember when, and keep it moving. No, remember when what? You remember when what? No, I remember the struggle, how I had to get this car. This is what, you know, if they explain it, that's one thing. But you telling me you left. I left this kingdom. I went and I had a ball. So I thought you didn't leave. You don't know what I went through out there. And you don't care. In your mind, I never would have left. Great for you. Kudos. I did that. And unless you would, I have told several people, people be like, man, I don't speak to my, go home. Right. <laughs> you can go home. Right. Because right. like I said, like God saved the seat for me and I was doing so you know, I felt like the brother before and I felt like the prodigal son at the same time, you know, in different instances, but yeah, 
they you can't tell me what I went through. You don't know all the stuff I've cried, all the all the all the different battles I faced, all the it wasn't I thought it was fun, but I had to realize like you know, I had fun partying, but all the stuff that come with it, that's what? like you it's... said, chaos. Nobody who wants to live that way. I had to sit back when we sit back and think about it. And I was able to sit back and be like, all right, so I worked all day. I did my nine to five. That means I got up at six in the morning. <laughs> I'm not back home until 7 p.m. with traffic and everything. So I worked 12, I've been up 12 hours. Now you want me to meet you at the club. That means shower. That means get something to eat. That means get dressed. Now we're at the club. I don't want to dance with anyone here. I definitely don't want to go with anyone here. Okay, period. I need a case that joint. I see it. I'm drinking. Now things are starting to look a little different. <laughs> right. Right. So now I'm going home and do whatever I decide to do because this is my life. Mm-hmm. I got to be at work. Oh, wow. Look at the time. Two hours. So I haven't slept. I've, none of this I've had maybe, I tell people, honestly, a night out after work was maybe about 30, 45 minutes. I can say it was a great time. I dance. I dance. I dance. But the beginning and the end of when I'm hungry and the bar is now closed and not start the kitchen's closed. Only thing I can eat is White Castle that's going to make me sick at work tomorrow. Oh, God. All of my options here, I get back and I look. I'm like, what was so fun? The fact that th- there's some churches that still allow you to dance in the building. But where did you feel like was so much fun? The drunk and sleeping in the cab and you don't know what happened? Or what part? So you do, I sat back, I mean, anything, even being with women, being with the girls, hanging out with them, and then your name gets caught up in something that you say, I get it. Oh, Lamar, I understand. I'm like, I didn't, right, now I got to fight. It was just, it was constant. And people are like, y'all had fun in my heyday. I'm like, "Mm, I didn't, right? between the, I, fights, the arguments, the the, the going out the club scenes, I'm always looking at people. My I used to have a thing with wondering why why someone else and not me, right? Mm. Why her man want to come out with her and mine don't? Why this? Like it was just it was in my head so much, right? And it was um, I just now I realize I just I tried like last month to go out. I just realized I'm just out of place and that's okay. You stand out. I stand yeah, out. What is it set apart? Set apart. And I realized, yeah. you know, I would think, well, one of my girlfriends, she makes friends. We've been friends since we were six. We, she's more like family, but um, she makes friends everywhere she goes. So she goes to classes. She, she always meets people. And I used to say, you don't even like people. She don't even like people. And everybody <laughs> wants to talk to her and be her friend. And I genuinely want to meet people. And I genuinely like people. And nobody be talking to me, right? So I'm like, what is this? I go out, you know. Um, and when I was in relationships, I used to be like, I bet you get approached every day. Da, da, da. Not like that. I mean, sometimes. But who wants to be approached by somebody just looking at them for their butt? You know? No, I don't want that. You know, that's not. You know? Think- just like we knew, um, they know what's a waste of their time. 
and you absolutely get enough to sit with me, talk to me, and understand she's too serious. I'm just looking for a good time tonight. She ain't about it. So I learned to not, and I'm not saying all the men I dated or all the men I met. Um, I just know, even in my friendships, like my guys would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even hook you up with none of my homeboys. All my homeboys are trash. Like, no, nobody know, like, you're great. You can do business with us. We can sit and chat. And maybe in 10 years when we grow up, if you're available, but they know they full of mess. And that it's, uh, they can see. That's beautiful. Yeah. That you're not that. So yeah. as you're sitting there, I mean, it's not cool that all your homegirls you roll with get hollered at, not you. It's kind of like, so am I rolling with the wrong people here? Yeah, yeah at first I was like, and you know what? <laughs> this is so crazy vain, right? So I've always been very shapely. I mean, I've gotten bigger the past few years, whatever. But I was, I was so about images, right? Yep. I didn't want to go out with other big girls. I really didn't even make friends with other bigger girls, right? Because I cared about aesthetics, right? So if I'm going out, one of my friends, like when she had lost too much weight, I'm like, uh-uh, I don't want you going out with me. You're too little. You know what I'm saying? Like you had, you got to at least be thick, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not going to go out with you and I look too big. And I, you know what I'm saying? I just, you know, like, oh, she she thick. Oh, her girlfriend thick too. Look, yeah, I cared about stuff like that. So that was my role dog, right? And um, I mean, we was going out, hanging out for years. Maybe we were friends for uh we were friends for about 18 years. We just stopped being friends about two years ago. Um, and this was, you know, that was my going out partner. We just, you know, but I cared about how we look. And I cared about who, about who I made friends with. And I was telling uh, my girl Bree the other day, I was like, girl, I've never had no big girl friends before. And I, I kind of like it. Y'all know where the snacks are, right? <laughs> and she just laughed at me. And I was like, no, I've never gone out with anybody. And I just, I didn't have to worry about sucking it. I was comfortable. But in the setting I was in, I just realized like, I don't really fit into like clubs and stuff like that. Like, right. and I just came to grips, like, this is why I never really enjoyed it. It wasn't because I didn't have the best clothes. Um, because at certain points I did. I um, did. Yeah. It wasn't because like I didn't have the money because I would just spend my money and drink and have a good time. And I didn't mind, you know, I used to even pay for my friends to come out with me if they didn't have money, just because I wanted to go out and have a good time. But the thing about it is, it's like, like you said, like, did I ever really have a good time? And the answer is really like stumbling in the heels and doing this and being uncomfortable. Right. The lines, the, the security, right. The answer really is, no. no, not really. And it's if you think about it, if you think about it, I really didn't have a good time. And yeah. and then I got to the point where I thought that I was maturing and I was like, oh, well, I don't want to go to clubs. I'll just go to a bar or something. And then that's weird because. It, it just is now. Um, <clears throat> it just is now, you know, like the people like. But I pull numbers from old white men thinking I'm doing something, right? Weird, Shereen. 
what are you doing? Right, um, right not you. Just doing stuff. Just doing just stuff. Do just, just, just do it, right? Do it. <laughs> and then, you know, recently it was like, oh, you know, a couple of years ago, I'm like, oh, no, I'll stay in and, you know, playing cards and stuff like that, not realizing the people I'm out here playing cards with, they're people full of demons. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a demonic playground over here. We all get drunk, get high, doing this, playing yeah. cards for hours. Our kids doing stuff they ain't got no business doing. Singing, mm-hmm. thinking, thinking that me and these people are friends, and God is so good. He is so good. He knows my weaknesses because I don't think my walk would have taken me this far if I had still been friends with the person I was just if I had still been friends with her right. I don't think my walk would have been we fell out over we didn't even fall out something happened one of our kids did something to another one of our kids and we disagreed about it and I waited for her to call me and I guess she waited for me to call because I'm always calling but you know at this time I know I was right so she just never called and we never <laughs> after 18 years she never called me and we just never spoke after 18 years of friendship talking every single day. So God had to, and that felt like a breakup to me. Um, I've had one, which is crazy, probably about the same time um, and probably the same length of time in uh, maybe in even, even in the years that we were together as far as friends. Um, I couldn't tell you what we, what we fell out about. Something that clearly it meant more to her on the fallout than it did to me. Um, but where I was when it happened two years ago, I had seen so much stuff that God was doing in my life mm-hmm. that it fell along the lines of that's okay. Yeah. It, yes, it felt like a breakup or yes, it felt hard. Like, Dad, I thought you were going to be here. But I got to the point where I realized now no matter what the visions are mm-hmm. that God is showing me uh, that I'm going to do this or do that, and maybe I see people there that I know and don't know, I don't know the process. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to deny the word, the, the, the vision. I want that. So if it means letting this go, bringing this in, dealing back with that one or not, de- have your way. Mm-hmm. And Am I going to mess it up? Probably. <laughs> like, yeah, why, well, why not? Like, yeah, of course. But the thing is, is that I have a different understanding. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be like it was before. Right. You know, like we talked about the car. Once we get a new car or, you know, we have the car, we have, yes, go clean it. Yes, go vacuum it. Yes, show God, you know what? I'm going to take better care of myself. That's what, like, for real, the eating makes the difference to me. Um, I have type 2 diabetes. When I'm doing right, my number looks great. When I'm not doing right, I am full-blown in tears. Like, oh, God, they're going to cut all my fingers and toes. Uh, uh, Yeah, it's not funny. It's not funny, but... what I do, but you're also the same person that goes by the little baby potatoes and thinks you should eat all 20 of them that came in the bag. Ultimate, you know, you only can eat three. Mm-hmm. In your situation, you should cook the three. I don't tell people to deny themselves of the food they like. Um, as the nutritionist, I saw doesn't, you know, she agrees. 
but the little bag, you ain't got to cook the whole bag. And I was like, and it was funny when she told me, she was like, you don't have to cook the whole bag of anything. I was like, what? What? Well, we go through shopping. It's like stuff like that that's common sense. That's like, no. It's like a light bulb. Like, she was like, you know, you can go to McDonald's and order a small fry. I said, I've never, I've never, why not? You're super size. She was like, you can't. You can't eat the potatoes. I was like, what am I going to do with a small order of fries? Enjoy. Be thankful. My girlfriend just told me that. She said, <laughs> She might look. This is this this is like the last week. This is not even a week ago. She's like, uh, I was like, girl, I, I know because we went to the gym, right? So we went to the gym. We worked out hard, okay? Because I was like, let's get back in it, girl. You know, we kind of like dared each other. Well, I could go now. Oh, well, I'm gonna go put my pants on. So it was like a gym thing, right? So then the next day I take her to go get her car or something. And uh I'm looking at the Arby's. I'm like, I really want a Jamocha shake, right? And she's like, oh, I love those. I was like, girl, I'm addicted. And she's like, I said, and I was like, I don't say that often. And I was like, but I want at least one a week. Like, I haven't been having it, but I I actually, like, I think about it. Like, I'm being like, man, I want a Jamocha shake. Like, I think about it the last couple of weeks. So she's like, well, you know, you know, and I was like, it's going to be hard. Not. She's like, well, you can have a snack size. I said, a snack size? I don't know if you've seen that meme with, like, Soldier Boy, like, like Drake, right? Where he's just looking like, this is so preposterous. I was like, a, I know, yeah. a snack size? What? I want yes. What is the ability? Enjoy. To be done. She's, Enjoy. Like, she's like, yeah, just get a taste for it and move on. I'm like, no, I want to enjoy. <laughs> I want to enjoy the shake. It's just like, no, Shereen, just, just, and I'm like, I, I messaged her later after I had my medium. I thought I did something with the medium, right? Because I usually get the large. I thought I did something, because, I mean, the price difference is like, man, it's only 60 cents for almost twice as much, right? But that's what they get you, right? Um, I had a medium, right? I posted in my Snapchat, right? I'm just now trying to start with social media stuff on Snapchat and stuff. She's you got like, it. She's like, girl. She's like, you went and had another one? I was like, what? <laughs> I said, what? What are you talking about? She's like, I saw the shake in your story. And I was like, oh, but that one was a small. You know, so I, I, got, I got a medium with her and then I went and got a small, but that snack one, I don't think I could get down to a snack size. I don't know. But yeah, that small fry. That what am I doing with it? I have a plan for the super size. Like, I get them to give me different sauces. They're like, well, you, you know, that many sauces, you got to pay that extra 40 cents. That's fine. Give me two more. Like, I, whatever. There's no limit when it comes to food for me. Like, you know, I mean, I, when people are telling me, all I need to know that you want me to, you want to bring me something, just tell me where you go. Right. That's all you got to tell me. You're going to Chick-fil-A already know, give me the nuggets, give me the 12 pack, <laughs> not the as much as they can give you. If they got a 20, get that one. Right. I want that spicy deluxe with pepper jack cheese, baby. Right. <laughs> I, 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 I don't even have to go pull it up for nothing new. Wendy's guy, you know. They, whatever you're going, I already know the menu. Right. 
See, uh, you don't want to go see your doctor. See, let me tell you, my doctor did the okie doke. I wish I could call her out on this and, and send it to her. But my doctor did the okie doke. So I called, my medicine ran out for my type two. So I'm like, this is why I don't like to get new medicine, because when it's time to refill, y'all don't do your part. She was like, oh, we don't do our part. She was like, did you take your test? Did you did you come back and get your... I was like, oh, no, nah, I ain't had time. She was like, yeah, I ain't got time to do no refill while I'm seeing your, your, your score, your numbers. Oh, no, she didn't, did she? Oh, I, I called her boss. No, you didn't. Her. I was like, yeah, like, you real cute. <laughs> you real cute. So I had to go do the A1. Now I'm scared. I'm shaking. She said, why are you so scared? Because I, I know these numbers are bad. She was like, have you not been good? I was like, I, I, I fall back and forth and said, do what I want. Then the next day, I'm like, I shouldn't have done it. Right. Right. But they look good. The numbers, yeah. They look good. She was like, they can be better. She was like, you don't have to do the whole checking your numbers every day. And you don't have to go that route. I think I'm like at like a close to an eight or something like that. But it was from a 14, um, which is extremely high. Now, I've had better numbers. I've had a six. But that was like, I was strict with myself. Mm-hmm. And to get back to that is where you need to be. Because it's about you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to um, be with my forever man. And he's like, I only give him two, three years because of my health. I want longevity for him to have with me. And I want him to care about himself that much too. Not so just that, your work isn't it, done. You're right. your purpose in the kingdom. Right, I have a lot to do. And you're and giving I others the opportunity to fulfill their yes. work and get on. I'm 36 and I'm just now 35. That was my first adult production. You know, I've, I've tried. I've, I've auditioned at Little Theater of Virginia Beach, Little Theater of Norfolk. But their, their, their productions are primarily um, light-skinned. <laughs> like, actually, Got it. Light-skinned. Got it. Um, so really... I'm going into the audition knowing that I don't fit. You understand? Yes. And, and now, especially now that I've gone to like, um, I've done some um, acting classes or whatever. It's like, it's not just finding a role that suits, you know, because I, if you want me to water plants in the background, I will. <laughs> just put me on them credits, babe. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I did it. <laughs> you put me a gardener, Shereem Owens. I'm okay with that. You know, I'll work my way up. But um, you're doing work because you're giving those of us with a God conscious that want to do work and that want to be a part of productions in, in a manner that glorifies God, you're giving us a foot in. And that's, that's so important. It is so important that I had this opportunity and, and this isn't to like boost you or like, you know, I'm just being real. I got it. It's so important that I had that opportunity when I did, that you started that production when you did, because it gave me something to look forward to when I'm feeling homeless and, and without, and this is like, oh my God. God is still using me for my talents. God is going to use me 
in any capacity, you know, he's going to use me when I, I feel like I have nothing. Yes. What? And, and, and now my name, like, you don't even understand seeing the, um, the program, the credit thing you said with the, our bio right up. That was a highlight. I'm like, oh my God. Like that was, that was big for me because it's like, sometimes I feel like when you hold on to a dream and you're like, well, I know God told me that I can have this and you don't see the evidence of it. Sometimes it's hard, even for those of us with a lot of faith. But Trust just, me, I know. Yes. Seeing something physical was a reminder. Like, Hey, you said it was just perfect timing. So I, did that. I, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. I found that out when I was talking to somebody that's part of the production. And she was like, wow, I didn't know you were doing that much. I was like, what do you mean? She was like, well, I didn't know. Like when you don't know what's going on, you assume everything. Right. And I was like, my God, how many people are like, oh, nothing happened. This so when I had hit up another person, like, hey, you know, I'm about to do fellowship talk, you know, do you want to participate? The audiobook. I was like, I'm doing an audiobook, do you want to participate? They was like, oh, the movie didn't work out. And I'm like, I didn't what? Right. They was like, oh well, I don't know. I said, okay, folks. Let me reach out to my team because you guys don't know. I've worked on this, I've worked on it. This is the this is the outline of our time frame because once we record, like you might have had like two days. There's eight other days we recorded, but you only know about your days. So you're like, well, why haven't I seen my footage? Why can't I get a reel? Well, I realized that when I saw the scope of it, and I realized just how many. Like I didn't even realize that even with that production, right? Like, cause I, you know, I, I'm not, like, I got there late and you were like, oh, it's okay. You don't have to be in that scene. I'm like, what? I only have this amount of scenes. I'm thinking in my head and I'm like, God, all right. I yeah. It's all good. And then when we go to the church and I'm like, oh, <laughs> look at all these people. Who is she? Who is she? And all of them have felt the same way. And they, you know? and that wasn't everybody. I mean, yeah, it's and just that's insane. And so yeah. I'm looking at it and I'm like, Oh, you know, and then when you send us the thing for the audiobook, you know, it kind of was like, you know, because I'm still like, and you know what, I'm gonna be honest, I like being a, I like being like, oh, well, I'm in a faith based production, but it's an NDA, so I can't talk about that makes me feel so important. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you one of the guys he had said it, he said, um, that God led him to participate. He said he didn't have a clue why. Would God have him hit mine that has no experience, no past history? I've done podcasts, but not film. So um, he said he hit it and he contacted me. He said, and then I hit him that what you need to complete the NDA. He said, if she don't know anything, she know this one. He said, and I'm a fool with you. And he's been fooling with me since. He's busy and, you know, everyone gives me like advice. They send me like the stuff, like, hey, try this, look into that. It's, 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 a completely unfamiliar territory. I love it. Um, and what and what I want to do, and this is what I was explaining to people, is that I can send them bits of this, bits of that. I want to gather it together and say this is everything well, we yeah, have. Yeah, because that's a lot of editing. If you think about it, yes, making a like a clip, a minute long clip takes time. That's a lot of editing. So that editing process can take months you know so I figured that once I once I saw like I was like once I got uh, understanding of the scope of it 
But something I really enjoyed was like doing that voiceover. I'm not sure who that guy was with them. I just, I don't, I felt like, oh, okay, this is something else I can do. I took a voiceover class, but it wasn't the same as having a mic because we weren't, we were, it was during a okay. pandemic. So we had to go virtual, but I liked having that microphone in there with the walls and stuff. That was that was awesome. I think I wanted, my goal was to make sure that you have as much exposure as you can possibly get. Mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, because even like, even this, I'll edit it. I'll put a couple pieces with Miss Myra, you know, that can go towards the film like we're doing your one-on-one. But like parts of this, I do want it to be on TBN or, you know, CBN, whoever allows us probably more than anything be Daily Gospel Network. Um, I do have a connection with them through another church and they're pretty dope, but I want to put it, this is going to be a lot of editing. You know, I have all the things to do and then I have to do my B-roll where I'm introducing this, you know, like, Hey, we're going to go into this group. So it's still some stuff that needs to be done, but this is the last of it. So once this is done, then I'm going to stop, edit everything put things back to pieces together so you guys can see the progress because my team knows what to do, but they need me to be like, Hey, let, let's do this. So between the audio book, which I think is going to be so dope um, because what I'm going to do is the footage that we have for the film. Mm. I'm going to put it with the audio. Mm. So that will be your trailer. So when we're doing like your story and you're telling it, We'll show scenes of you, what footage we have, and you're telling your story, and then, hey, get the audio book. So we've already recorded a lot of the footage of the, of the audio book. So that will take us to several months. But I'm ready to, I want to go on tour. That's my big goal. I want to go on tour. I want to do fellowship talk at different churches. I want to meet different people. Um, I'm not so stuck on it has to be Lamaya that hope. I don't care if they got 500. I'm like, yo, you good to do 50? The same concept, just talk to the people. Yes. Tell them your story and hear theirs. Yes. It's a lot of people who don't realize, who, who hate themselves. I remember people who used to park down the street from work. They're like, my car sucks. I'm like, it couldn't make it here. I didn't know you were embarrassed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I knew, if I found out now, then I would say, girl, if you don't come park up front, I think that's a big part of our mission too is um, and I was thinking about it yesterday with my hands lifted up and walking through the church and thank you Lord thank you Lord I think that this it's it's our job to make others feel comfortable yes and in, in, in loving loving God and in giving praise and in just surrendering that that pride and that what are other people going to think of me what are they gonna because none of that matters when it now you're talking like the prodigal son's father see it none of that matters i am so happy you're home right like that's how god sees us i don't care about Right. It's one of those I, I get the same feeling like when my kid was sick and we go to the emergency room and you're like, 
and you literally cannot stop breathing because you're waiting on results yeah. and they're like, go home, you're like, oh, thank you, Jesus. But yeah, you're right. I don't care that he got sick because he ate a cookie or stuck a leg off his nose. <laughs> Jesus, it's going to be okay. Like, I don't, I'm not going to bring you home and beat you for it now. Like, I don't care. I'm happy that you're Right, home. exactly. When you can get that understanding of how much God loves you, Yes, and I, I, I understand. I, I, this is where I want to stay. I don't yeah. want. I don't want to move, God. Don't yeah, move. I, like I said, um, it's 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 something to have peace mm. in in different situations, and yes. it's it's something to to have joy when when others in your situation will be crying or feeling another way. And with that, just alone, it's like, God, I don't, I don't want to be anywhere, but here, you that's know, it. cause it's, that's it. I've that's done it. it. I've done it. And it just, it was, all right, but it won't pop in like this. Like I'm, I'm cool. Even when I'm not cool. Understand. This is back to what you were saying, how you answer the phone at work. Now the greeter at the door, if you got the greet, the newcomers at the king, can you imagine us saying, all right, we're going to follow Christ. That's what we're going to do. And we walk in and they're like, welcome. You got questions now. Okay. You, like, you want to come to this Walmart? You don't want to come. You know, and then you know you go into restaurants to eat, and you bring in them business, and they like, oh, it's nine o'clock. We're closing an hour. Yeah, that's a whole hour. It don't take me no right. hour to eat. It don't take you an hour to cook. But you like, imagine you going in? Can you imagine going in places and they're clapping? And they're like, Shereen is here. Shereen is Like, they got... You know what? That's what we were talking about. That's what... That's kind of what my mom spoke on last night. And she was talking about living holy. And how when you when you live holy, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, like in, you're in church, you speak to the other people you see. Yes. You welcome people. And, yes. and people know it because it radiates out of you. You yes. know what I'm saying? And that's... That's how the body of Christ should be. But we have to, like you said, work on each ourselves individually to make sure that we are radiating that love. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because I could be angry and evil and spiteful and stuff like that. But um, my supervisor, the yep. you get more flies. Wait, you get more, you get more flies. You get more bees with honey. Right. Than vinegar. Right. So being sweet and being kind and welcoming, I think that makes people more comfortable. So many people have bad experiences in church. And I think that, uh, oh, this is, okay. <laughs> I, have, I have a theory, right? Okay. Have you ever heard people say, oh, these people are crisis actors? No. Okay, so there are people that uh, if you look at some of like these commercials and stuff like that with uh, or even um, these tragic events that happen in the news and stuff like that, because we know that all news isn't real news. Some of that right. stuff is propaganda. Right. So they have stuff that they call crisis actors, which are people that are just oh, crying and falling all over the place and stuff like that who are actually who are actually actors and you'll see somebody and yeah they have them there's this one little boy that was he's an actor 
but they, it came out because he was in like one of these like little save the kid commercials when he was younger <laughs> and he's a crisis actor right so that's that's where our conspiracy theorists are like, oh, they like try to pinpoint, oh, do you remember this lady from this commercial? Oh, how was she in four different tragedies? Are they recycling these crisis actors, right? So I think that the enemy places these crisis actors in church, right? Like these crisis Christians, right? In church, sometimes. And got me, got me sitting up on this one. <laughs> I think that sometimes the enemy might use people around us to get us in a bad mood or in a bad place Definitely. or even put the wrong people in position to rub people the wrong way and get them to have that experience because a lot of people aren't in church because they've had negative experiences or because they've experienced people who have turned them away um I remember my daughter was like a year old and I had her dad come to church with me and they're Puerto Rican his family's Catholic so they don't really do like Pentecostal they that that's a big jump for them big right. Jump, right so he comes to church with me and his pants are sagging right everybody else hey brother how you doing he's he's excited that there's a coffee the what the church has a coffee shop oh my god right I, I, I would be too <laughs> oh my god he was like over the moon excited he was like I might come back right at first and then after service somebody approaches him you know, while I'm talking to my family, somebody approaches him and it's like, you really came to church dressed like that? Like, what made you think it's okay to come here looking like a thug? You know? And I didn't know about it until it was time for me to ask him to come back the next week. But simple stuff like that turned him off. He had a great experience, enjoyed the service, enjoyed worship. And that's, that's somebody that we could have had in the body of Christ for years. My daughter's 12 now. She was only a year. That's 11 years ago. I have a story similar to that that goes back 30 years. See what I'm Me saying? And my friend went to a church. We had to be 13, 14 years old. And um, I mean, she, she, we grew up in the same neighborhood. Like we had nice stuff. Um, and she had a short dress on. And the lady did uh gave her a prayer cloth to put over her skirt and i told her i was like you ain't gotta use like i don't know anybody i'm like yo give her that like uh, you ain't she's like i don't want to use that. i was like no like so what i don't have an understanding of what just happened so when i go tell my mom you know my mom's you know explaining to me they dealt with that woman correctly in the church letting her know you don't do that that way yeah, you can ask if she wants one for comfort, if that's the case, you know, or if she's fallen out, but something like that. She's 14. She's, I mean, she's visiting. She's, she's a not child. She's a child. Not, and I think that that's the thing, too, is like they're over-sexualizing certain things in the church. So, right. like. We weren't on the front row. You know, ain't no 14 year old coming into church on purpose on the front row. We weren't on the front row. No. So, we were kind of out of sight anyway. But so that, that can make like, her a complex, like, exactly. like, I come to a church and this, like, think about, you already coming to a church, you already out, you know, I guarantee you invited her, you know, so I went to her church and was told what I had on wasn't sufficient, that could give her a complex of some sort. You're gonna have, these churches are going to have to make their mind up. Either you're going to welcome people as they are and let God do his thing, or stop welcoming them. 
If you want to just preach to your own personal friends or preach and teach to your own saints, that's fine. Not by me, but that's fine. Don't tell people, come, don't wear that. Come, don't put the makeup on. I've heard stories of people preaching, changing the message because they see certain people in the You can't do stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Personal. Personal. And a lot of times these people but they feeling convicted of themselves. Exactly. I had, I had a preacher and I had a dream. Sometimes I have dreams about stuff before they happen, right? Mm. So I had a I dreamt about this man. This is on a previous job. Dreamt about him, right? Saw his face. I had a couple of deja vu's as I call them, where I saw him. So once again, the enemy trying to trick me with weeds versus wheat, right? Mm-hmm. And um, the man said he 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 a preacher, he a deacon or something, right? And um, he owned a funeral parlor, right? He made good money. He come there work work at my old job as a second job, right? So he trying to, you know, God told me you're supposed to be my wife. Right. And this is when I, you know, right just now delving into God again. I'm at my mom's house. I'm pregnant. So, you know, that kind of attention, I, you know, is uh, I'm pregnant, you know, visibly, you know, and it's just like, well, you know, I'm this. He's like, it's okay. I'll stay there. You know, let's get to know each other. And then once you have the baby, you know, I'm, I'm not looking for nothing from you until we're married, this, that, and the third, like certain stuff like that. It's like something good. Sound good, mm-hmm. right? Come to find out, this man got all kind of. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to say without revealing who he is. <laughs> find out, uh, this man got all kind of freaky fetishes and dealing with uh, homosexuality fantasies and stuff like that, and blah blah blah. And he called the man, and and I lied to you not. I wasn't with it, so he offered my other co-workers like he was a sugar daddy type thing. And um, tell you, this, the man, he called himself a pastor. The man went blind. He went blind. I lied to you not. I lied to you not. Within a year of that, because I was like, nah. And just, you know, and men, people that profess salvation some stuff like that is a turnoff think about if I was a a new Christian and this man's telling me he a pastor and I'm like and I don't have anything if I did if I wasn't raised in that in that atmosphere and I didn't have discernment and know that everybody that say they saved even if they are saved everybody ain't the same type of saved you know what I'm saying you know there's levels to this levels to this right so you know just like people say they could cook yeah, can you cook oodles and noodles? Can you cook lamb chop? Can you cook Thanksgiving right. dinner? Exactly what this. does this mean to you? Exactly, right? Like when you say that has to be part of the questionnaire. <laughs> are you saved? And at what level are you? Are you know, this man talking he wanted me to walk him around on a leash. And I'm like, what? In what? Jesus' name? The, the stuff that this, and I was like, you know what? This is inappropriate. I can't talk about this. You know, like, I, it just, it, it had to be to a point where it's like, well, Lord, if I'm following you, you're going to send me a saved man. What is this? I know this ain't right, right? And I guess it goes back to uh, up your prayer game. 
Right, exactly. So, and this is this is years ago. This is before I'm even, you know, where I'm at now. Because I think with the in and out, the in and out, the in and out, each time it's a level up until I'm like, like you know what? I ain't going backwards. There ain't gonna be no six months, one year this time. Right, I'm yeah, that's 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 done. That's there ain't nothing the world got to offer me that it's nothing. There's nothing in the world that it's but okay. but yeah, so I'm just like what if and sometimes I think like what if I had fallen in these traps? Because like you know what I'm saying? Like that would have been miserable, but people don't know. So when you say, Oh, I'm saved, I'm this, I'm that, and and people that don't know. That's what they expect from church people. They think that they group of the, oh, oh, you're you're yourself. We're supposed to identify each individual as a he, her, them, or they, whatever they got going on right now. But the whole body of Christ is the same? How? We're not. Great. I like that. Your example, you see what I'm saying? We have to... We have to recognize everybody in the world as individuals, but when it comes to Christianity, we're all one big conglomerate. We're not. I'm not the priests. We're not. I have nothing to do with Catholic priests. What are you talking about? That has, no, that's, that has nothing to do with God. That That's sinful. That is that own sin. That's their own struggle. So don't classify me with the Christians. I'm sorry that you went through that. But that's not the experience I've had. My mom was, she didn't, I'd never seen my mom lie, cheat, steal, none of that. She played no game. That's not the example I had. Uh, So when the people talk about their examples, it's like, I'm sorry. I don't, but I think that church. Doesn't encourage you to be a better example though? Absolutely. Because I think that, you know, just even drinking wine in public, like I said before, that made me think like, you know what, this isn't what I want to give off. Like, oh, I still do this and I still do that and I still do this. But you know what? God's on my side. God is on my side. God, Jesus does forgive my sins, all of that. But at the same time, I have to put an effort too. You know what I'm saying? I can't be winning souls, plucking blunts somewhere. Like that's just, (laughs) it don't, it don't mesh. I mean, not come as you are. If you, you could come to church, it got you could, sense to me. Right. your weed and come to church because that's not between me and you. It's not on me to judge you smoking. That's between you and God. And once you get to a certain relationship, God will convict you and tell you what steps you need to follow. Don't have for me. To. Yeah, I don't have to do that. I don't, that's not my business. My business, yeah. like you said, make sure you come. But I think that the enemy puts crisis christians in the church to turn people away right and make people like oh if that's what a saint is i don't want to be that right or put people in our path so we have a bad day at work and we out here cussing people out but tend to you know 364 days i could be like oh hallelujah jesus i love you i love you i love you and the one time you call someone a bald-headed heifer Oh, but she says she's saved. Right. right. And even, right. even I do it and I know better, but it's so easy to do yes. to judge somebody by their one mistake or their one wrong or the one thing that we see. So I think that as Christians, that's we have the to be, point of the movie and Miss My Replace. We have to, I know that we have to be extra careful. And like you because said, we, I, I, you know, I made it very clear that Miss Meyer is super dope. She is everything but a preacher. 
And everybody in the church, everybody in the whole group, when we tell this story, you come across as super dope, except the people in counseling. Your first impression is that these people are in counseling because they, you know, they committed a crime. They were criminal and bad people. But then when we tell their background story, it's kind of like, look at at my character. Like she's, she in there for stealing, but she got her own business. She don't have to steal. No. And she wound up. The way she winds up getting it, I mean, she's watching her kids get snatched out of the car. So she, what she has is what she goes and gets. Now you got on shoplifting? Come on, yo. The crazy thing is, when you cast me for the character, you had no idea I had a history. No. Not I've never, I've never Everybody I've has a history of some stuff with their character. Stuff, right? But with my character, I got my kid take, you didn't know I had an issue with cps before no. you don't know nobody would know so i felt like when i was like the character i'm like well hold on lord well, why is she in my business <laughs> so what? am i supposed to be acting or am i just supposed to be me because uh I don't know exactly how this is like you know i was like hold on should i even do an accent because this is feeling a little too close to home you know but it's it's funny because it's like what you see and what what society might label you as right has nothing to do with who you are at all because all they see is what you did wrong but they don't see what you did right your current your constant fight to do right because right any any sacrifice you know it's not of course not like the ultimate sacrifice of dying on the cross but changing my time being up in the night praying for you going to the jails to catch your kid all these things we're going to show miss myra has done mm-hmm. now i got ready to crucify me because who's in my bedroom right what this don't even have to, y'all can't get pregnant behind it i'm not looking for a child I'm, I'm not even pregnant you know like this this does not affect anybody right but it does because we're following you we're watching you yeah your leadership in my mind, you shouldn't but a leader a leader a leader, a leader. I, believe it or not i'm in school working on management and leadership Nice. So yeah, right. God is good. So with that being said, a leader isn't just about what they say; it's about what they do. Yes. And so for Miss Myra, I would say that even though her decisions doesn't impact them in a direct manner that she thinks, there is a ripple effect because now that her morals are questioned and her yeah. judgment is questioned. Um, there is an amount of, of, of crucifixion that's going to go on because if Jesus can be crucified, anybody can, anybody you know what can. I'm saying, and why and not? you, you, you get judged by your actions, right? You know? So especially they, this is not a secret, right? It's meant to be a secret. And I definitely want people to know there's nothing, everything comes out. Sooner or oh, oh yeah, everything that's done in darkness come to light. <laughs> it will come to light, and none of that moved me. It should have. My first conviction should have been with God, but I'm not upset until y'all trying to remove me from my position. Now I need to show out. Now I need to do. No, 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 no. You should have been kicking and screaming to the altar from when this man approached you. 
Amen. You should have been like, uh-uh, let me talk to my best friend and let her know your husband. What is you doing? Right. But it's so common that we would be like, well, this is my personal sin. It doesn't affect anybody. It does. It the whole kingdom. That's, that's the thing right there where we were talking about earlier with principality, having principles. Mm-hmm. And if you respect me, you wouldn't do this to me. And I think that it's the same thing, you know, even though God forgives us time and time again, to an extent, if we had the right amount of respect, we wouldn't be doing a lot of this. We wouldn't have done it in the first place. Exactly. And it's funny because I know as a disrespectful young adult, (laughs) I'll go there, which is still many years ago. Um, I remember they being like, oh, so-and-so is going to pray. I'm like, oh, Jesus, not for me. Cover me from her prayers. No. <laughs> Cute. But I was disrespectful. I mean, young adult. You know, and I thought it was funny. And, you know, I ain't going to let them pray for me, you know. Stop. But wow. I knew her story. Right. I knew her story. Now, could this person pray down man? The power of God would move. Indeed. But here I go, not keeping it to myself. I'm telling this joke to a friend. Mm-hmm. And who she tell? I started mm-hmm. that. So now everyone's looking at this woman. Mm-hmm. A powerhouse prayer warrior. But because I don't like her, I done, made every, I done turned everybody else. Mm-hmm. No like, like what I was saying with that, my coworker, I could have turned all the people against her. But that's not what we supposed to be here for. No. And um, with your, I just want to say, because we are speaking, this lady, I, and it's not just the crisis actors I'm talking, everybody not supposed to be praying for everybody either. Everybody, you're not supposed to let just everybody pray for you. I believe that. Because yeah. pure cannot come from impure. So sometimes I don't know if you've ever been there, but I know that sometimes I've gone to church and uh, I've gone up to the front, I've gone up to the altar, right? And I, my hair sticking out. Okay, <laughs> I've I've, uh, I've, right, gone, <laughs> I've gone up to the altar and somebody has prayed for me, and it made me feel slimy. Or there was a time where it made you feel off. And that's because some people, and you know, it's everybody that, and those are people that turn you off. Um, they, they do. Because everybody doesn't belong in their positions. You know? You know, so I think that it's important for, because some people don't know that. And they don't know that, you know, Everybody that does this in the front, you know, that's everybody's not supposed to be up there laying hands on people, you know. So sometimes people, you could come to get saved and the whole time you're like, oh, my God, why do I feel like this? Why do I feel sad or depressed? That stuff is like you feel just icky. I have no problem when people ask me to pray for them immediately. I'm like, all right, cool, let's pray. But before I, there's a small stop in between where I'm like, all right, Lord, step in. 
you know, step in my mind, step in my heart, take over. Use me just strictly as a vessel. Everybody doesn't do that. Everybody doesn't do that. Because I know if I'm praying for you and I'm thinking about my son, or it, it's missing. My heart's not where it's supposed to be. If I'm thinking about my boss who just made me mad or a different project and I'm just using words, it should fall on nothing. Sometimes I mean, it shouldn't go nowhere. But when I can say, God, I'm standing here to pray for your people. And be, this is in my mind that everyone has now asked for a covering to pray for us. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. Because this is assuming only way I can do it is if this is my personal church and I trust the pastor. But if I'm visiting, I don't know you and I don't know them. I don't even know if you taught them this. Do you have classes? You you don't have minister classes. So how are these people, your ministers of the church, if they're not getting training? Right. You want them to touch me as if I don't have enough going on? Right, <laughs> right, right. So it's like, I, I, it's, um, it's generally, generally my, my, I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. Like I went up and mother laid hands on me last night and, you know, I'm not a faker. So, you know how some people go, and I'm Pentecostal church, so, you know, some people go up there, get hands laid on them, and they'll fall out. And whereas I'm not a doubter, I still go up there and be like, you know what, Lord, give me a little razzle-dazzle, right? And uh, I felt the spirit move last night, I ain't gonna lie, I felt it last night, but I didn't think I did. I had my hands up, and it's like, okay, put your hands up, tell the Lord, thank you. I did it, and I walked away. I was four or five pews down before I was like, thank you, Lord. You know, I just... This spirit was moving, right? And at first, I'm like, "Are we really about to go down here and get our hands laid? Like it's a procession line? Like it's a, you know, like what's oh up? my goodness, I'm not the soul train line. That's kind of how it felt. But I was like, you know what? I ain't gonna question it, Lord. Let me get this soul train line anointing, right? And the mother laid hands, hey. right? And it was real, okay. But what I will say is that I'm a believer, and I st- not that I had a doubt, but it's still. There, people know the difference. You know, when they come in, when they come into church to be healed, and when they're going through pain, that a lot of people don't have time to be played with like that because it's a, it, it, you playing with people and you playing with people's salvation, you playing with their lives, really, because that's that's eternity we're talking about. So I think that we, as Christians, we got to be more conscientious, and we have to be more aware of our impact. I think that has to come with your personal understanding, your worth, your your position in the kingdom. Where, yeah, you a greeter, but you might have to give some tours. And the one thing that they're watching, and in addition to who else is in here, is you. What do you think about people that are like? um, Because we know uh, this is something that God told me to. I want to write on this. Maybe we could collaborate on this. Okay church hurt look so i'm hanging up now (laughs) um we and we can the film the film is is geared around a hurt for the church but since it's a series Uh is what we're making it as i didn't have to dump it all yeah okay so everyone that's in counseling now does have a hurt. 
Mm. Um, and that's why you have Lady Harmony there, which you guys don't know about. Lady Harmony got it. Unless you read the entire book, Lady Harmony got a story behind oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, she okay. got a huge story behind her. Um, so she has a hurt and a battle. So everybody does too. You know, once we get down to it, and then eventually we'll tell minds and what happened at the church. Okay, you know, I don't want to get into that yet because I like I like yeah, all the because there are some, there are some people who have been hurt by gossip, by lies. I know pretty women have a hard time with other pretty women in the church. I mean, petty stuff. I really don't know what men go through amongst the men so much, but I know for me as a woman, because that's what I am. Can't speak for a man. Um, the hurt is real. And it and it's, it's a lot of people feeling invisible, or like there's a. Yeah. I mentioned that cool kids club. There's cool. There's like uh, cliques in the church. I don't like it, but yes, it's a lot of it. I've seen it growing up. Um, but and a cliques lot in the church can be so powerful because if the cool kids' job or be greeters of whoever's here, that would be so dope. But instead, the cool kids are sitting in one in one area on two pews. You know, they're not welcoming anybody. They're in, they're out. They praise, they worship, they do they they do the whole performance, mm-hmm. and and that's it. And that's what it looks like. But I have been to churches and like on a visit, and they're like, "Thanks for coming. Can all the visitors stand? I don't want to stand personally. I don't, but I do because I'm obedient." Um, and I'll give my name. This is old school. They used to have to give your name, introduce yourself. I don't know if they still do that these days. Uh, I, some churches do. Some people yeah. are like, oh, if you don't want to just, you know, raise your hand real quick. Yeah, so that we can that's acknowledge cute. you with a gift or, you know, stuff like that. That's cute. That's cool. But I'm talking personal. Yeah. I'm talking about who's going to roll up on me and find out what's, what's good. What's, what, how are you? Mm-hmm. Thanks for coming out. Where are you from? What do you do? Mm-hmm. You might have a huge connect at that building that you're sitting and rolling your eyes at this person because they look like they better than you. What? That's crazy. She overdressed. What? If she was underdressed, she'd still be mad. Like, you, I, 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 I know that there's already enough pressure and, and weight on a pastor. And I don't know personally. I'm definitely not one. But I could imagine. But the reality is, unless you start training people how to customer service in the kingdom, you're not going to have a lot of people stay. And I think that this is where the new generation and the younger folks come in, too. Um, I think because a lot of the older, you know, the generation that came before us, you know, like in the the 50s to maybe 70s and stuff like that, 80s, that's their age bracket now, the generation before us. I think that uh, a lot were so consumed with position Mm. that they failed to focus on anointing. I was saying position titles. Position titles, absolutely. I agree. Um, So I think that that is part of where this new generation can come in. And, you know, we know the type of service that we like. We know, like how you were saying, come say hi to me. And we know what we like. So that's the service that we have to give. Information. You know how dope that would be? Say that again. 
they could get my social media information. You know how dope that would be? That you would be church, cool. And they'd be like, yo, are you on Twitter? Like, that's personal. I need personal that connection. Is cool. yeah. I know, I, I, I know people at different churches that if I don't attend and I don't call them for anything, they won't call me either. Who is the birthday person? You got one job. I mean, in this kingdom, I need everybody working. You got one job. Find out when their birthdays are and wish them a happy birthday on their birthday on behalf of us and the family. Period. I don't need you greeting. I don't need you preaching. I need you on the birthday list. That's it. Give these people something to do in your building so people can stop coming and stop leaving. Right. Make people feel special. If you don't show up to the building in a couple weeks, I'm at your house. Hey, girl. That's it right there. I think a lot of people feel lost in the sauce, too. Because I like big churches, but at the same time, I think that the appeal of a smaller church is that personalization that you're talking about. I'm talking about a person. I'm talking about small churches who ain't doing it. I ain't even talking about the mega church because in the mega church, I expected so many of y'all to give these people assignments. And they're not. People don't, you have to be trained. You know why you not, and you don't have the people? I'm willing to do it, but you're not looking at me. I don't think enough. So I don't, I'm I, not I, in that bracket. I'm not in that cool kids club. I don't have all this stuff behind me. Right. I will make sure you know that my name is missionary so-and-so and so I'm just sure right. I said like you know go and I would. right now is my that is my my task at hand because it's like I have to be present and I have to show up so that they know like hey Shereem is serious she wants to do something and I have talents and gifts to offer but I have to make sure I'm present because if I'm not present if I'm not consistent you know, I've... I, I I asked God, I said, put me anywhere, not the pulpit. Right. I went and offered this prayer to anybody else because I did go back and was like, so what that pulpit look like, Lord? <laughs> it's all that. Like. <laughs> but the reality is it's so much work that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And I know like where the laborers, the laborers are in front of you. You just don't like them. Mm-hmm. You don't like them because they don't fit the image. It, I don't care. I don't care if I don't never see the birthday person. You let that person don't have to preach. All she got to do is send the people a text on their birthday. Right. Who cares if that woman's still living in sin? She get up here enough times and she feels she got a job to do. Guess what's gonna happen? She'll be delivered. If you exactly. want to exactly. exactly. Let that girl send birthday wishes to the folks and you make sure she is at the deliverance service when you decide it's time to have one. That's it. Like, you know what? I've been, I've been wanting to get, and this is the, I was trying to do it before the pandemic. I wanted to get my children uh, Christian. You know, they're a little older, but it's like. It's never been done. Right. it's, It's never been done. Right. So it's like, why isn't that stuff offered anymore? You know what I'm saying? Because I have, um, so I birthed two kids. As you have young kids, as they get older, you start to have other children too. So I have others and one has a baby. Oh, my baby, baby. So I I need him christened. I'm like, when is he going to get christened? When is he going to get christened? But they're like, who can do it? When, where, what? 
And I'm sitting there, I just thought of it the other night, like, why can't we just do it? Like, why can't we dedicate this kid to God and God understand the reason why we have to do this is because your other people are not prepared. Mm. They're not offering it. Why can't we clean our hands, go get some white gloves and christen this baby, give a dedication right from your own backyard. Amen. That's what they did in Lion King. <laughs> but that's that's what I'm saying. Like it needs There's to be so many done. things that we count on the church to do that they're not doing. I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I don't know the last time I seen the baptism. Me either. And I know you got to be baptized on in the TikTok. name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Right. I see it on TikTok and I'm like, well, hold on. I ain't never seen this. Not what? in person. Right. When, 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 are, when are you doing these things? White churches are doing it. I'm not trying so to... How are that. you sitting up there talking about you got minister so-and-so and I know minister so-and-so ain't been baptized. Mm. But you don't want to say anything. And this is where my issue is. And these are the, the hurts. That's I grew up hearing you say I got to do this and I got to do that and I got to... Now it's your turn. You exempt? Because well, I was a baby when I was baptized. And I, I mean, some people say it once, but uh-uh. I'm a whole new preacher. So. Well, the thing is, is I think the difference between a Christian, there needs to be a difference between a christening and a baptism. Right. The christening exactly. is the position that the parents make. That's a decision on them. Right. The baptism needs to be a decision you make. Exactly. I kind of fell in the in-between. I had the baptism when I was old enough. My mom was like, you want to do it? I was like, sure. You know, you understand what it means? You're going to do it. It didn't mean you wasn't going to sin. And it it didn't mean you wasn't going to make mistakes. I understood it then. But to this aspect of how I love God and how he loves me, I didn't get it then. And you don't have to wait this long. You just have to make sure that this, when them people are talking about being saved and they want to be saved, they want to join your church, the next step need to be teaching them about what's about to happen in this baptism. And not even that. Not how much they need that. to pay what, in their what time. About the new, what about the new Christian? Remember, they used to have classes when I was younger. New member class. They don't new have them no more. Class. They don't have them no more. They'll have, that's why I have the books, the journey, because now I'm feeling like people have turned, they have the church hurt, and now I want you to be able to get into the books, see how the books are designed and roll, and now be a, follow your journey, answer the questions and talk about your past. This should not, this should, this fellowship talk should not, should be done with the pastor and the church. Bible study should not be, let's go line by line and you listen to what I'm having to say. Let's talk about it. Because right. I don't know what's real in your, in your lane. We come back on here. We have other people that show up later and we're going to hear their stories. And we're going to That's something that you might, I enjoy Bible study with the extra teaching. But I feel like Bible study, like you said, should be like a question answer. I should be able to ask questions. You better not interrupt. <laughs> because I asked my mom, I was like, can I raise my hand? And I know she was like, no, sure, and be quiet. Right. But it was it was a real question. The Bible study was on. Um, this is a few months ago. The Bible study was on. Um, and it's funny because I thought about it when you said it, like how we uh, the, the games, we play games to relate or. 
that was in the same line as um, the Bible. So he was talking about the different games as it relates to the body of Christ, like battleship, as far as uh, strategy and stuff like that. And right. this particular one, I can't even remember the game that he referenced, but regardless, the, it was talking about how uh, we need other people in our walk yes right how like we have to spend time with jesus we have to spend time alone with god right um we have to spend time alone with him we also have to spend time we spend time with our friends and then we spend time in our assignments yes right so he's talking about how there's different pieces that we need um in order to be whole so you can't just be and this is at a time where i was like jesus is my bestie i don't need nobody else that i was just solely like that right this is before i started that, that ain't how it happens that's before i started praying for say i was like oh lord i need some friends right he gave me some friends so <laughs> i know he's gonna give me some more but he gave me some friends <laughs> But and, is, and we know we got to be specific because I know I, 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 to friends, I was like, friends uh, that love you, Lord, it's not going to yeah. lead me down the wrong path. So, um, so I was like, well, so his question, what his, his, his main idea in that, in that was teaching that we have to do more than just be with our friends and be on our assignment that we also need to spend time with Jesus. Yes. Well, at the time, mine was pivoted. I was only spending time with Jesus and not in my community and not with other people because after betrayals, after this, I've learned that Jesus is my homie. That's, that is it. You know, I stopped talking yes. to my girlfriends. I start talking. So my question was the reverse. And that's when he said, well, you need to pray that God removed the, you know, I went up after, after service and I was like, hey, Bishop, I got a question because mine is opposite. I'm, right. I'm spending a lot of time with Jesus and zero time with other people. And what you were preaching about and giving us advice about is spending all of our time with other people in assignments and not enough time with Jesus. Uh, talking about how right. it, um, it centers us. Time with Jesus centers us or something. I think he was talking about Twister or something. I can't remember. I, I was like, I was like, so how do I get from just spending time with Jesus to, because he was saying how spending only spending time with Jesus will make us feel like we're, uh, we'll be out of balance. Like we'll start, start feeling like too righteous, you know? So, and that's exactly how I was feeling. Like, Oh, I ain't messing up. I ain't doing this. I ain't doing that. Until you close the book. <laughs> exactly. That part. Right. I told you, you could read the Bible and still sin. Just I, thought, with some look, I thought I had it together because I wasn't around nobody. I won't be tempted because I'm not going around nobody. It's just me and the kids, right? So, Can't then, this right. So then he is like, oh, well, you got to ask God to lead, guide you, point you to some, you know, people in your life, put anointed people in your life. Okay. So this is, um, I think this is before this production, right? So this is some months ago. So I saw, I was like, oh, okay. I was like, so it kind of, it kind of made me feel some kind of way. Cause I'm like, what do you mean I'm out of alignment? They're like, God. and he specifically said, for those of you that said, he said, uh, he's like that song, long as I got King Jesus, I don't need nobody else. 
that's wrong, right? And I'm like, what? Excuse me, you know? And he's like, you need other people. You need community. He's talking about how Jesus spent that time by himself alone with God. And then he went to the disciples. And then he spent mm-hmm. time with his friends. And then he went out on the missions. And then he delegated them to do stuff. So it was, he was showing us how this progression happened and how that's supposed to, that's how we're supposed to mimic in our lives. And so I thought, I'm like, okay, so I'm only at step one. So I still got to go get friends and then assignments, right? And I'm like, I'm not doing nothing. So I'm like, hold on. I thought I was doing it all. So um, then afterwards, after, because I went up to him after service. Said, I feel like you should be able to, yeah. And I feel like that's an important part of a Bible study is, you know, if we're studying together, I don't want to just know how to interpret the Bible. Bible. I don't want to know how you interpret it only because we have questions. A lot of us have questions. And the thing is, is that the questions I'm getting, I feel like we didn't take a break good enough so you could get something to eat or anything. Oh yeah, I was about to, that was next. Uh, I didn't, I don't feel like people get it. I don't feel like the pastors are getting it. I don't feel like it's it's understood that uh, the questions we have are not like, what kind of clothes did he wear? What was the sandals? Like, like these are genuine questions that I'm confused about today. Mm-hmm. I don't need to do the historian. That's part of the fellowship talk mm-hmm. that I don't need to really get into what has happened already more than I need to get into how is it relevant today? I got some relevant right now questions. Like the whole day we had, most of our conversation has been about the prodigal son. That's important. So basically, is this story still relevant? Uh-huh. Absolutely. <laughs> that's what I need to know I need these are the questions that they have how does that apply a lot of times people just think about the 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 son but let's talk about the father let's talk about the maid who had to give the 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 servant who had to give the brother the news like I could only imagine like your brother's home who cares it's like am I am I wrong to be excited like what how did she feel how did the servant she leave? Probably, she could have felt a sense of dread because she's excited. She could have felt guilt for being excited, but she exactly. had her. You know, there's a lot of stuff that I didn't even think about any of that. Right. And that's why I'm like, let's let's discuss it. Let's break it down. And together, that's what you do. You don't just leave it off to hear my side of the story. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I never thought about the father either. I thought about the son. Because I'm being welcomed back home. And I thought about the brother because I've experienced that personally. But I didn't give much thought to all the other people. It's like uh, when, they say, when you read the Bible, you have to read it with uh, the subtext and the pretext and the con. You have to know what's going on before. You got to understand the depth of the story. Yeah, really look at it. Look at the time it was in, the situational. You got to look at the culture, the background. It's so much involved. Exactly. And a lot of people don't get it. They don't get it, and they're looking at they're they're listening to just the preacher's surface story or or his preaching. When the reality is, it's so much more. Like you, you as a cook, and I cook, so I'm cooking for a kingdom of people. And now you call me up, I'm done. You guys ate breakfast already. Now you tell me my son's home. I gotta cook again. How was her attitude? How was the cook's attitude? 
Where they like, I'm so happy. How long has dad been praying? Does he pray every day for my son to come home? How was that? Those are the things, I mean, and granted, it might not be, but it's enough to talk about to understand mm-hmm. that how did he survive the same way you did? So no, you don't stop praying for your kid. No, at any age, because this dude to get in the inheritance had to be over 18, he grown. We ain't talking about a runaway. Dude took his inheritance and bounced. We're talking about adult child. Dad, I'm praying for adult child. His daddy did. And dad shed some tears too. What? Nights on his face, on his knees, praying. Yeah. So when you sit there, like, I don't know what to do for my child. The prodigal son daddy do. And not just that. Now that I think about it, then too. Mm-hmm. There's probably hurt, not just the jealousy, because the jealousy is easy to see. You know, the unfairness portion is easy to see, but what about the fact you left, you left me. me. You left me. We're siblings. You didn't invite me, and I'm good. I'm glad because I understand how God moves. But the reality is, at some point in time, I didn't know. All I know is I woke up, you were gone. Mm. And I'm watching so that. That's a abandonment. That's abandonment. And I'm feeling your, your hurt. Mm. And that was party for you. It's not just that you were gone or left. You left me. I couldn't even if I wanted to, I couldn't even leave because I can't watch my dad do all of this alone. And now we're glorifying that you home. The audacity. The audacity. And this is still the day that the Lord has made. <laughs> right. So now right. you have to be joyful. It's like, Dad, do you not see what happened? It's the same attitude we have. So a lot of times people feel like, yo, I relate so much to the prodigal son. I, I'm like, yo, I have some moments I relate to the, uh, to the brother. Yeah. I look at other people and be like, are you serious? You know that something? I say it's crazy. <laughs> They're like, yeah. I'm going to tell you, I was looking like that. Look, I'm going to tell you because could nobody. And we talked about me being a mess, but I used to look at people like that like, she got married. Right. Right. Why? Why? Why she get a good man? Do you know? Huh? You know, it, it sounds foolish, but you understand. You it. can relate to jealousy. You can relate to it. And people say, I'm not no jealous type. Everybody got a little something, something. something. Yeah. That's the purpose. So God can say, I love you. All right. Are you on at three o'clock? This is crazy. Three o'clock. It's three o'clock. Huh? It said, yeah, I had a couple of sessions, but I got to use the bathroom and refuel and stuff. All right. Um, I have to send you the three o'clock entry. I don't think it's the same um, okay. note, the same notice. I'm going to go take a break. Um, we can start like 315, three, you know, whenever you get back on, be fine. Okay. Um, I have a couple other people who should be on at that time, too. But I'm about to text them and tell them, let's move it to three. Let's do four o'clock. Four o'clock sounds great. I'm going to tell them let's do the four o'clock. Okie dokie. I'll see you then. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Right. Okay. I'm going to to...